Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 75, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today, we're talking about episode 611, Happily Ever After, which um, I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? I, um, no, I don't. Hmm. Uh, okay, mm, can I guess? Let me see. Okay, the best I can do is it's trying to say along the lines of what um, Miss Hawking, who I guess is Mrs. Widmore in this uh, particular episode, uh, says to Desmond that uh, you know he got what he always wanted, which is Widmore's approval, and somehow the idea that the Flash Sideways timeline is is a happily ever after for the characters. Mm, okay. I get that. They uh, should have called LAX happily ever after. Yeah. Yeah, it fits with this in a little strangely, but I think I feel like that's what they're getting at. Even though it's, you know, part of the point of the episode is it's not quite right. But. That's why it should have been happily ever after with a question mark. Yeah, yeah. It should have been questioning it. Happily ever after? <laughs> that's what it's more like. I, that would be more apt. Yeah. I agree. Well, uh, I thought this was a pretty great episode. Uh, leave it to Desmond uh, to come back into the picture and uh, ratchet up the up the drama a notch. Yes, yes, it was intense. There was a lot a lot going on, and uh, and it was very much uh, you know basically part three in the trilogy now. Uh, mm-hmm. Flashes before your eyes, the constant, and and this. Yeah. Very similar kinds of things. Um, uh, And it's weird because the Flash Sideways have played a particular role for most of the season, and they're still playing that role here. But, you know, since Desmond has this consciousness traveling thing, um, it's it's a little different. Uh, There's 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 something happening now in the Flash Sideways besides just this, you know, self-contained sort of stories. Yeah, they're they're starting to they're starting to um, develop into now there's a plot taking shape over there. Mm -hmm. I really couldn't see it. In fact, as late as it's getting in the season, I'm wondering if they even have time for Jack to fix Locke's spine. Like, is that even? I don't think that's gonna happen, buddy. (laughs) It's looking like it's not. (laughs) Here's the thing: Locke Locke got the use of his legs in the in the main timeline, and I think that's what he's gonna get out of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like his episode ended with him ripping up the card and I was like, Yeah, right, but I guess that's it. Like it seems mm-hmm. like it just seems like there's not enough time to do all that and have this story develop where you know, this this basically tells us the idea of kind of what we were talking about last time, like how the people are gonna get together. Like it sounds like Desmond is just gonna contact them and get them all together and show he's them the something. New, he's the new he's the new lock. Yeah. He's a new Locke, but I think he'll do a better job. I think he's more well, likable than Locke. I think, yeah, but I think he's going to have proof, you know. He might have to kill you first, but at least he can prove it to you. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Instead of just saying we have to go back, believe me, please. Back, we have to go back, yeah. Um, well, it was nice to see what they used Desmond for, the package. Yes. 
um, at least preliminarily, um, which is pretty much what we surmised before, I think. Yeah, we were on the right track. Um, yeah, so it's nice to uh, be on the right track about something once in a while. It is. Um, but it's like, yeah, that's what Desmond does. He uses consciousness to uh, travel dimensions. Yeah, for whatever reason. Time. He just he just does that. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's Scottish. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clear. <laughs> uh, I've, I, I hadn't picked up on that. I, thank yeah, you well, for he, pointing that out. He's the only character who can do it, and he's the only Scottish character, right? That's true. Hey, correlation is causation, right? <laughs> that's what I've heard. That's, that's that's also what I've heard. Good. We're on the same page. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting to me that this episode, you know, as much as, as many things... A lot of things happen, but the whole episode is really just a trial run. Uh-huh. You know, like, the, the episode is built around a test for the thing that they're really going to do. That's the only thing that frustrated me about it. I mean, of course, that's I mean that's what Lost does. It makes you want to know, you know, what's going to happen. But uh, it was like, you know, at the end it was like, okay, now we're going to go do the real thing. You know, and then Saeed's ass just jumps in and <laughs> <laughs> kills everybody and takes Desmond away. And it's like, oh, we're not going to get to see what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. And Widmore's even like, let me explain. And Desmond's like, no, no, don't explain. Yeah, don't oh, explain I just want to see it. I get it. Yeah, it's a little, th- thanks, Desmond, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we don't get it, Desmond. Give us a break. Yeah. Just well, like I humor he, him I and listen. Get it. I mean, we get it. We just don't know the details. He doesn't know the details. I don't think. See, that's the thing. I don't think he knows the details because I think what doesn't have to do specifically is going to involve Smokey, and uh, yeah. And so I don't think he knows the details, but he knows why it's important. Like he's he's on that page now. I agree. I agree. But I just you know the Winmore's line made me think he was going to give him a few details. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't. He didn't need them anymore. Well, the only reason he was going to give him some details is because he didn't need them. Yes, exactly. You're so right. You're <laughs> so the right. Only reason. If Desmond was like, "I hate you, and I want to leave. How dare you bring me here?" He wouldn't have told him anything. Yeah. But the fact that he was like, you know, not doing that. That's that. That's when the. That's when the. See, the, that's when the bad guy wants to. That's when they want to tell you what's going on. Yeah. You know when. Um, when James Bond John Bond is held captive, I mean that's when the bad guy tells him tells him the plan. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. 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 I know that they do it that way. It's just like you know all those all those fake binders, Dharma binders in the flame. I mean, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have seen those, you know, if they. I mean, we saw them because they they were about to blow it up anyway. Exactly. We, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like someone's going to check out books at the library. Exactly. At the Dharma library and, like, read them. Exactly. Yeah. I, <laughs> although I like that idea. They <laughs> <laughs> just start a Dharma library. Yeah. Someone has to be in charge of cataloging the books and keeping track yeah, of the yeah. late fees. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Printing the library cards. And... That's, <laughs> That's a whole, a whole like season two episode right there. Mm-hmm. 
I, I <sighs> maybe maybe when they maybe when they finally do the do the season seven spinoff show, they can ah uh, yeah they can put that in there. <laughs> I'd like to see that. You know, I uh, this is like way off topic, but it just popped into my head. You know, remember back when Ben had spinal cancer and Jack had to do the surgery on it? No. No? <laughs> well, <laughs> once upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, that was the most important thing on the show. Wow. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I saw that. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Okay, well. Was that season three? Yes. Yeah, I didn't watch season three. Okay. Let's skip that one. Well, you're a lucky man. <laughs> no, I remember Ben. 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 Uh, ben was out of favor with the island, and he got spinal surgery, and 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 Jack found out, and it was a whole ordeal, and yeah, and uh, and he had to he had the dilemma of whether or not he was going to uh, save Ben. Right. Uh huh. Right. And yeah, it, it's. So, yeah, the idea was, like, you know, the island is supposed to cure you, and it didn't like Ben, so it gave him cancer. It's just mm-hmm. it's weird, but then, like, it dropped a spinal surgeon in his backyard, so... Mm-hmm. And that's how Ben knew the existence of God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Which he so, hasn't mentioned since. No, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, I wonder, he was I wonder so if he's... lying. He was just lying. He really he was that. lying. I don't, I, I don't buy it. Anyway, um, he, um, he, uh, what did I want to say? Why, I don't know, maybe this is crazy. I don't know what the limitations are, but why couldn't he just take a dip in the healing spring? Because <laughs> he, he hadn't built that set yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... Um, you know what? I would say that's a good question. Um, my my first answer would be he didn't know about it. Oh man, he didn't even know about it. I, I want to say he didn't know about even it, even though he was brought there when he was a kid. Well, here's well, see that that to me is an easy out because he didn't remember because he didn't about. remember anything. So that's an easy explanation of why he didn't remember as a kid. Now I would say the real dilemma is. He should know about it because he's the leader of the others. Well, yes. He should know about it because he should have been to the temple while he was an adult at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, maybe and, the idea is he had never went to the temple. He had never been back or something. Okay. But why not? I mean, was he barred well, from going there? Well, why Why go to the temple? He's doing his own thing. He's got his office on the Hydra Island. He's got his corporate, like, other stuff. And he's, you know, and he's dealing with the Losties since season one. Well, so it's like, well, you know, why would he go to the temple? Not not that he shouldn't have a reason to, but what reason does he have to? I mean, they didn't move to the Hydra Island until they captured Kate and Jack and Sawyer, you know, in order to set in motion the plan to get Jack to do the surgery. But before that, you know, he wasn't on the He knew about the cancer, you know, well before. He knew about the cancer before the plane crash even happened. Like, Well, yeah, but... Well, I got the sense from what Locke said that Ben had been Ben had his office at the Hydra station for a long time. I guess, but they've never they've never shown him in the Hydra station except you know, except when um 
You know, except when when the others are there with yeah. Kate and Sawyer, because they, well, they, they left seen... there and yeah. and never went back. As far yeah, as I can seen tell, how, we've seen how he sets up his whole office thing. When they were when they were on the move, you know, he, he had his mobile office unit, right, and, with the boudoir and the yeah, exactly, the chest of drawers, yes. and, uh, yeah, the armoire. Uh, yeah, so I, I get this. I just I can see that he might not have gone to the temple. I it, it's a stretch though, but I I would say that's the explanation. You know, it's the best I can come up with. Is he just he just kind of never went, or yeah. But it just seems like that would be so much easier than or, or this elaborate okay. plot that they have to go through, where right. he gets himself one. captured, and then Michael gets captured, and then Michael yes, has to yes. let him out, and then Michael comes back. It's just yes, yes. Shut up now. Let me tell you what the answer is. <laughs> the new answer is. The new answer is. Um, the new answer is. Now I forgot. The new answer is. Oh no! That, I didn't show oh, up in time well, to get new, my answer. <laughs> the new answer is that he uh, he knew he didn't think it would work because he knew that the that the healing spring or whatever was was powered by Jacob, and he figured, well, or the island or whatever, uh, and he knew that okay, well, if I'm sick, then this is the island making me sick, so therefore the healing spring won't work. Okay. That might have been his reason. So that's that's. How many answers do you want? <laughs> I want at least three more. <laughs> you want three more? <laughs> okay. The four. Well, so that was two, right? Yeah, that was two. Okay. The, five. Third, the third reason is he forgot. Okay. Good. <laughs> they don't have to be good reasons. Sure, you're right. The fourth one is. Uh, let's see. Why didn't Ben use the healing spring? Uh, because it had leaves in it and no one cleaned it out yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the fifth one is... <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like this is like... <laughs> like a Letterman top ten of whatever. <laughs> top, top five reasons Ben didn't use the... Ben didn't use the healing spring. Uh... Um, and the, the, number the, 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 the number one reason is he overreacted. He overreacted. Oh, stop the music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's Paul Schrader when you do that? Wow. Yeah, Schrader okay. or Schaefer? <laughs> is it Schaefer? Schaefer. Yeah, Schrader's the taxi driver guy. Taxi driver, screenwriter, yes. Yeah. Different people. Very different people. Paul Paul Schaefer is Canadian. Oh, of course. He's yeah, got those glasses. Yeah, exactly. You can tell from the, <laughs> from the glasses. All of those glasses. <sighs> All right. So that answers those questions. Okay. Uh, good. Back to. Uh, <laughs> but but no, that's a good that's a good question. The kind of thing uh, I think we would find a lot more of when we uh, when we do our little yeah you know comprehensive retrospective. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's 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 at this point I really don't think it matters, but it just it, I don't know. It just popped into my head, so I thought I'd bring it since it's last related. And honestly, here's the sixth answer that might be the most uh, real answer. Okay, is that it? It's a, it was a test from Jacob, maybe. Oh, okay. Sorry, that that's actually a question of why. Well, I was just thinking to myself, well, why did you know if if Jack 
did the surgery and cured Ben, then it seems like, well, if the island wanted Ben sick, it would just make him sick again. <laughs> exactly. So, so I was just thinking the answer to that would be uh, that this was a test from Jacob to see if Jack would do it. Oh, a test for Jack. Yeah, it was a test for Jack. Okay, okay, okay. It, it didn't seem like Ben was aware of that, but but I that's that's that seems sort of plausible. Yeah, that's what I would imagine at this point. I, you know, otherwise why? Yeah, that seems like something Damon and Carlton might say if someone threw this question at them. Yeah. So, okay, okay. See, I just I think that's why it's good that they made clear that the spring doesn't work anymore because it's just too easy. Like, mm-hmm. so many problems just hop in the spring, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, all those, you know, whenever the others had injury problems, you know, like Colleen or something, just toss her in the spring. Like, it, it, just, yeah. it just seems like, you know, um, it, it just seems like they didn't know about it. Yeah, they didn't know about it. You know, because there was just no mention of it until the Ben thing. Yeah. And, like, why did the Highlands... Why did the it Highlands... Could be a secret. It could be a secret between the others. Like, it, Richard yeah. knew, but not, not all of them really knew. Yeah, yeah. It could be. I. Why did the Highlands... Why did the Highlands... God, can I say my sentence? Why did the Spring heal Ben in the first place? I mean, did it think he was going to be good? Like, was it just giving him a chance? Like, uh, I, I got the sense that it, it just would have healed anybody. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. I did, too. That was why – that was why – so that's, this is really more about your theory number one or two, whichever one that was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that, that it wouldn't have worked on Ben because it didn't want Ben to be healed. Yeah. You know, Um. Yeah, I mean that's probably why we didn't get to see the temple until season six, and and by then it was already ruined. Yeah, totally. But it's just hard for me to believe the others had access to that because it just seems like it just seems like they haven't used it enough. But whatever. Okay. Anyway, that's neither here nor there regarding this episode. All right, back to happily ever after. Yes. Um, I thought um, I really enjoyed the scenes with Desmond uh, off island. Uh, Desmond just being regular Desmond. Mm-hmm. I the actor just he does those parts really well. You know the talking to Claire, talking to just just all those parts. I just thought he was great. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's a hundred percent. He to me he is Desmond. I it's hard for me to imagine him playing any other part. Mhm. Uh he he's he's it's the acting of it all is not even I can barely distinguish it. It's, you know. And when he gets those looks on his face, it's just uh infectious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I liked it. It was it was, you know, it was this it was this weird version of Desmond. It was it was really nothing, not very similar to the Desmond that we're familiar with. Well, yes, yeah, a Desmond who never laid on the island, who wasn't drove, you know driven insane or to the brink of insanity by uh, by being stuck on the island. Right. You know. Exactly. Yeah. And, and this, I mean, I, this episode raises a lot of questions about the island. Um, 
you know, and what all happened there um, that we haven't had to ask before. Um, because, you know, a number of people appear who were definitely on the island, um, you know, at one point. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's really it's really unclear exactly how this, this came to be. I, I guess... I guess we finally found out. I'm not surprised either. You know, Woodmore being the principal would have been too much, but they'd still put him in <laughs> L.A. Yeah, totally. You know, everybody's in L.A. It's just, it's just, uh, um, it, every, I mean, it, I mean, they just have to do it. Yeah. You know? But I also kind of like it, the sort of over-the-top, like, coincidence feeling of the, uh, Flash sideways. I, I, well, I, considering that this is a universe they created, you know, yeah, I think somehow it fits. Exactly, exactly. It works like that. It's it. But it's, yeah, I was gonna say most of them did just come back from the flight. Right. So it is a good, you know, reason why most of them are in LA at this point. It's but, you know, Woodmore, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, Woodmore seems like he's got his office there. Mrs. Yeah. Woodmore seems like she's, you know, they're living there. Her and. Her and um and Dan seems like they're living there. Penny seems like you know, like yeah. everyone just kinda relocated to LA, which, you know, it's a nice place to live. Um, right. If I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, why not? Uh Clear Blue so, Skies? Huh? Clear blue skies, pale golden sunshine. Gentle breezes. Mhm, mhm. Okay. Sounds good, yeah. I uh I should I should go there sometime. Yeah, why not? Oh wait. <laughs> um yeah, uh no, I I completely agree that uh that Desmond is good and that the show is I like the way they use him. Um he like he's he's got he's got a totally unique role on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, his his he's sort of like Hurley is now. Like he's you know he's just got this thing that he can do that no one else can do, and it gives him it gives him a role in the story that no one else can fill. Yeah, you know, um, which is which is interesting. I I never really uh, I really I really didn't get a sense of how I still don't I guess know what they're gonna do with him as far as Smokey goes. Um, but, uh, um, and the other thing is, well, maybe that's a little too detailed. Oh, I did want to say, um, uh, what did I want to say? Oh, I wanted to say about, about last week's episode, I think it's kind of nice that, um, they, with, with the sixth episode, you know, they faked us out by calling it sundown. Um, but it ends with Jen in the refrigerator, and when they pick up the last episode, you know, where that left off, it ends with Sun being shot in the kitchen. So there's mm-hmm. a nice, uh, you know, it's like they, they got around to sundown eventually, like what it, what it should have been about. Sun going down? Sun going down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, but wasn't Sundown actually about the whole that was that was the one with uh, the Temple Massacre, right? Yeah, that happened at at Little yeah. Sundown. Yes. Yeah. 
That's true. But I just I just like that it introduced the plot line where Sun actually goes down mm-hmm. in the you know, in the in the alternate timeline. It just I don't know. It may just be a coincidence, but it just worked out nicely. I, I think it's a coincidence. <laughs> Considering that storyline was technically started with Saeed. Mm-hmm. Technically. Right. So Right. Um but yeah, it, it, when they, you know, it's nice when you can get double meanings out of the titles. Yeah, yeah. Even even just as a coincidence, I sort of like it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice. Because um, that was, you know, that was where they broke the symmetry of season one. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and this kind of restores it a little bit. Um, but you know. <laughs> They've thoroughly broken it now. There, there wasn't Desmond in in season one, um, or yeah, Ben for that it, matter. It was interesting, you know, seeing how important Desmond was in this episode, and and in terms of the island just still not being done with him yet. Yes. And uh, and I'm just I just thought back to season two when they found the hatch and they found Desmond in there, and he ran away into the jungle, <laughs> and you were like. I wonder if we'll ever see that guy again. And it just seemed like, you know, we might not ever see him. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> um, spoiler alert, yeah, we see him again. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if he mattered or not. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I thought the point was the hatch, you know, because we spend most of the season, you know, just, just exploring the hatch and what it does and, you know, how it works and whether it does anything or not, I guess. Yeah. Um. Which, speaking of, I'm still... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, uh, that thing about Eloise saying that pressing the button is the most important <clears throat> thing he's ever going to do. Yes, yes. So now I'd, re- I'd revise my theory and say it's because this whole thing with him being exposed to electromagnetism. <sighs> I see, you know? but that, I mean, that happened because he couldn't press the button. <laughs> Anymore, you yeah, know? but that was all. But that was all predicated on him getting to the island and pressing the button for X amount of years. Okay, you know, three years or something. Okay. Oh, do you think that's what gave him this ability? No, I think that's what gave him the ability. But what I'm saying is, it, it directly led to him proving how he's special. Okay. You know. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I and I also I like the fact that they're making that that whole thing of turning the failsafe key relevant to the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh because I really felt like they I mean we've we've gone on at, at great length about how they didn't really resolve that very well in season 3. Um you know, felt it felt like a cheat to me the the way they just kind of zapped out of there and that was it. Yeah. Um so I sort of like that they're trying to give us an explanation, at least for Desmond. I think, you know, Locke and Echo were pretty close there. I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how much electromagnetism was blocked by the, you know, floor, but uh, you know, they 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 were affected similarly. So I'm not I'm not really clear on, you know, why it's why it's sort of only Desmond that seemed to seem to get this. Um, well, he got the brunt of the blast. Yeah, I mean, he was closer, but. Not by that much. I mean, I don't know. Uh, how does Whitmore know that Desmond even survived that? Oh, or even a, turn the failsafe? That's a great question. 
Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm like, I don't know how you know that. I wish I had a clue. Um, all I can say is, I, you know, it seemed like... You know, it seemed like Miss Hawking knew at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so... And, you know, she knew Widmore. Um, so my best guess is that somehow it's in it's in Dan's journal or something, and that's where that's where she got it from, and that's where he got it from, basically. Dan's journal, really? You want you want to throw that out there? Yeah. Why Why is it in Dan's journal? He he, you know he he that journal had everything everything he knew about the Dharma Initiative. Uh huh. And. You know, the last thing that happened in the Swan Station was uh, before. You know, after Dan was dead, <laughs> flash when he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was still alive. Yeah, I mean, he died, but he was still alive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know how he could have found that out. I guess I'd have to assume that De- him and Desmond had a conversation that we didn't see. Where you told him about that one time he turned the failsafe key. Listen, I need five reasons why Widmore knows that oh, no. Desmond did not turn the failsafe. Oh no! Okay, Desmond's journal is number one. On when reverse, huh? I mean, Dan's journal is number one. No, it hurts. I'm really scared. I I don't know if I can do five. Um, yeah. So Dan's journal is number one. Um, okay, which should I even ask you how Widmore got Dan's journal? Well, you know, he was right there. He was right there mm-hmm. when when Dan dropped it off. I mean, he easily could have seen it, you know. Okay. You oh, you mean before he died? Before who died? Before Dan died. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz No, not before he died, it. after he died. After he died. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. When he when he dies. Yeah. When yeah. when because yeah, Eloise gets it and she looks at the journal and all that stuff. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And and I mean they didn't show him, but you know, he was there, they talked, presumably he could have seen it. You so know? wait, but that reason is predicated on him having some secret talk with Desmond to even know that. <laughs> right? Well, so that's a two part two parter that's one explanation. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's a toughie. Okay, I mean, he doesn't even he doesn't necessarily have to have a secret talk. He can have a secret talk with anyone who knew that that happened. Okay, but a secret talk is involved because he was on the island. Yeah, secret talks involved because we didn't ever see him hear about it. So, mm-hmm. so and, and most people. Wait a minute. Now you're opening up more worms. <laughs> who knows about that though? Like, who really knows what happened? Well, I think. I no think one. Locke and I think Locke knew. Uh, Locke knew that he was going to turn the failsafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he basically told him, you know, I got this this failsafe key, and you know, when Locke mm-hmm. realized he was wrong, and mm-hmm, and you know, mm-hmm. then he helps him move the thing, and he, so I think oh, Locke, right. I think Locke was aware that that that's what he was going down there to do, and that's what he okay. did. And, and so you know, I mean, I would imagine that at some point. You know, I mean, everyone saw the, you know, the sky turn purple and the, you know, the flash of light. And I mean, I would imagine at some point it would come up in conversation what happened in there, you know, that caused the hatch to implode. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I can't imagine they never discussed that. Yeah. Well, I can. 
I can. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. Anyway, um, what what are we trying to? What's the point here? So I'm yeah, I'm trying to say like the other people found out by you know hearsay, and then eventually you know Dan talked to one of them. But I think probably the most plausible is just that Dan talked to Desmond because I think I think he knew that Desmond was important to a certain extent. You know, they had that connection going back. You know, and he 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 went he went. He knew Desmond was in the Swan Hatch, you know, because he 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 knocks on the Swan Hatch door, you know, to give him that message um, to tell him to go see to go see um, his his mother, mm-hmm. you know. So so he he knew Desmond was in the in the hatch at one point at least, and he also knew that it imploded. So I, you know, I feel like it's at least you know it's at least possible that he that he knew how it happened. Because they didn't ever tell us how he even knew Desmond was in there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. It really, honestly, it just seems like the characters watch the show. Yeah. And so they they just seen it, you know, so they so they know what happened. Yeah. That that would be theory number two. <laughs> We're only on two? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's two. <laughs> All right, let's leave it at two. Okay. Theory number three was going to be time travel. Time travel, all right. Even though that was part of theory number one as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, theory number four was um, Winmore did seem to know that Desmond was in the was in the hatch at some point. And he also, I believe he detected the anomaly that happened when the fail-safe key was turned. Um, that's what allowed him, I think, to find the island. Um, and, I thought that was Penny. Well, it was Penny, but I think that's how, I think that's how Widmore found it as well. Because mm, okay. um, actually that's something I read. Apparently uh, the original ending for season two was actually going to be someone bringing bringing a, a, a note to Widmore, like, during a board meeting or something, saying, like, we found it. And that, that, uh, was, that was actually going to be – but they went with Penny, I think, because they wanted to fake us out when, you know, when Naomi shows up, she pretends she's from Penny's boat, you know. So, they, so I think they basically just did that to, to get us to think it was going to be Penny. But I think, I think the idea is somehow they were both looking for it at the same time, and mm-hmm. they saw the same thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, even though, I mean, we never saw that, but I, I think that's true. So anyway, the the idea that, you know, maybe he just knew about the failsafe, so he knew what that was. He knew about the Dharma failsafe and yeah. the station he had never been in? Yeah, well, it's a stretch. Right. Hey, I'll buy it. <laughs> seems to know a lot of stuff. I mean, you know? He 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 got these pylons. He knows what they do. You know, I mean, he he just seems he seems very savvy. I mean, he's he's setting up in this hydro station like like it's just nothing. You know. Yeah, and it's all gonna go according to plan. I'm sure it's gonna run totally smoothly. And yeah, that's the thing about Whitmer. He seems like he knows what's going on, but he's not infallible. Well, they keep getting off their timetable, but. <laughs> Why do we make these timetables if no one's going to follow them? I know. I know. They, I, it would have been really boring if they had to wait for their timetable. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're supposed to do that tomorrow. Okay, well, we got no, 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 to do guys. today. The timetable says lunch right now. We have to take lunch. <laughs> so we 
come back to this. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, oh, okay. Next theory will be Jacob told him. Okay. That's always an easy standby. Easy one. Um, and, oh, God, that's four theories. That's a lot for me. Um, <laughs> my final theory will be... Um, let's go with, wow, what else Deleted is scene? there? What? Deleted scene. Thank you. Deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> Deleted scene slash continuity error. All right. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Boom. Now you're spent for the rest of the podcast. I know. I know. I got nothing left. <laughs> I'm just mashed potatoes now. <laughs> Ouch, mashed potatoes. <laughs> Nothing left. <laughs> I like mashed potatoes. Yeah, well, they they don't they they don't have anything. They don't have anything apparently. They have starch. Arms. They just sit there. There's just a big uh, lump. Big lump. A mashed yeah. lump. A mashy lump. Yeah, nobody wants that. No. All right. Well, are you ready to uh, dive into the episode? Yes. Yes. Let's. How would you How would you rate this one? Oh, uh, I give this one. This is a solid B plus. B plus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a B plus, uh, A minus. Yeah, it's. It was very straightforward. It was. Uh, yeah. I did. I don't feel like this. This brought up a lot of questions. Um, it didn't solve a lot of questions either. It was just pretty much a straightforward episode. Uh, uh, and the main thing being, of course, is connecting the, the, the main timeline to the flash sideways. Right. We get to see how that's connected. So. Right. Right. Um, and also, like, a sense of where the flash sideways story is going. Yeah. And, you know, this is what we knew was going to happen. At some point, they were going to, you know, join these two, these two stories somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I should say uh, I don't think I don't think we rated last week. I I want to give last week's a B plus as well. What was last week? Uh, what was it called again? Um, the package. Oh, the package. Yes. Uh. Fun and Jen episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um. I give it around the same as this one. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was different, but I I liked it more or less equally. Mhm. Um. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think that's the last one we haven't rated. You know, the only thing about this one is, to me, it felt very quick. It felt very breezy. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean by it being straightforward. It just it just it just kept going from scene to scene, and it was it was just a very simple kind of story. Yeah, I guess that, of, that. Yeah, as opposed to last week where we had stuff going on at at you know Jack's camp and at Locke's yeah. camp and at Widmore's camp and in the Flash Sideways. Yeah, in the Flash Sideways is all this other crap going on. This one was just pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. It was it was much less complicated. It was it was just sort of like one, you know, one flash sideways in the middle, and then just bookends. It was sort of like Abiturno in that way. Yeah. 
which, which oh, works, but yeah, it definitely makes the episode seem to fly by. Yeah, totally. You know, when it ended, it was like, I want to show them something. I'm like, that's it? You want to show them something? Oh, man, when he said that, I knew it was over. <laughs> I, that's, I love the ending of this episode. It's so <laughs> ominous. It's so, it's so, I, I just love that idea of like, I need to show them something. But it's like, you know what he wants to show them. Right. Something that, you know, on the one hand, they definitely need to see. On the other hand, it's, you know, going to probably try to kill them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, bring them close to death. So it's a very, yeah, I just like that idea of um, of uh, of a character like, you know, kind of the thing with Locke, but the, but the idea of, like, going on this mission to show yeah. people this, this other life, like they have no idea exists. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's a crazy thing to do. But I guess just I expected him to elaborate. I don't know. I expected him to say, you know, I don't know. Yeah, what do you want to elaborate on? We're in the wrong universe. <laughs> I, I, I just, I expect like, I expect some kind of, I expected some kind of more. I just thought I was wanting more. It wasn't bad. It just, it just, yeah. it, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like a satisfying ending. But they already told you what he's going to show them. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that was the whole illustration of what Charlie did to him. So it's right. like, what else is he going to say? Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless, yeah, I don't know. And that's what's interesting, too, I think, is the, and this is the kind of thing I didn't, I didn't really understand how they would, how they would deal with it, is the idea of, you know, what do the people in the Flash sideways think about the main timeline, and, and how, how do they relate, and what do they feel about that, and, and I think it's interesting how the mechanism that they've used uh, is this idea of love or this idea of feeling mm-hmm. and uh and uh and somehow that is what is driving them to you know want to connect to this other world right uh not that that world exists you know or or that uh you know their life is better over there or anything like that it's just this, this sort of general idea of feeling love uh, are feeling this connection to it, uh, which is which I think is kind of interesting. Right, right, right. And it it also kind of seems like um, uh, it also kind of seems like near near death experiences bring it out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like somehow a combination well, of getting near death and and I think it's like losing consciousness. Uh, ex- Specifically, and we can look at that and see the parallel with Juliet when she died. Right. You know, when she died, she loses consciousness, and she comes back and she tells Sawyer, you know, it worked. That's right. You know, and that was my hypothesis before was, you know, she went to the other side. Yeah. Uh, So 11 episodes later, (laughs) got some proof of that. Yes, yes, yes. And and that's sort of what I thought, but yeah, I agree. The connection, I mean, it sort of makes sense. It's kind of like what they do with the constant. Mm-hmm. Like the, those 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 emotions somehow are the thing that anchored them um, in time. And in this case, they make them yearn for something different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of it's a little different, I guess. It's it's. Well, I guess it's the same if you if you if you describe it as an anchor between 
you know, universes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But it seems like it seems like this is really pulling them towards the other universe. Well, I would say the discovery is definitely pulling them towards finding out what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um Considering it seems like the yeah, I, I'm I'm curious how the timelines sync up. You know, like mm. does I I don't know I don't know how to verbalize what I'm saying. In but terms I guess of like like it it the way they're playing it 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 comes across like flash sideways 2004 is the same thing as regular timeline 2007. Yeah, which that, I don't I don't know if I want to believe that, but that's what that's kind of what they seem like they're saying. Uh but um it just I I guess I was just wondering how it's going to how does it relate in terms of like if you know, when Desmond in this episode realizes okay, there's some other, something else out there exists, is that hmm Yeah, I guess I just don't know how it relates to the other timelines. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah, and I also wonder how far it's going to go. I mean, are they going to, you know, are these characters going to meet the alternate version of themselves? No way. No way? <laughs> I'm already I'm already saying no on that one. Okay. Yeah, no way. No way do we see a scene with two Jacks, <laughs> two Kates, and two Sawyers, and they're all, you know, they're all talking. And, no, I'm not, I don't want that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not ready for that either. But it just, yeah, it se- it seems like it seems like it's leading up to the people in the Flash Sideways, you know, remembering the original timeline, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then the question is, you know, then what? What are you going to well, do about it, it? Yeah, I think I think they will be given a choice. Uh, surprise, surprise. A choice? And... <laughs> That's unheard of. Yeah, I think I think they will probably be allowed to choose to go back to the original timeline or to stay. So I feel like either, either individually they'll get to choose or as a group they have to choose one or the other. Oh, okay. And, I, I, and they'll probably choose going back to the main timeline. So if they choose uh, to go back, then... They'll just rejoin their original cell. They won't just like all. We won't get multiple copies. I don't think we'll get multiple copies because I think, as we saw with Desmond, it's only consciousness that that travels. They're not going to have people traveling dimensions, right? Um, so I would say I almost want to believe like if the sideways people, flash sideways people, decide to come back to the island, go back to the main timeline. I want to somehow make that prevent Smokey from leaving or have something somehow that that prevents Smokey from leaving. Okay, something like that. I like see. I, want to, I want to tie their return into defeating Smokey or some yeah. some big plot point with with what's going on on the island. Yeah, it really should tie in. Yeah. It would be weird if it had nothing to do with the main plot. So, are you ready for the uh, scene by scene? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's go. 
let's hop in here. So the first scene, we don't have a previously on. We just jump into the episode. Uh, Desmond wakes up from sedation to see Zoe explaining his situation. Desmond demands to see Penny, but um, Charles Woodmore enters and bursts his bubble. Woodmore explains that Desmond was shot by Ben. He assures Desmond that Penny is safe, then reveals that he, was, that he has brought Desmond back to the island. Desmond is seething with anger and starts to beat Widmore with, his, with an IV stand until he is restrained. First scene. Ouch. Yeah. So pretty standard. This is why you're here. Yeah. Pretty safe. Arr. I gotta say, they have that when he, when when Widmore told Desmond he's back on the island, they they do a close up of Desmond. You can see his face twitching with anger. Yes. <laughs> and I saw the twitch. And I'm like, holy crap! He is about. To, you know, I thought one nuke was the only thing going off on this island. But apparently, there's gonna be a second explosion. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I love I love that you could see his face twitching. I you know you, that was that was just brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's I, that's why I was really skeptical about Desmond coming back to the island because I knew how much he didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, he promised he would never go back. He promised in the variable that he would never go back. He would never leave Penny again. Yeah. So, um, and it's so weird that we left off on that, you know, nice little scene with, with Hawking and, and Widmore and, you know, he's my son too. And look what I just did. And, you know, mm-hmm. those, those nice little conversations. And then, it, and then they just kidnapped Desmond's ass and put him on a submarine and took him to the Island again. I guess well, yeah, just, I'm sure at the end of that scene, it was like, this is all nice and sentimental, Charles, but we, you know, <laughs> we have a problem here. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and I just these ideas like the I was not done with you yet. Like it's mm-hmm. it's weird, you know. It's like wh- where do they get that in their heads, you know? Like I I I don't know where ideas like that come from. Yeah, I mean they either have to come from foreknowledge or they come from faith. I think some sort of version of faith where he they just believe that. You know, he is special, and he just hasn't done what he's supposed to do yet, Um, you know. And I think it has to do with Whitmore's plan. So, you know, obviously Whitmore needs someone who can survive a big burst of electromagnetism, and he knows Desmond has done that. Therefore, I think he he would surmise that, you know, he needs Desmond. Yeah. You know, which, uh, and if he believes this is for the best interest of the island, then he would say, you know, the island isn't done with you yet, but it, but it all goes, you know, I wouldn't even say the island isn't done with Widmore yet, you know. Uh, it, if all of this is in service of the island legitimately, then, you know, Widmore is an agent of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, the island seems really demanding. Like, it, mm-hmm. like it's not, like, it just uses people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not done with you yet. Like... <laughs> And then once it's done with you, you can go now and, you know, You can go now, exactly. There's no pension uh, for working for the, for the island. Exactly. There's no yeah. retirement plan. It just spits you out. It doesn't give a shit after you've served your purpose. And it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just a tough, I don't know, it's, it's a tough place. It's hard, it's hard to like the island because it's just mm-hmm. so, you know, it's just so merciless. Yeah. I, you know, I think, I think it's amazing that Michael 
you know, the fact that Christian, of all people, appears to Michael on the boat and says, you can go now. And, you know, much similar to Locke, like the last words he says are, who are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what he gets at the end of his life. Some guy he's never heard of telling him he can go now. Like, it's <laughs> like, thanks, Island. Like, way to redeem me. Here's a question. Uh, what are the odds that Michael was sent back to New York? and not exploded in the explosion? I never thought about that possibility, but but now that you're making his death seem so bad, I'm wondering wondering if maybe it's something, it's not that harsh, and it's uh, literally you can go now, like you can go back to civilization, or you can go back home, or, you know. So the island, like, Transported him back to New York somehow. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Oh, is that hard to believe. <laughs> Are you having a you having a tough time swallowing that one? A little bit. I'm sorry. You realize you're watching Lost, right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's plausible and then there's Lost plausible, and somehow. Mm-hmm. Somehow that seems like neither thing. I don't know. It seems like that's breaking the rules. But, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I guess. I, I just feel like they've never shown us anything like that before. I agree. Um, definitely agree. There's no obvious precedent for, for, for people move time, uh, like, transporting uh, human-seeming people. Uh, right. Christian can do it, which is which is why I want to put that out there. Yeah, uh, and the fact that, you know, we thought Jen died in the explosion and he didn't. Right. And, uh, but I guess, let's see. Yeah, well, I definitely just imagine, like, if Michael survived, he would have just been, you know, on the island, you know, where where Jen ended up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, Christian, but that was, yeah, but. He still has the thing if if he wasn't moved, like Jim survived because he got thrown off the ship. Yeah, he was on the surface too, instead yeah. of in, in the you know in the right in the blast radius. Yeah, literally in front of the bomb. But here's the thing: I mean, we saw Walt come and talk to Hurley, and Michael obviously wasn't around then. Yeah. Um, but I'm just wondering if somehow somehow Michael's alive. Yeah, I mean, last we checked, yeah, I mean, if Michael's alive, he, Walt doesn't seem to know about it. Yeah. Because he's asking around about his dad, and, of course, no one's telling him, you know, what they knew. Um, so, yeah, so if it's the case, then he's just holed up somewhere and not, not contacting Walt. Yeah. Um. All right, so back to this scene. Um, what do you think uh, Penny is? <clears throat> uh, Does it matter? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Penny's just back in L.A. where she was. Yeah, you know. Like, so you feel like since like Ben, like Whitmore knows Ben isn't uh, is on the island, so he's not worried about Penny anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone else really posed a threat to her. Yeah. So I mean, he might have sent her home or something. I mean, presumably she didn't want Desmond to be kidnapped like this, I would guess. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, yeah, so I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining she's, is she going to just start looking for Desmond again? <laughs> I, 
Well, with enough time and money, uh, <laughs> you can find anyone a second time. Because <laughs> the island moves, so she's going to have to find it again. Oh, who knows if it moves? Oh, you you know what? No one can prove that it ever moved. <laughs> I don't believe anyone that says it can prove the island moves. Are you sure? It looks like it I'm moved. I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I know it looks like it moved, but they said other times that it had moved, and it didn't move. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, you're the one who didn't want to believe that the Black Rock went the long way around to the New World. <laughs> You're right. You want to know, so. You're right. That was that was too much. I'd rather too the much. island move to the Atlantic <laughs> than have the Black Rock go the long way, which is really ridiculous. It should be more plausible since people actually did that, whereas islands don't move. Yeah, yeah. But uh, somehow, somehow it bothers me less. You're right. Okay, point taken. Uh, anything else with this scene? Um, beating someone with your own IV drip. I just think that's uh, that's a new one for me. Man, and it was pretty, you know, it was pretty violent. It was. Uh, it looked like it hurt, you know. It really did, yeah. Yeah, he was really wailing on Whitmore there. Yeah, when he started doing it, I was like, oh, my God, is he going to kill him? Like, is Whitmore dead now? <laughs> A question I didn't ask myself because I figured he'd be stopped, but, uh, you know, val- valid question at the time. Yeah, just because it, it was violent. Like, it really felt like it really felt like heavy blows to the head. Mm-hmm. And if someone hadn't stopped him, I would have expected him to kill him. Yeah, he was enraged. Yeah, it was it was intense. You're right. That was a good – the the acting was, was really, uh, really good. The, the close-up yeah. was, was well played. If he was Bruce Banner, he would have turned into the Hulk. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow. For you comic fans out there. Right. Um, Or Ang Lee fans. Or Ang Lee fans. Well, who isn't, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, next scene. Um, Yes. So, continuation from this one, Widmore exits the room, Jen asks why Desmond is here, and Widmore suggests uh, showing him would be better. This is the last season, after all. Right. Zoe reminds Widmore that the test isn't scheduled until tomorrow, um, <laughs> but he insists that, uh, let's see, he insists she get them ready now. That's pretty much that. I love it. In the last episode, Widmore was like, we had a timetable. And now she's like, hey, (laughs) timetable. Yeah, he said, screw that. (laughs) I I, kind of like that. I like the idea that since the timetable is already screwed up, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I like that they came with a timetable, though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very structured like adventure. They had a plan. They had a they had a whole plan, and that's the thing. Nothing, you know. A lot of what they're doing is complicated. So mm-hmm. they had a whole plan, which uh, which which is nice. It is. It is. They didn't just show up and hope that you know everything would just happen by itself. Yeah. So after this episode, I'm more skeptical now that uh, they that Woodmore's team killed all those people, killed the Jira Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I just before I before I saw this and how you know how, what what it looks like for them to be on the uh, you know to do what they're doing, it just 
it seems less plausible, but at the same time, I would imagine they would want that island clear for what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I guess I still think they did it, but I, I you know, I, I'm, I, like I said, I'm just more skeptical that they did it. But I, yeah. I would still have to blame them versus blaming uh, Locke. I see. Yeah. I, I still think it was Locke um, because really, for, for me, the only problem, the only reason Locke couldn't have done it is just that he didn't have time. That's the whole thing. He would have had to do it before Widmore's team showed up with the with the pylon. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. which which now it's just time. You know, if he could just sneak up there and do it, that's one thing. But he had to have killed them before. What was that? What was the episode with uh, where Woodmore comes at the end? Doctor Linus. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to have been around then that he did it. Yeah, but in that episode, he he tells Ben to go to the Hydra Island, you know, before Woodmore Sub has even arrived. So he at least had the Hydra Island in mind. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. He wanted, he definitely wanted, he was suspicious that some of Widmore's people were on the, or maybe he was suspicious some of Jacob's people were on the Adira flight. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and yeah, he is suspicious. Well, he it, already knows what, that some of Jacob's people were on that flight. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like, at that point, he's telling Ben to go over there. He hasn't gone himself. You know, I would buy he hasn't gone himself if he's telling Ben to go. And uh, so, yeah, so if he doesn't go, if he hasn't gone by then when he's telling Ben, he definitely doesn't get to go before Woodmore's team shows up. See, personally, like, I would rather, I'd rather, you know, not worry about exactly when he did it. I mean, there's, you know, there's a period of time. The last we see of that island was when Frank goes over there and Alana asks him about what lies in the shadow of the statue and knocks him out and then brings him back. You know, we see very little of it there, um, but mm-hmm. that's that's the last we see of it um, until um, you know until Sawyer goes over there. Um, so that whole period of time, you know, is is time where Smokey could have potentially done it. Um, and I don't think his his whereabouts are accounted for a hundred percent of that time. So so I, I to me, I just want to say somewhere in there he did it and. You know, to me, that's it bothers me less. I guess I, I just don't. I don't well, see, I don't see Winmore's people doing it. Um, although they could have, I admit it. It's I. I here's the thing, his time hasn't been accounted for 100. percent But I don't, I don't, I don't buy that he would go over there and kill the Jiro passengers and then come back and then try to get Ben to go over there to see if any of those people wish them harm, which Ben doesn't. And then he later yeah, but the thing is, that's not what he said to Ben. So it's it's not a hundred percent clear what his motives were to to send Ben over there. Well, but he goes to get Sawyer to do seemingly the same thing. I know. Because I mean, that was your theory, he, but like, I I'm not. I'm still. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why else? Why else would he tell him to go over there? Because originally, when he when he asked Ben to go over there, I thought it was because. He was going to go set up camp over there. Like he, uh, he said that they were people. over there. I mean, that's what yeah, he tells yeah. Ben. Yeah, exactly. But that wasn't true. I know. I know. Well, see, since he was lying to Ben, that's why. That's why to me, it's it's sort of open. Exactly what he wanted Ben to do over there. Well, I yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I feel like what he wanted him to do. 
you know, he wasn't lying about what he wanted to do. He was just lying about why he should do it, you know, which is saying that they're over there or whatever. I forgot exactly what he told them. Well, if if they were really over there, then he wouldn't want Ben to go over there to do recon because he would just meet them. There wouldn't be any. Exactly. Exactly. So so then he has to so, be lying exactly. about what he wanted that's, to do. That's my whole point. He, but, no, he's lying about why Ben wants him to do it, not what he wants him to do. Because, like you're saying, if, if... So he wants Ben to meet them over there, even though he's no, not no, there? No, 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 That's what he's lying... That's that's what he's lying about, is why he wants him to go over there. The reason he wants him to go over there is to... Specifically, the reason he wants him to go over there is to check the Jared passengers to see if anybody is, is uh, you know, one of Jacob's people or something like that, right? But you're saying he tells... Ben. Basically, I'm saying that's your theory, but I like it's not 100 percent clear to me that that's the case. Okay, that's I'm trying to I'm trying to work. It's a reasonable theory. theory. I don't really have a problem with it. It's just that like since you know since Ben didn't go and since Smokey told a different lie to Ben than he did to Sawyer, it's hard to know exactly what he had in mind for Ben to do. Okay, that's that's my whole point though. Is okay. Well, then what's your take on it? Your take is that he was lying but didn't want him to do anything? No, he must have wanted him to do something. I mean, he, he wanted him to go to the Hydra Island. Um, you know, that's, that seems clear. Uh, why would he want him to do that? You know, I guess, uh, I guess the obvious reason would be the same reason he sent Sawyer over there. Okay. Yeah, and so now, so so with that frame of mind, right? What I'm saying is, he's telling the lie that he tells Ben is, "Hey, we're going to be over there." Yeah, that's what I'm saying is the lie. Regardless of that being a lie, I think he can still t- be telling the truth about why he wants Ben to go check out the Azure. That you know, the fact that he wants to go check out the Azure passengers, the fact that that's his plan for Ben, can still be true, even if he lies about the the supportive the supporting evidence. He didn't. He, he told Sawyer he did not send him there to check out the Ajira passengers. He told Sawyer that. Yeah. Wait. He told Sawyer he didn't send Ben, or he told Sawyer he. He not told Sawyer, Sawyer he didn't send Sawyer. <laughs> well, I don't remember that. What did he say then? It's it's a lot. It's at the end. Um. It's uh. Let me pull it up here. Um. You didn't really send me over there to find passengers from that plane, did you? Locke, no. What's the rest of it? Uh, what did he say? I forget what the point was then. He, he, never, he never specifically explained why he sent Sawyer over there, but he, he did say that wasn't why. Okay, but I'm saying in that, what's the rest of that line? Did they change subjects or something? Yeah, well, then like, Sawyer, what did get to being the reason that he sent him over there? Sawyer says, well, in case you're interested, they're all dead. And then Locke says, well, that's terrible. What happened? Sawyer says, I don't know. Then Locke says, well, what do you know, James? And then he tells him about Whitmore. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so to me, it's still open from that conversation what Locke sent him there for. Well, to me, it would mean he sent him there to check on Widmore to to figure out to to find out what he knows about Widmore. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which I think again, basically, yeah. Then I think that proves my point that that that, that Smokey didn't kill them, right? 
It suggests that it suggests to me that he knew their passengers were dead, which to me points to the idea that he killed them. And also, the other thing is, although I agree Widmore would sort of want a clear island, he wouldn't want those people hanging around, probably saying, rescue me, and all that, while he's carrying out this plan. We do also have Locke pretty much specifically say he wants them dead as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is in-show evidence that Locke wanted them dead. Well, Locke wants everybody dead. That's a given. Well, okay. <laughs> but he said it, you know. He said it about them. Yeah. Out loud. So, so anyway, I, I feel like, and, and here it seems like he knew there weren't passengers over there, you know. And so, I, to me, it, it, looks, it looks very plausible that he could have done it. But he also says earlier, there's another part where he talked about, you know, before, like, we got to go take care of their deer passengers. Yeah, that's what he says to Richard. Yeah, he, okay, he says that to Richard. Before he is sort of revealed that he's not Locke. Um, yeah. Well... In any event, my take on things is he wanted Ben, Locke wanted Ben to go over there to do the same thing Sawyer eventually went to do. Which is basically um, check out Whitmore. Which is do recon. So the idea, the idea seems to be that he expected Whitmore to come. And, may, I mean, he sort, of, he sort of even seemed to know when he'd be there. But in, in Ben's case, I, mean, I guess Ben was a ways away. I mean, maybe by the time Ben got over there, you know, Whitmore would have arrived. Yeah. Uh. But if Widmore, I mean, if Ben showed up, I think Widmore would have had would have had a different would have had a different conversation with him mm-hmm. than he did with Sawyer. Yeah. And Locke, I, I Locke knows about the conflict between Ben and Widmore, so that means Smokey knows about it. Mm-hmm. So if he's sending Ben over there, you know, to go talk to Widmore, I mean, he should know that that's, you know, that's a situation Ben's going to not be able to handle as well as Sawyer. I mean, it just seems like a bad move, really. Well, it depends on what Smokey wants. And honestly, that whole setup, in my opinion, was just so Ben, you know, he was just so Ben could not kill Alana and Alana could not kill yeah. him. And, you know, that, that's where that story was going anyway. I know, I know. Uh, I just think it's it's just the thing that Locke does a lot where, you know, one one person tries to get somebody to do something and it doesn't work out, and then somebody else does it, and then we get to, you know, then we can go say, okay, well, that's what he was trying to get to happen in the first place. Yeah. And to me, Occam's Razor, it, it doesn't make any sense that he would try to, that he would come to Ben and James and tell them similar things but want them to do different things. Like, he just has some amorphous plan for Ben that wasn't the same plan for, for, for Sawyer. Yeah. And I just think they should have been, he should have wanted the same thing. Okay. You know? Yeah. He tells Sawyer, you're the best liar ever since. And that's yeah. after he went to talk to the, the number one liar of all time. <laughs> that's so true. I just think, I just think it, it's too similar for it not to be uh, connected, you know? I agree. I agree. I just think there would have been, I just, I mean, I guess that's why they didn't have been go. It just couldn't have played out exactly the same if Ben actually went. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the whole thing with Sawyer and the double cross that came to nothing. Yes. Um, so so when Locke tells, you know, that whole thing when Sawyer says, you know, you didn't send me over there to find passengers, did you? He doesn't know. He says, well, in case you're interested, they're dead. Locke says, well, that's all. That's terrible. What happened? Right. So, so here you're saying if Locke killed them, then he's lying here. I, that's, I would have to say that, yes. I mean, Winmore yeah. said he didn't kill them either, so it looks like one of them's lying. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Locke clearly will lie at times. Uh, obviously, Widmore will too. So, it seems like a wash on that front. Mm-hmm. Uh, could go either way. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I'm, I, I find it easier to believe that Locke would kill them, and mm-hmm. I'm not that worried about the timing. Um. And he said he wanted to, and Widmore would just do it really just to clear out the island. I guess that's why Locke would sort of do it too, but... Well, um, I, I I guess we're just split on who did it. I, I think, I, I feel like the evidence to me is, is more on Widmore's side. I do think Locke, you know, all things being equal, I would say Locke, but I, I am concerned about the timeline. I'm con- You know, it is a show, you know, there's stuff we don't see, but the idea that he, you know... Uh, uh, rode over to the island, killed everyone real fast, and rode back right before Widmore showed up uh, is a little cumbersome to me. Not that they couldn't make that work, but I, I think that that's that's a bit much, I think, for me. Yeah. Uh, and I think Widmore has, has the number one reason to clear people out is because, he's, you know, they're they're doing experiments on that island. Right. Uh, he doesn't want all those people around bugging for a ride to safety, you know, right. back home. <laughs> right. Um, so, so I, at this point, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep thinking Woodmore did it, and I am gonna believe that uh, that Locke just had no idea that those people uh, those people were dead. Okay. Till uh, till further further info. I think it's a very, I I think it's a serious possibility that Woodmore did it. I'm not dead set against it. It's just that I'm leaning towards Locke. Yeah. Uh, to me, to me, it, it just it just. It just fits better. I, I, and two, yeah. Hey, I'm, hey, two groups of others theory. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all I'm going to say. That second group of others finally came out of the woodwork. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Good point. Oh, man. Uh, all right. So. We I better can... find out. Yeah. I'm, I'm irritated that they haven't told us yet. Like, who even cares? Just tell us. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe it doesn't matter who told them. Like, I don't think eh, it does matter, but I just want to know. Yeah. What were the writers thinking? You know, I really think – I'm trying to read their minds, and I'm really thinking they're thinking Locke did it, but I I want them to tell us. Mm-hmm. You know, just so I'll know. But I agree. In the end, it doesn't really matter because the story just isn't about them. Yeah. You know, like they matter as much as Caesar did. Oh, Caesar. Sorry, Caesar, but you were a red herring. He got he got to talk to Jack at the airport. <laughs> That's true. That made him seem really important. It really did. And he was exploring that station and Man, looking I'm at maps you, and if Ben wasn't around, Caesar would have been the next Jacob. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He was on the right path, man. He was—he was, he had the right amount of curiosity. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
he just, but I do have to say, you know, the fact that they landed on the Hydra Island gave them a, a quicker head start than, mm-hmm. than the original Losties who landed on the beach and stuff. Who, yes. You know, who didn't see obvious evidence of in, island, previous island inhabitants. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because they had an obvious station to look at, look in immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And it's a smaller area as well yeah. to explore, so it's easier to find stuff. i got to say, though, I still find it a little bit preposterous that they found the hatch door, that little tiny thing by dropping a flashlight and spent forever trying to open it. But, like, reasonably nearby, there's just a giant door at ground level. Yeah, but it's hidden. It's hidden, but it isn't that hidden. I mean, it's, like, as tall as a person, and... If they just walked around that area a little bit, it seems like they'd have to run into it. Yeah, but that's you know that's they. I, I would agree they would find it if they were looking for it. I you know if they weren't looking for it, you know. It, I think the idea is both. It's pretty. It's pretty well hidden. That's that's my take on it. Yeah, it's just every time I see it, it's like how could you not see that door? It's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's sort of covered up, but I don't know. It's like it's way more obvious than the actual hatch door was. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely more obvious. So just it's surprising that they found that first and obsessed about it, and even you know went so far as to blow it up. And by the time they got in there, it was like, oh, there's this front door. Mhm. Which they couldn't have got in that way anyway. They couldn't have got in, but it would have been you know, <laughs> it would have been a different story if they could have just knocked on the front door. Yeah, which, and you, you know, there would have been no light shining from the shaft. Yes. Maybe. That's true. It would have just been a, you know, a, a door light turning on or something. Yeah, yeah. No, the hatch was cooler. I'll give him that. Listen, don't rewrite the show, okay? <laughs> All right. All right, let's go to the next scene. I wouldn't dare. Okay. Uh, I, I have to say, I just having Jen just like standing around during the scenes is really weird. <laughs> you mean just the fact that he's here, or the fact he's not doing anything? Both. Okay. It's just like they kidnapped Jen, and now he's just gonna like stand in the background for this craziness. Like, is that? They don't need him yet. I guess okay. they will at some point. Okay, I hope so, because it doesn't seem like they've gotten much out of him yet. Yeah. So, next scene, Zoe and Jen walk outside where Widmore's team has set up a large chamber. They enter uh, the control room. Zoe tells Seamus that Widmore wants to run the test now. They start up the generator for tests. They power up the system, but something is wrong. Seamus sends a guy to go check the solenoids. Seamus makes an aside to a scary white, white, uh, white rabbit named Angstrom and tells the rabbit it's next. That's yeah. that scene. Yikes. Nothing much there. We'll all continue. The tech, uh, the technician enters the chamber, uh, which is a large room flanked by two large magnetic coils and a single chair between them. The technician scans the coils for problems. Back in the control room, another tech realizes the problem is a bad breaker on the generator and hastily flips the breaker on. The coils switch on and blast the technician with magnetic energy. Zoe and Seamus yell to turn the generator off, and everyone runs outside to check on the technician. They answer to find him dead. Woodmore arrives with Desmond, asking if they're ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a dead body here. Are we ready to proceed? Uh, anything stopping us, guys? 
I don't see any problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know, you know, walking into a kitchen asking if dinner is ready and, like, the kitchen's on fire. Or yeah, it's like, exactly. It's going to be five more minutes before dinner is ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it time to eat or what? What is my pork chops? Uh, yeah, I Winmore. Winmore is gonna do his plan. He's he's not. Yeah. Uh, this does make it clear, you know. He's if people have to die for him to carry out his plan, that's you know that's no big deal to him. Yeah. And this was just a stupid death. Like it was totally unnecessary. Bud Tech has to feel pretty bad about that. Like, did he not remember his his, his co-worker was just sent to the chamber? Yeah. <laughs> I found the problem here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was bad, and it seemed like it seemed like they were a little slow to tell him to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Like they were watching. It was like, no, wait, and then they look at the screen. Oh God, that's interesting. But stop it, stop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just too. I don't know. They didn't react fast enough. Yeah, they were trying to see what was going on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, those white rabbits with the red eyes, they're just creepy. Dude, and this rabbit had some extra creepiness to it. Uh, I don't know what it was, and I don't know if the other rabbits have this. I don't remember noticing, but it had some, like, nodule <laughs> under under its under its head. Did you notice that? Wasn't that wasn't that just a paw? I don't think that was a paw, because it, it wasn't. It was like right under its head. It wasn't like where its legs are. I thought it was sort of standing with one paw up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the the traditional rabbit pose. <laughs> standing with one paw up. No, my friend, I think you should look at that again. I I, I don't think it was standing with one paw up. <laughs> Although Locke is known for getting very good animal actors, I don't uh, I don't know if Nixon uh, was was uh, trained at the Royal Academy, which is uh, where you'd need to. No, if you look at it, you can see all four paws down. It's, you can specifically see its front two paws are down, and this nodule thing hanging <laughs> off of it. I don't know what it is. I've never seen that before. Well, I really. You can see the the right front paw. Yes, you can see both front paws down. on the ground. On the ground. It just it is not yeah, a it looks like like when it, when you tell a dog to shake hands. Yeah, like yeah, that's what it looks don't like. Do that. Rabbits don't do that. Rabbits <laughs> don't do that. Why not? Because you're thinking of dogs. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What is a rabbit again? <laughs> this scary thing, red eyes. <laughs> Nodule in front. Yeah, you look at it. It's got some some growth, some something. It's. I've never seen this on a rabbit. I'm not a rabbitologist, though, so what can I say? <laughs> I hope there's no such thing as a rabbitologist. Well, I hope there is. How else do you know how to study rabbits? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just It disturbs me that someone, someone would only study rabbits. If you're going to study rabbits, like, why not, uh, I don't know. Exactly. Other similar-sized mammals. Other other small rodents. Well, because then that that's a bigger major of, of rodentology. 
Oh, okay. That's, that's the general study of our uh, rabbitology is, is is more of a specialty. Okay, it's a specialized subfield. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a difference between you know being a doctor and being a you know a cardiologist. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. I buy it now. Well, why wouldn't you? It's plausible. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what was going on. Well, obviously, I thought it was a paw, but... Um... It's not a paw. <laughs> Believe me. Any <laughs> rational explanation went through my head, and it's just... I don't know what that is. I wanted him to poke it. <laughs> see, if the, see if the rabbit says, ow. And what's the deal with exposing rabbits to electromagnetism? You know, I I assume this was going to be the same kind of thing that uh, Dan did with uh, with his with his rats. Oh um, yeah. I I assume they were going to you know the, the 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 test would have been before putting Desmond in there they would have put this rabbit in there. But see, the problem is the rabbit's consciousness should have shifted to the time side the, the flash sideways, and I don't know how they would have been able to test that. <laughs> Unless the rabbit comes back saying, I felt love. <laughs> and now I lament being only a rabbit, incapable of <laughs> truly perceiving this emotion. Okay, I'm looking at the rabbit now, and... Look at the up when Seamus is talking to him. Are you sure? Are you sure that's not a left paw? Dude, I am looking at the picture. I can see I can see three paws. I see its front two paws and its back right paw. Yeah. And I have to, you know, it's not his back left paw, obviously. You can see his front. You can see his left I can front see, paw. I could, yeah, I can see both of them. Where? In the shot. If you look at the shot where, when it's sort of a close up when Seamus is talking to the rabbit. Um, what what time is that? Like it's three thirty thirty. I gotta get a look at this. Three thirty something. Okay, that's just the top half of the rabbit. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, three. Oh my god! It's like yeah, it did. looks like the rabbit like grew its own ascot. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a gentleman rabbit, of course. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it did. It looked like it grew something around its neck, and uh, I don't. I don't know what that is. I don't want to know, actually. I don't either. God, that's weird. Yeah, it's not a paw. When I was looking from far away, I see the two paws in front. You're right. It can't be one of those. God, ugh, ugh. What's wrong with this rabbit? Why did it did get it? these scary rabbit things? Dude, I don't even know. Oh, my God. Wow. That's disturbing to look at. Yeah. Wow. Let's, let's stop talking about wow. it. Wow. Yeah, please, please. I, I I, really just thought it was a paw. Mm-hmm. Your, your mind was trying to protect you from the truth. It was. It was I was in denial. I just didn't yeah, want to believe. Him, hey, just tell him it's a paw. Just tell him it's a paw. <laughs> Move on. Wow. Wow. Anyway, yes. Uh, uh, oh, you know, I wasn't thinking what Dan did, actually. Um, I was thinking what Dr. Chang did um, mm-hmm. in the Orchid video. Um, yeah. 
which which I think was just make the bunny time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the same thing Dan did. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. I think I think yeah. I mean I think that's pretty much the same thing. Dan didn't use rabbits. That's right. Uh, he just had the rat. But I think the idea is I, you know, I think it's supposed to mirror whatever. That's so weird to have movie. like a rat consciousness time travel. <laughs> I can't Why? believe you did that. That sounds that sounds reasonable to me. <laughs> okay, well I. What can I say? I'm just I'm I'm incredulous. Open your mind. I mean, I don't. I I agree that like, why not? If you can have a human consciousness travel, why not a rat consciousness? It's just, mm-hmm. it just seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, animals really are the pioneers of science, usually, huh? I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Is there really a flash sideways angstrom? <laughs> Who, who has the thing he always wanted more than anything else, which might be to not have that nodule. <laughs> not have the nodule. <laughs> He's like, fuck you guys. I'm not going back to the island. I don't want that nodule. <laughs> He's the only one that votes no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Sawyer's like, why does the rabbit get a vote? Why is Bugs Bunny voting out there? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, wow. Yeah, so that's crazy. Let's keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So this all is pretty straightforward in terms of what's going on here. The coils create electromagnetism. Yes. And they just blast what's ever in between them. Right. Pretty straightforward. Right. Oh, I just want to point out that uh, from Geronimo Jack's beard in this scene. Jen is supposed to be shitting himself. When he is watching the guy yeah. get, get fried? Yeah. Oh, really? The script says Jen shits himself. Yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, Daniel Day Kim really uh, pulled that one off. I didn't get that sense. <laughs> I didn't either, but I thought it was an interesting detail that I never would have known was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of surprising, considering, you know, Jen has seen a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is going to make him shit himself? Apparently. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's definitely seen a lot. Yeah, considering that, like, when they're watching the monitor, it goes out pretty quickly, you know, so he doesn't even see what happens to the guy until they get into the chamber and the guy's already dead. Like, what's yeah. he shit himself over there? That's, that's a little surprising. It is. It is. Maybe that's why they didn't play it like that, because it didn't really fit with the scene. Makes sense, yeah. The other people were, you know, surprised, but they weren't, you know. They're not Jim, though. They didn't yeah, time travel think. to when Rousseau's team was there. And, yeah. And then back, I mean, joined Dharma in the 70s and then, like, set, you know, helped set off yeah. a hydrogen bomb and then, and then, like, team up with a smoke monster who looks like their old friend Locke and, you know, et cetera, Yeah, that's et cetera. the thing. My point was, since since they're not even freaking out, it would be weird if he was freaking out. Right. It's like, for the for the tone of the scene, I think everyone was kind of on the same page. I don't think they, they were freaking out. Well, no, 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 no. Of course, they were freaking out because it was an accident. But yeah. they weren't, like, you know, above and beyond that, they weren't freaking out. Right, right. And I just mean, I feel like everyone was kind of reacting with the same tone, and it would have been weird if he's the only one, like, holy shit, oh, my God, like... <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, he's just he's he's pale with with fear or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. Yeah. That would have been weird. Yeah. Uh, but interesting tidbit though. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's nice when you hear what's in the script. Yeah. Gives you a different perspective. I, I from what I've heard of the scripts, they do tend to be kind of over the top. Like they push, you know, they make the emotion of every scene really, really, really high. Mhm. You know. And then they just dial it back when they shoot. And... Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, next thing. Uh, mm, I don't think that I don't think that bunny's ever gonna go in there. No, 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 no. The bunny's safe. <laughs> He doesn't have to worry about this. I think, uh, yeah, Desmond basically saved him. Yeah. Moving oh, really, to the timetable. Time yeah, just no no time for the timetable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to ask, are we supposed to think that they brought all this equipment with them on the sub, or was that building there already? Man. Well, the building, the, the building itself, well, the control room, I called it, um, that obviously was there. That part was but a hydra, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a hydra. But the, uh, uh, the chamber, the, yeah. like, yeah, the, where the coils are, I think they built that, yeah. So they brought all that on the sub? I have to assume they brought that on the sub. Okay. Um, Damn. Yeah, no, no they, but that was the thing. I kept seeing, like, I remember in the other shots in this the, this part of the episode, seeing how many people Widmore brought. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> Like you brought a lot of people. Like yeah. It was a big operation, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been a big sub. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna bring that that room built. Uh, it's all they need is you know wood to to make that cube, and yeah. then to bring the uh, the the coils, which aren't that big. Yeah. That's not. That's not. It's not inconceivable. I really just mean the people, like the number of people they got in the sub. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know how do you load things off of a sub uh, besides through the the, the the top. That little hole in the top. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That would be. That would be problematic. I think. It would. Yeah. Unless, the, but I mean, they would have to have some other kind of. Uh, maybe maybe you can put the sub in dry dock somehow and. Oh, there's there's another big door or cargo door somewhere. There should be. I, I could see how they loaded the stuff on that way. I don't know how they would have done that when they got to the to the Hydra, but yeah. Oh well, I don't think that's important. It's a minor issue. I was just curious. I was curious how much of this was supposed to be Dharma stuff, basically. Yeah. So we're thinking, uh, you know, just the, the control that- room. Yeah, the fact that the the you know it had a big generator and and those coils. I mean, if they told us some of that stuff was already there and they kind of like you know retrofitted it to what they needed, I'd buy it. But I I I think they brought it with them. Okay. Yeah, I pretty much do too. Oh, and I have to say, uh, Seamus comes across much more convincing in this scene than he does when he's got like. Night vision goggles on and a gun. Yeah, yeah. When, he's, when he's being a scientist, he's really convincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he fits that role quite well. I, it's yeah, a it weird idea like if, for Widmore's team. It would be like if Kimi was, you know, <laughs> he's a mercenary, but like he's got to play the role of the scientist when we first see him, and it's like well, you're weird. Yeah, that would have been weird. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I just think it's it's interesting that they went with this angle of Widmore just brings a science team. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he didn't he didn't really bring mercenaries. Yeah. Like I just I don't know. Well, I, I would say because what he needs to do, he doesn't need them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so, but it just has a consequence that when they have to do some of these missions, some of these like kind of special ops missions, they just come across a little bit inept. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and again, I, I'd go back to my theory that um, that Widmore, you know, that maybe Widmore killed the, the GRP will, you know, they weren't, he wasn't thinking anyone would be over there on the, on that, on that island. Oh. Oh, really? Then maybe they got surprised. I mean, he should have known, he should have known that the Ajira plane was there. So he should have known that it... Well, he should have known that there the were people s- on the plane got back to the island. Yeah. I don't know what he knew about the whereabouts of the plane, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's now... Mm. He shouldn't know that it landed safely. <sighs> if he does know that, I don't know how he knows that. Let me think. Yeah, you're right. I guess he shouldn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But he could have at least, like, I mean, he knew the Ajira plane was sort of headed there. So it seems like he could have at least anticipated that, you know, there might, that, you know, it might be there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that doesn't mean that it landed on the Hydra Island. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he pro, I'm guessing he didn't know about the runway. That was definitely after his time. Yeah. And I can't wait till they tell it. I mean, it was, just, was it just Jacob told them to build a runway? I have my best guess. Jacob knew the future? He's not supposed to know the future. Well. <laughs> but we already agreed on that. He doesn't know the future, but he's just very intuitive. Hmm. Is that a, is that, does that mean the same as knowing the future? I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, not really. It does, it does seem like he's, he is very intuitive, uh, you know, if if not, if he doesn't know the future. Mm-hmm. You know, he's definitely come across that way in numerous scenes. Yeah. So, although there is a difference between what we've seen where it seems like he anticipates events, you know, a little bit before they happen, and this, which is like, you know, three years before it happens. Mhm. Plus, like, it seems like Jacob didn't. Well, unless unless son, I guess Alana should have survived. He would probably want that to happen. So by the plane crash. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking, you know, the people who transported off of there, you know, maybe that was all that mattered. But he he did want Alana to survive, so. And he also seemed to know that Locke was coming. It's 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 weird with Jacob. You don't want to say he knew the future, but it kind of seems like he did. Why do you say he knew Locke was coming? Well, because he acted like it. Like, as soon as he walks in, as soon as he walks in, he knows who he is and what he's there to do. As soon as you're using pronouns. <laughs> as, soon as, Jacob, as soon as Locke and Ben walk into the statue, Jacob immediately okay. knows that that's that that's that this is it's time for the loophole. He's about uh-huh. to get killed, and that you know that's what this is. Yeah. 
And to me, I would call that I would call that definitely intuition. I mean, I think if your nemesis shows up, you would be able to see through whatever form he he has, and you know why he's there, and you know if someone walks in to your temple uninvited, it's not it's not good news. Um, so I, I think yeah, I think he's smart enough to to put those things together. That's to me the you know a mile away from the the, the runway stuff. Yeah, okay. You know, somebody, I mean, you know, your nemesis shows up, what do you expect them to do? You know, we're going to have a little chat. You brought Ben <laughs> here for a little, you know, you brought Ben here for a little chat? No, I don't think so. Um, and also, like, I feel like, you know, the, the candidates are there to replace him, you know, and it seemed like he was making very specific preparations for the candidates, which suggests to me that he expected to die, you know, within the reasonable future. Yeah, but what's weird about that to me is he spent so long trying to trying to find the candidates. I don't know if it's just a coincidence or what that, you know, the one that the final six were the ones who basically came on the plane most recently, or not most recently, but came on A15, um, versus all the other names that he had on there, you know. So I don't know how, I don't know what, how strong of a correlation to make between that he's looking for candidates, but how, how to correlate that between, you know, he's looking for candidates with he knows he's going to die soon, you know. Because I feel like at the very least he's going to want to try to find a candidate anyway for whatever reason he thinks he's going to need one. You know, and I guess that could be he knows, the, like he thinks Locke is going to, you know, the man in black is going to succeed at some point or Jacob is mortal somehow in the long run, and he thinks somehow he'll need to be replaced. Like, I'm not sure. That's one question I'd like to know is, was he trying to find a candidate because he knew he was going to die, or was he trying to find a, a candidate to replace him just in general, like just in case he, he dies? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I also got the impression from the Richard scene that he didn't have to let Ben kill him. So... So I, I also feel like him being killed was part of his plan, which again would suggest that he knew it was going to happen. Um, well, yeah. we can go back and forth all day at that because I mean, you know, he he tried to get Saeed healed, that didn't work. What does that have to do with his plan? You know? Yeah. Um, I I I feel like I don't want to believe Jacob knows the future. I, I think there might be some things he knows because of other circumstances, not specifically that he just generally knows the future. That's too easy. Uh, and there's been a lot of cases where it didn't seem like he knew the future. He's been, he's been wrong. He de- I, I don't want to say I don't want to say that he just really knows the future, but it, it, it does seem like he has he has certain things that he's just he's very good at being right about what's going to happen at times. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe that's as strongly as I can put it. And I think there's a difference between being right about people and what they're going to do and being right about events and how they unfold. Because being right about people is easier. Yeah. So, Uh, I mean, I guess I would say, you know, that he just – he wanted to make a runway just in case. You know, maybe he didn't specifically, you know, have have in mind what it was going to be used for, but he thought, you know – in the event that, you know, I want to bring a plane here again, it'll be nice to have a, a runway to land on instead of it crashing. Yeah, I don't buy that, but that's a, that's an explanation. Well, it at least doesn't require that he knows the future. 
Yeah, it just requires that he's just an arbitrary re- retard. Like, I just want to do this, but that's the reason. Well, I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, if he's bringing people to the island and he doesn't want them to die, I mean, it does seem like, you know. Well, but, he, but the people he brought in the first plane crash didn't die, the people that he wanted. Like, you know, 40-something people survived. If he wants them to survive the plane crash, they can do that. This, you know. He, he he got you know. Kate it's early not clear to me that that's the case. I mean, it really seemed like a lot of the people were just dying just because he didn't want to intervene. Well, nevertheless, a ton of people survived that plane crash who really should not have survived. So something happened uh, that made them all survive. And the same thing with uh, you know. The fact that the you know Jack and Kate and Hurley were just vanished off of uh, off of the Ajira flight. I mean, I feel like if he wants people to survive, they can survive. I don't think he needs the runway for that. Doesn't mean it's not a good idea to build a runway. It obviously worked out, but um, uh, I'd want things to be less arbitrary than that. So it's like he didn't want anyone on the Black Rock to survive. He didn't want anyone that he brought before that to survive. What do you mean? I mean, it really didn't come across that way to me. What? I didn't say he didn't want people to survive. That's what you just said. No, I didn't say that. You just said if he wants them to survive, they will, and they didn't, so he must not have wanted them to survive. No, no, no. That's a logical fallacy. No, it's not. It's it's logically equivalent to say, if you say if P, then Q, it's logically equivalent to say if not Q, then not P. Okay. Well, Those are the same statement. Okay, that's fine. But but you know that he can't. He doesn't want to intervene. So that's a reason why he might not save those people. Okay. Well, again, then then that then that would be then that would be why he would build the runway. True. Okay. You know, again, again, I I think it's t- perfectly reasonable for him to build the runway if he wants to save those people. It doesn't explain why he knows to build the runway. That's my point. Is he doesn't need the – I don't feel like Jacob needs the runway. Need, I don't think he needs some, you know, safeguard or some some safety net in order to get people to survive on the island. I feel like if he wants them to survive, then they will. And, again, and with your, your – your, your, Okay, um, so that's – yeah, so turning that around, around if they yeah. didn't survive, he didn't want them to survive. I wouldn't say that. But they're the same statement. <laughs> you, if I, you're going to say one, you have to say the other. No, They're, I don't have to because I won't. <laughs> they because, mean the same thing. No, I don't feel like they do. I I I feel like there is there is some difference between 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 him 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 wanting certain people. If he to wants survive, them to survive, then they will. Okay. Then so they, or I say now, then they now can. you tell How me. How about that? How about that? Then they can survive. Not that they will, but that they can. Okay. That's my. That's the difference. That they can survive. Because because you have to also input into that idea the fact that he doesn't want to intervene. Yes. Okay. And if we didn't have that, I would totally agree with you. If we didn't have the idea he didn't want to intervene, I would say if he wants you to survive, you will survive, and I would try to come up with examples where that's true. But I think there are examples where people didn't survive, you know. Um, and, and the thing with the Black Rock is I don't know what he wanted to <laughs> Rock. He seemed to make the, the ship come there. He didn't even do anything when it got there. Richard was the only one left, and he didn't even know he was around. So, you know, I don't know what to do with the Black Rock with this scenario. 
Right. So that gives me the sense, like, if if he doesn't want to, you know, directly intervene, but he wants, you know, he doesn't want a situation like the Black Rock to happen where basically just everyone dies. Like, I could see him saying, okay, you know, I'll build a runway. That'll make it e- easier for more people to survive a plane crash if, you know, if I want to make that happen. Uh, yeah, and I, that is a perfectly reasonable thing, but, but it just – there's so many extenuating circumstances, like – He's got to assume there's a pilot who's going to find that runway. You know, he's got to like all like it's just it, it's just not nice and neat. Even even with that setup of him wanting it to be easier for people to land, it's just there's all these other things that have to come into play for that to even matter. And there's been so many instances where people, you know, I feel like the majority of people who come to the island do survive. You know, when they get there, they might die shortly thereafter. Uh, for other reasons, uh, but a lot of people have survived getting to the island. That, that hasn't been that big of a problem. Actually, it's been a problem that people keep coming to the island, it seems like. Yes. You know. Yes. And, you know, and if... And if, if um, but in terms of, like, he's, you know, he's sending someone there. I mean, eventually he ends up sending someone there specifically on a plane, Mm-hmm. That I don't think he wants to die. Like, why risk putting him in a plane crash? You know what I mean? Like, I guess what you're saying is he can just sort of save them if he wants. I I would say yeah. I don't I don't know of any reason why he couldn't. You know, now the the people who phased you know had a whole thing with the '70s and the whole thing of they left the island and all that stuff. So they are special and unique. I wouldn't want to attribute what happened to them to something that can happen to the other passengers, but uh, I think it's in the realm of possibility that if he wanted Alana, if he needed Alana and something had happened, uh, that, that he would have protected her, you know, if she's that important. Otherwise, I guess the reason the answer would be she wasn't that important. Mm-hmm. Or, he, or he, you know, she was that important, but not enough for him to intervene. Right. I just, you know, I, like I said, I don't have a problem with the idea that he says, hey, maybe one day we need a runway. I just think it's really arbitrary. Yeah. To say, we need a runway on the Hydra, let's build that with no foreknowledge that we'll, we'll need a runway or that he's even planning to, to send a plane or, you know, I, I just, I want it to be more than he just decides he wants to do that. I mean, he brings people to the Island, you know, that's, that's what he does in his own words. So mm-hmm. the idea that he would never bring a plane again after Oceanic 815, I mean, I feel like, I feel like that's in, you know, that's in the, that's going to happen you know, that's a guarantee, basically. Okay, well, but is it a it's a guarantee he's going to bring another plane? I think so. Yeah, pretty much. Why? I mean, basically, he We've only knows three planes to ever come to the island. He he brought. I mean, my sense was that he would bring. You know, he would bring the transportation vessels of the time for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, so in so in the 1800s it was a boat. You know, mm-hmm. but in 2004 it's a plane. Yeah, you know? but of course, yeah, and he's brought he, and, and other people have come other ways to the island, and it's—I just don't think it's a guarantee it'd be another plane. Yeah, I mean that's not literally a guarantee, but it's at least like very, very reasonable to to, to think that that's going to happen. And in fact, it did. The first, but so, the first plane was—you know—it would be correct. Plane, but here's the thing: the first plane, the reason it was even it even happened that way was because of Desmond. The second plane only came because of what happened with the first plane. 
you know, like he wasn't bringing those people just, just to bring them like a, another group of people. These were people who were coming back to right wrongs and like, people he was sending there on purpose. So no, I, he think he, I think he brought the A15 people there on purpose as well. Yeah, but if Desmond hadn't pressed the button, then the plane would have kept going. Well, I know. I mean, like like I tried to say, it's, you know, just like just like with the Black Rock and, you know, it was, just, it was a storm that tossed them there. And that's sort of what happened to Desmond. Like, it really seems like, you know, the thing that actually makes them, and like the reason the people were on the boat or the reason the people were on the plane was, it made sense. Like, they didn't need Jacob to explain it. But in some way, you know, he's influencing the choices people are making. And so somehow, you know, the things that happened that resulted in Desmond not pushing the button and the plane crashing were in some way influenced by Jacob, I think, is -hmm. the idea. You know, so it's not like it's not like he steps in and just like zaps the plane down. It's it's like, I mean, it's vague. I mean, they haven't really explained how it works, but somehow he influences the choices that lead to them getting on the island. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it's just, like, are you really saying you don't, don't think, think he brought the A fifteen people there? No, no. I think he he was definitely responsible for them being on the plane. He was responsible for them the choices that they made in in terms of getting to that place in their lives. Um, but it was Desmond who didn't press the button, and I don't know what would have happened if he if he had pressed it. I don't know if that even matters. Um, yeah. But I just think I just think yeah, Jacob does bring people to the island, but for you know for most of the island's history, it, it seems like you know that we've seen, you know, people do come to the island somewhat frequently, but not really, you know, but 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 pretty sparsely. Um. And I, I, I just wouldn't say it's a guarantee that he, he's going to bring more people to the island via plane, but hopefully we'll get some explanation of that runway. Um, I think uh, I, I, it's just weird to me that um, he would just decide to do that uh, and that he didn't want to do that before. Why not build a runway before, you know? Why, why, why now build a runway? Well, I mean, my best guess is just based on, you know, based on what happened with the plane that crashed, you know, that, you know, more people, more people will survive or the people you care about will be more likely to survive if there's a runway than if they just, you know, the plane breaks apart and they have to, you know, they crash yeah, in the water and all that. that. But he should have known that before. That's not, that's nothing you couldn't imagine that if I bring a plane to the island, there's no place for it to land. It's going to have to crash. I mean, it seemed like with Richard, he he didn't necessarily think of the obvious sometimes, and he just had to learn from experience. Like he he seems a little bit naive, and so uh, like I you know it, like with Richard, like it, it took that to figure out you know everyone besides Richard who had come to the island was dead at that point, and he it hadn't really occurred to him like what the problem was. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I really, I mean, I, to me, it, it seems consistent that, you know, he cra- the, he crashes a plane there and, like, it's it's kind of a disaster in certain ways. And, and then he would say, okay, you know, if I want to do that again, it, it'd be nice to have a runway. Yeah. You know, it'd be safer. Hey, it makes sense. It makes sense. I still think it's fairly arbitrary of a decision to make, uh, but... It's definitely a reason that he could decide to do it. Jacob learned from mistakes. That's that's fine. I, I'll just I'll just add, in terms of Jacob knowing stuff, um, the scene where he's sitting there before Locke comes out the window. 
that that's the other scene that where it sort of looks like he knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, he definitely he definitely seemed to know where people were. Like he seemed to be able to, I don't know what, but find people wherever they are. You know, he shows up to people at very specific times and places. So he's got that going for him. You know, did he know Kate was going to steal that lunchbox, you know, before she did it? Was mm-hmm. that why he was there? You know, I don't know. Uh, he definitely he definitely seemed to know. But, you know, he's waiting. And the thing about Locke was, Locke was already, his, the thing about that was, Locke had already been on the island. So that changed what? that for me. No, Locke hadn't been on the island. Well, Locke was on the island in the 50s. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I mean, he had already had exposure with Locke, and so I think a lot of that weirdness with Locke can, is a separate, is an isolated case. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I see. I see. Oh, but then again, the people, t- you know, people from the Egyptian time traveled to the 70s, so... You know, mm-hmm. that's an avenue for him to sort of know about it in a, sim- in a similar way. You know, to, to yeah, knowing yeah. about Locke. Hey, that's fine. If if that's why he knows about it, that, that I will totally buy that. I mean, really, I'm just making wild guesses. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. No, I mean, to me, to me, that's plausible. I, I, just, I want him to have a concrete reason why he's going to build a runway. And if the reason is... You know, he, you know, when Jack and Kate and Hurley came into the 70s, somehow he read their minds or he knew that they came on a plane, you know, which, oh, there's so many time paradoxes here, uh, where he needs to build a runway because he knows <laughs> that they already needed one. Well, if that's how he knew about Locke, I mean, it would be the same kind of thing. Well, no, because with Locke, he, he's not interfering with anything. He's not like... You know, he's not pushing Locke out of the window, so he knows when Locke gets pushed out of the window. You know. Yeah. The other thing would be he. I, I guess the runway. similarity would be if he if he like put a mattress out there for Locke yeah. to land on or something. Exactly. Yeah, he's not doing that. Yeah. So it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah, but similar in terms of like knowing, you know, like yeah. like if that's the way he knows. Yeah, if, that's the thing. If that's the way he knows, that's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, the arbitrariness doesn't bother me because Jacob seems a little bit arbitrary to me. Like, he, mm-hmm. he does a lot of things that don't really strike me as being specifically necessary. You know, so I guess... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and it just, it, just, it just doesn't bother me. It just doesn't bother me to, like, one day wake up and say, oh, I'll build a runway. I, like, I don't know. I don't, why, yeah, why don't you want him to be arbitrary like that? Like, I guess uh, I, because to me, to, to me, the other thing, like, I don't know what examples you might have of him being arbitrary in other ways, but, like, I, I just want it to be consistent. I don't care who you are as a character. I want you to be logical, and I want you to be consistent. doesn't mean you have to be, but that's what I want. And I think the other stuff he does, he seems like he's got a plan, he's got a purpose. Uh, the runway thing, if he doesn't know that he needs it, to me it's just, it's just arbitrary. It's not part of his plan to have it, unless they say he was planning to bring a plane again, you know. Right. Which, is, which a plane did come, so that's fine. Uh, but it just seems like did he know about the plane or was he just planning for one to come and, hey, here's one that came. I don't know. Right. 
I mean, I guess but, uh, I, it's it's yeah. I mean, sort of what happened with the BlackRock and and you know, he just it seemed like he just he sat around the statue and just like weaved stuff and you know, it, it didn't really it, it didn't really seem to me like he necessarily like he necessarily had a specific plan at the time. Like he just sort of had this general idea of like bringing people there to prove the man in black wrong, you know? Well, that was in the 1800s. I think by the time the others are going and by the time a 15 crew gets there, he should know what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. I think he knows what he's doing by then. In the 1800s. Yeah. When he's first setting up Richard being the advisor and all that stuff. Yeah. I think he definitely doesn't have his plan uh, in place, but, but uh, by you know by 2004 and all that stuff, you know he uh, if he did, he didn't have his plan by then. I don't know you know what is, what is his deal, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I mean, what what other stuff do you think Jacob's arbitrary about? Um, you know, it just I, I mean the the onk with the note in it and the guitar case, like like all that just seems totally unnecessary to me. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, uh, okay. That's a different sort of thing, but I see what you're saying. Like it just, I, he's, he's. I mean, yeah. I, I. What am I trying to say? Like, I guess to me, it's not, it's not as arbitrary as it could be. I mean, I mean, the idea that the idea he he, I think he brought at least one plane there, and he brings people there in general, I think. And the idea that he would want to bring another plane doesn't seem that arbitrary. I mean, it's at least, it's at least in line with his general sort of, you know, it's, it's in line with what he does that he would want to bring another plane. It is, it is in line with what he does to bring people to the island. I would say that. Yes. How they get there, I think. I, I think. But do we have evidence that like he's got something against planes? I mean, why do you why no. do you think he would only want to bring one plane ever? I'm like, just saying, I don't think it's necessarily a given that he's ever going to bring another plane. Okay, I don't think it's a given, but it, I don't think it's totally arbitrary either. I yeah, no, I don't think it's arbitrary he'd bring a plane. I think it's arbitrary he'd build a runway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, I guess I'm saying if it's not arbitrary that he might bring a plane, then it's not necessarily arbitrary that he would, you know, build a runway for that hypothetical plane. Because it's like, okay, well, why not, you know, why not build a, build a shipping lane? A boat ramp or something? To come in. Yeah. yeah, why not, you know, why not make it where everyone who comes has some sort of safe way to land, you know? Yeah. But that's why I, I don't feel like it's some general thing he's trying to do just in case he brings another plane. Honestly, it needs to be because he knew Ajira was coming. That that needs to be the reason why that runway was built. I, uh, I, I, do, I, I, I think it is. It's just the only yeah. problem with that is worrying about you know whether he knows the future and all that. You know. Yeah. That's that, and I like I don't want to say that. I mean, the only reason I brought up the arbitrary thing is just so I wouldn't have to say that he knows the future. Yeah. You know, and like I guess to me, like it doesn't it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me that he would just say, "Oh, I'll build a runway." I don't know. I mean, you know. <laughs> People are yeah, arbitrary. It's not like yeah, everyone yeah, doesn't do everything me. for a specific purpose. You know, you, people make contingency but plans, but they do, and they, they make arbitrary contingency to. plans where they don't plan for every possible contingency. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, like to me, it's not. It's not that crazy. 
Or I guess in fiction okay. it's a little weird. It's but. not that crazy, but in the but I you could, name another thing like that where Jacob has just arbitrarily did a plan, made someone do an involved plan that he was you know he wasn't quite sure he needed it, but he was going to do that. You know, I just I don't see that happening a lot. You know. Okay. Now he does. He can be wrong about things, obviously, uh, which again makes it seem like he doesn't know the future explicitly. Yes. Um, yeah. I just think telling people, telling others to go build a runway, and he doesn't know for sure. He's, he 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 doesn't have any plans in the works to bring another plane, and he's not sure if he ever will. I think that is an arbitrary thing to do. Okay. Doesn't mean he can't do it, and doesn't mean it's not just busy work for the others just in case he needs it one day. <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well. All right. So. It's just yeah. Arbitrary is fine. I just don't want that to be the answer. I okay, want the answer okay. to be concrete. I want it to be a plan. I want it to be thought out. I don't want. I don't want anything to be a whim. You know. I. It, <laughs> you know. Sometimes it's interesting in a movie or TV if something big happens on a whim. You know. The the pop tart. You know. The toaster goes off and. Someone gets shot. Uh, you know that's that's interesting. Right. Uh, you know, no right. one planned for that to happen, but uh, right. But like in general, the last episode, but you know, I want things to be planned. Like when Jen decides to leave the camp, and that's what set, like triggers the entire sequence yeah. of events in the episode. Yeah. You know, it's um. I mean, it's not totally arbitrary. Obviously, he wanted to see Sun the whole time, mm-hmm. but. You know, the fact that he picked that particular anyway. That I see what you mean. I guess it's just. The arbitrariness doesn't bother me as much as it does you. I guess. Yeah, that's the only difference. Like I don't care if I, if if he didn't know, that doesn't really bother me very much. I I'm okay with that. Um, but 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 I actually think the idea is supposed just, to be that he specifically planned for the plan. Yeah, I agree. We're talking a lot about something that doesn't matter. But just in terms <laughs> of writing a character, I just don't. I don't see writing a character doing something and they don't know. They're just doing it for an arbitrary reason. Like, and then Jacob tells the others to build a runway just because. You know, like, that's that's why you have, like, I just don't see that being your motivation. To come I, up with, it's you know a little I mean? bit more than just because, but okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I just don't see when you're coming up with character motivations that you say, that you don't come up with a specific reason why he's doing it. You just say, well, he might bring a plane in the future. That's why he's doing it. Yeah. Which, again, that could be good enough, but I feel like yeah. he wants to be I mean, stronger. Okay. So, you know, look, the, I think the reality is the writers wrote it because of the mm-hmm. airplane. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, basically that's, that is the motivation for doing it, whether whoever knew that or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, it's it's and okay. The, the only problem to me with saying Jacob did it is that I don't. He clearly doesn't seem to know the future. So how did he know? And and but you know so like that bot like somehow that bothers me more than arbitrariness does. <laughs> like I yeah, didn't no, no. just how say ah oh, fuck it I'll just build a runway. How does he know bothers me more too? And I I you know I am satisfied with the idea that. It's it's not because he knew the future, but because he knew uh, events in the past, you know, uh, and uh, the whole thing with those guys going to the seventies, and any you know all that stuff related. I I want to I want to think gives him hints about what happens in the future, and he can plan yeah. accordingly. Yeah, it's definitely a bit paradoxical because he was the one. I mean, they came from the plane, <laughs> like he knew to build a runway because yeah. He yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's a little, 
Yeah. It's like he's got he's got what, like thirty years to build this runway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really weird. It's like if it's like he almost can't not build it. Yeah. Right? Because almost I mean, them getting back to the seventies is fine because they just vanished from the plane. But right. The people who actually land like need that runway. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I guess the idea would be if he, if the runway is never built, then <laughs> then the the people flash off the plane, and then the uh, the plane crashes. Plane crashes. Probably more yeah. of them die, and who knows what I goes think, from there. I think I think everyone dies. You know, all the not all the red shirted year people die. Everyone else survives. That's my version of what would happen. <laughs> Alana, Bram, Frank, Son, Ben, they all survive just like they did because we need those people. The, those would be the only survivors. Yeah, the Red Shirts and all those other people would have died. Well, that would have been better. Then we wouldn't have to argue about who killed the Red Shirt people. Yep, yep. Then, it, then they could just be dead from the plane crash. Yeah, but I'm ready to do away with the runway altogether. Well, but here's the thing: then they wouldn't have the idea of the the plane being usable right now. Oh fuck! They but needed to the use thing, the plane. I think if they they wanted the plane, and see, maybe that goes to your point when you're saying, okay, Jacob wants to bring people to the island. Uh, I don't buy that he can't just protect the people he wants to protect, uh, but uh, I will buy that um, he. Uh, oh, I lost my thought. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Were you going to say, I was expecting oh, you to say something like he wants, chooses not to. No, 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 but that but that specifically, this plane was meant to be intact. Like, if he didn't, like, like you know, he didn't care about A-15 being intact, you know. Mm-hmm. But this plane, it obviously matters that it's intact. Yeah. Either from the, just from the story point of view, from the writers, or yeah. maybe Jacob wants it intact. Yeah, I it seems like Jacob it. shouldn't want it, because it's the thing that Man in Black's going to try to use to escape. Uh, yes, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put that with his motives, but yeah, uh, you don't want to exclude it either. But the difference, <laughs> but I think that to me is the key difference is this plane is intact because of the runway. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I mean that's true. That's that's why I'm trying to put it on. He just wanted the people to survive rather than he wanted the plane to be intact. Because I can't see why he would want the plane to be intact. Unless it really is some crazy plot twist that he wants the man in black to escape. Well, let's see what happens. <laughs> that uh, that would that would be shocking. All right. right anyway, we've, we've wandered a bit from the content of this episode. <laughs> was that like an hour on <laughs> why did Jacob build the runway? I think it was. Yikes. Sorry, God, guys. Juliet just said it was the aliens, and that was enough. Yeah. That was all, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Well, I hope we resolved it. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's depressing. Yeah. We... I think we brought up all of the pertinent points. Yeah, and some non-pertinent ones. And some non-pertinent ones, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all there, so. It's all there. Take your pick. <laughs> the answer's in there somewhere. Wow. All right, next scene. <laughs> Wow. What scene are we on? I don't know. Okay. The first one? <laughs> okay. Uh, we're on like the fifth scene. All right. So wow. we're back at the chamber. The men remove the dead tech's body from the chamber. Oh, that's Widow, right. 
Yeah. Whitmore, Whitmore, Whitmore did, didn't care. No, he didn't care. Whitmore sto- uh, stops them to take a look at the body, then orders his men to put Desmond in the chamber. Whitmore assures Desmond he will be fine as long as everything he's been told about him is correct. Whitmore tells Desmond that once this is over, he will ask him for his sacrifice. Desmond asks Whitmore what he knows about sacrifice. Whitmore tells him his son died for the sake of the island, that his daughter hates him, and he's never met his grandson, which is Dan, Penny, and Charlie, respectively. Whitmore assures Desmond that if he doesn't help, everyone will be gone forever. Whitmore then leads. Desmond thrashes about and escapes from being tied to the chair. That's that scene. Then we go to control room. I'm gonna keep. I'll just keep going. Well, I did have some stuff to say about this. Okay, you, well, I'll just say the rest, and we'll talk about. But it's, it's the same scene. Oh, they just split it up. Oh, the next scene's not Hurley. Okay, no, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so we're back in the control room. Whitmore orders his team to turn the machine on. Uh, Jin questions Whitmore about what's going on. Whitmore tells Jin that Desmond is the only man in the world who has survived a catastrophic electromagnetic event. Whitmore needs to know he can do it again, or they all die. Uh, they turn the machine on. Seamus is reluctant to engage the machine, uh, and Whitmore moves him out of the way and throws the levers. The coils start up, emitting blinding electromagnetic energy that fries Desmond and all fades to white. Whew. So that's the end of that whole thing. Okay. So you think Seamus participated in shooting all of those 316 people? Yeah, why not? I mean, he was reluctant. Because he, he has a problem turning this machine on? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Why not? All I have to do is shoot people. Is that hard to do? <laughs> I guess not. You know what? Else, you know what bothers me a little bit when they when they went over and kidnapped Jen and they darted all the people and they were all passed out. They could have killed all of them. Mm-hmm. They could have killed Locke's entire team. Yeah. And they didn't. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I would think they would want to kill them as much as they wanted to kill the 316 people. Yeah. What's weird about that is, uh, yeah, yeah, they could have opened fire. Um, somehow I feel like that's harder to do than, than with the darts. Somehow the darts is stealthier. Well, they could still they could use the darts, knock him out, and then shoot him oh, on the man. ground. Oh, yeah, that's a better plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. It may, well, they don't have anything against those people, I would say. Um, yeah. You're trying to make me rethink whether or not Woodmore's team killed, uh, killed I am. the zero people. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, yeah, I just. Yeah, they. they uh, well, we know why they didn't kill his team. That's because most of those people were major stars. Yeah, that would be a lot of characters dead in one yeah. scene. <laughs> they just. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like what Dogen almost did. And here's the difference: is they, you know, they didn't have any hostility towards Block's team. They just wanted Jen. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I think if they wanted him dead, then they would have killed him. But they just wanted Jen. Yeah. So. I just feel like for Widmore's, you know, for Widmore's sake, um, you know, it, it would have been, <laughs> it, it would be helpful if Locke didn't have an army. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but so many of those people, I mean, well, some of those people aren't going to fight Whitmore. I guess not. <laughs> That's true. But but yeah, I see your point. They could have they could have killed him. Um, I don't know, man. I you know I it's like fifty fifty who killed the Nigerian people. I just feel like Whitmore's team was already there. Um, Whitmore doesn't care about killing people now. Whether or not Shane yeah. cares, I think that you know this scene seems to. I don't know what that was about. You know, I don't know if that was to show that Whitmore doesn't care or that he's confident that this will work, or if it was more about Seamus being queasy about doing this. I don't know. Yeah. But, um... Seems to me like both. Both? Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, it's still been with Morse Court. It's still, it's still just, he's, it's like, you know, he's found at the scene of the crime, so... Yeah. Unless unless there's more until more evidence comes out, it's he's he's at the scene of the crime. You know, what uh what's her name was already there. Uh, Zoe was Zoe. there next to the bodies. And yeah. I mean, she they claimed that they were dragging bodies up to the thing and somebody did drag bodies up there. So. Yeah, it certainly looks that way, yes. You know, I don't think Smokey would have done that. No, Smokey seems to be happy leaving people laying about. Yeah. Um yes, I agree. Um no, I yeah. So I don't think this. It's just I hadn't thought of this. Like watching, you know, hearing you describe this scene, it just it just it just made me think those things. So I just wanted to throw it in. It's not it's not the end of the debate at all. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my first question, uh, kind of rhetorical. What do you think the sacrifice is going to be that Desmond is supposed to make? Oh, it'll probably be something like he's got to stay on the island or uh, he's, you know, whatever, whatever, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if it's bigger than that, if it's something like he's the bridge between these two worlds or something and he's going to die or I don't know if it would be that big. But uh, I would say at the very least it's that he's, he can't leave the island or he won't be able to leave. Okay. So you think that means he won't be able to see Penny and uh... – Mm-hmm. Little Charlie anymore? Okay. Yeah, I guess that's a sacrifice. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> You're not a Penny fan? No, what do you mean? Oh, I meant, no, I said that's the sacrifice, not a sacrifice. I'm saying, I guess that's the sacrifice he will be making. Oh, not, oh, I guess, oh, oh, I okay. guess that's a sacrifice. I thought you said A. No, 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 the sacrifice. Okay, okay. Okay. I thought you were skeptical whether not seeing Penny was a sacrifice. Yeah, um, no, no, no. It's a sacrifice for Desmond, sure. Yes. Um uh Okay. So so oh, I was just throwing that out there. I don't know that that's the case. I was just saying like, you know, as a pos- I mean, as far as like what Desmond cares about, it seems to me like that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So, if they're going to ask him to sacrifice something, it seems like that's the biggest thing they could ask him to sacrifice. Yeah. Maybe the biggest would be like sacrificing their lives. But number two is he never gets to see him again. Yeah. And that would be sort of like Dogen. Mhm. You know. So uh, but him staying on on the island could be could be concur- like is your idea that he has to stay on the island like his presence on the island somehow I don't know what I want to say preserves the 
space-time continuum? Like, what, why does he have to stay on the island? Oh, I don't know. Okay. You didn't have anything specific in mind? No. Okay. Okay. I, got, I was imagining if he had to stay on the island, it would be somehow his presence was vital to keep something together, to keep, you know, something to do with the, something to do with the alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't, I don't really, I don't really know, but I, I just, yeah, okay. Um, so that's it on the sacrifice? You don't have, that's, that's all you, uh. I, it's too vague. I mean, that's vague. all I got. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so we already talked about um, um, uh, we already talked about why Widmore knows that Desmond survived a catastrophic electromagnetic event. Um, but I'll just throwing again that it's whatever the explanation it's a little strange yeah maybe he knows because Miss Hawking knows and you know she I don't know what she knows or what she remembers from flashing before your eyes but maybe she told him yeah yeah like I always had well we're going to have to talk about Miss Hawking eventually oh Eloise is back yep yep and she's as schizophrenic as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. I also thought it was odd that they like they tied him in the chair, but like he quickly breaks out of the chair. He broke out of that chair quick. Yeah, I just it was like I don't know why why did they even bother with the chair? It was just it just came off a little weird. It was like they assumed he would cooperate. Yeah, it was it, it was oh, a pretty flimsy chair. Would. Yeah, but not, I don't know, not sturdy enough. Yeah. Like, all you had to do was, like, fall on it. You fall on it, there. You see if it breaks. Okay, I should try. Fall, on a wood, fall tied to a wooden chair. Listen, I've seen that plenty of times in movies to know it works. Right? Okay, okay. Fall on a wooden chair. All right. Yep. Some, somehow I'm imagining it shouldn't break. But I guess I guess I could see it. It's, it's Yeah. Yeah, you're throwing what well, he, you know, he probably weighs close to 200 pounds. Yeah, you know, and he, he's throwing that force, you know, on it. I, 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 you can break a chair like that. Yeah, and it's got it's got weak points. Yeah, that he can take advantage of. So it's just I don't know. It was just weird because it's like, oh shit, he's out of the chair. No one seemed to care though. Mm-hmm. It was you know the chair I guess was just so they could lock him in. Yeah, yeah, it was set set decoration, something they put him in. I mean, if you if you're designing that room, you design it with a chair in it, you know. Yeah. Even if he is gonna break out. Yeah. You don't think there's any connection between this room and Jacob's cabin, do you? Why? Because they look similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tenuous at best, I know. Uh, I don't think so. Um. No, I don't think there's. I can't draw any con- uh, similarities. Okay. Between the two. I don't either. But uh, you know, a room with a single chair. It looks, <sighs> it looks familiar. Yeah, wooden. Mhm. And like the idea that you know, I mean, this is total crackpot theory, but the idea that somehow you know what Locke actually heard was, you know, <laughs> I don't know, some somebody some somebody's like 
consciousness stuck or something, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'm shaking my head at you right okay, now. Okay, good. You should be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hearing their consciousness and seeing an image is, is two different things. Yeah, okay, okay. So we saw the image. That's That's hard to get out of that one. I'm just, that Jacob's cabin thing is going to bother me until the bitter end. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying, I'm reaching to make something, you know, work. And and if I could if I could make it not Jacob, I I would. But yeah, it's it's, it's Well, make it not Jacob. Make it Smokey. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, it's weird if it's Smokey. Um like the story, okay. Really if it's Smokey, everything works for me. Except the fact that Smokey wasn't in. <laughs> so maybe it's like maybe it's like um, maybe the idea is you know in the 1800s when Richard's around, you know Smokey is you know the Man in Black is there in in in, in human form and also he can transform into Smokey of course, but maybe at some point after Horace builds that cabin, um, Jacob decides to imprison Smokey in there, but he's really only imprisoning the human form. Okay. And the smoky form can still can still go around. Okay. Now, what benefit is that? I don't really know. <laughs> but maybe that prevents maybe that prevents him from appearing to people as as human and convincing them to do things. Although he did you know, that. We, we did that. Um, but it, yeah, I think the best. The but idea he never is, presented himself as what he looks like. He presented himself as other people. Yeah, it's like it's like he has a base form that he defaults to, and it seems yeah. like he didn't have that. You know, during yeah. during the during the first you know, and so then so we saw Locke basically. And what what makes it even worse is in the 1800s is when he tells Richard Jacob took my body. <laughs> Instead of saying it later, when it would have made sense, right? Right. Good point. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seemed like he had a base form back then, though. You know, basically the man in black. Yeah. Like that. You know, that was what he defaulted to. Like basically, the man in black was what Locke is now. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but that, but he'd already taken it. So it's like he he doesn't imprison his body. He imprisons his base form. I, that's really weird. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that. But the idea that the okay, then the idea would be that the circle of ash kept kept him from taking a base form. I don't know what else to call it. I hate that name. Um um and uh and then when Hurley broke the ash, he was able to get out and start hatching this plan where he gets the people off the island, and then he sends Locke to go back, and then mm-hmm. Locke ends up dead, and then he can appear as Locke, and then eventually kill Jacob. Like that's sort of the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I think Smokey being in the cabin makes the most sense in general. It still has its plot holes. It, it's not clear what that means, you know? Because yeah. since we saw Smokey, and it's sort of like. It it doesn't it doesn't seem like it has a lot of consequences, but the help me would sort of make sense. Um, maybe and, it limits him too. Maybe it limit maybe it limited Smokey's range. Okay. Maybe he could only be in smoke form so far from his human form or something like that. So he could only be in a certain range of the cabin. Okay. Which okay. is why maybe it never. Uh, 
He never stormed the beach, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It did seem like he couldn't go on the beach before, whereas now it doesn't seem like there's any reason he can't go on the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only The only extra problem with that is Alana showing up at the cabin, seeming to expect Jacob there, and saying someone else has been using the cabin. And there's a note in there sending them to the statue. Yeah, which makes it seem like Jacob told her to meet me at the cabin. Yeah. And he went to the cabin and said, and was like, okay, no, I need to leave her a message to meet me at the temple, at the statue. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, like that's a little weird. Like that suggests Jacob should have been in there at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be weird to tell her that if he never went there or if he had someone imprisoned in there. Or maybe he didn't tell her where to go, and she she had some other reason for thinking Jacob would have been there. Okay. I mean, clearly the others thought that. Mm-hmm. Or at least Ben did. Yeah, but they seem to be wrong, though. Well, like, yeah, I think they were wrong, but I guess I'm yeah, saying, that's like... Yeah, what's weird is there is some reason people think that, but it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, though, because Jacob talked directly to Alana, whereas we know he didn't talk to Ben. Yeah. So just, you know, it would be weird if she was just wrong about where he was, but I guess he didn't tell her to go to the statue, so, because she had to find out from the note. It's really confusing. Okay, I give up. Cabin, cabin to the side. Yeah, let's, let's just stop talking about the cabin. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um. Okay, I, I think uh, I think that's all I have to say about this scene we're on here. All right, next scene. We fade into clouds and blue sky, then Desmond standing at an Oceanic Airlines arrival kiosk. Hurley passes by and tells Desmond their luggage is uh, at carousel four. At the carousel, Claire has trouble getting her bag until Desmond steps in and helps. He asks if she's having a boy or a girl, but she doesn't know. Claire looks around as if she's been abandoned. Desmond notices and offers to give her a lift. Claire Claire declines. While parting ways, Desmond tells Claire he bets she's having a boy. Desmond sees a sign with his name on it, carried by none other than George Minkowski. George George makes chit-chat. We find Desmond was in Sydney closing a business deal for his boss. George uh, offers to get Desmond some, quote, lovely ladies. But Desmond says he is there to work, not for companionship. Desmond then arrives at the office and walks in to greet. Dun dun dun. Charles Widmore. You can do it in that voice too. Yeah. <laughs> that was Libby. Oh, that was Libby. That's my Libby impression. Oh yikes! <laughs> Got to warn us for that one. It's Libby ADR. Okay. Oh, I found out what that means. Do you know what ADR stands for? Yeah. Oh, now I forgot. What does it stand for? <laughs> Additional dialogue recording. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to film school. Yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't know I went to film school? No, I didn't know what ADR stands for. God, that was classic. <laughs> I didn't know I went to film school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call me a taxi. Okay, taxi. Uh, 
exactly. Classic jokes here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what ADR means, you, but you didn't know what that meant. No, no. I only recently – it was on Geronimo Jack's beard again. Like, they, they brought up what ADR stands for. Nice. Like, they had just learned recently. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, like I, I knew it was called ADR, and I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it stood for. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Anyway, Libby's ADR line, Charles Widmore. It's it it always it always bothers me. Anyway, neither here yeah. nor there, of course. Um, yeah. So uh, when he when Desmond was talking to Claire, I really thought it was there was going to be something about you know I don't know my my boss has a helicopter. Would it go for a ride sometime? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man, oh man, I can't believe you thought that. I would have. Oh man, I would have. Oh man, that they better not have done that. I'm so. Cool. Oh man. I thought when they had doesn't talk to Claire, I really thought they were gonna address it somehow. <laughs> my my boss has a helicopter. Would you like a quick ride over on it? I know you're in your last trimester and you shouldn't be flying anyway. <laughs> But why don't you take another dangerous flight <laughs> just because I saw it? <sighs> I'm just wow. I thought you were going to say something a little more plausible, like, <laughs> like he was going to somehow like suggest she name her baby Charlie or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, that would be more plausible. <laughs> what I didn't realize that you clearly picked up on was that Claire was expecting the adoptive couple to be there. Yeah, 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 totally. I, I, I really didn't. I forgot that that was the story, and I didn't even pick up that she was that that she was expecting someone. Yeah, that that's that's good. I. That was yeah. the whole thing. She's like, oh, they probably had the wrong flight or something. Yes. Like, yeah, no, honey. No, <laughs> oh, Claire. <laughs> it's really. It was really interesting to watch this scene because you know Desmond's trying to be nice and helpful and give her a lift and. Um, and it's like, man, she really should have gone with Desmond. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because she ends up going with Kate, and that's an adventure. It is. It is. And at the end of it, all she is is, is you know, one credit card shorter. Exactly. <laughs> hey, but one friend, you know, she gained one friend. Right? Okay. One lifelong friend. All right. I guess the friendship was worth it. <laughs> but you know, the friendship, you know, she'll never, you know, she'll never see this woman again. Right. At least that's what she's thinking. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, when you have a friend who's a fugitive from the law, it's kind of hard to keep it up, you know. Yeah. Also, um, like I, I, um, uh, I. What did I want? I wanted, oh, I actually thought it was going to be, you know, because I, I thought the idea, okay, ooh, ooh, Something. deep breath. So remember in the constant, and in flashes for that matter, it, it really, well, the constant was different. In the constant, it was like 1996 Consciousness Desmond came to the present in 2004. Um, whereas here, it really comes across like it's just two separate Desmonds. But they're vaguely aware of each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I mean, I would. Uh, I would categorize the '94 Desmond and the 2004 Desmond as two different Desmonds. I mean, they're the same Desmond in the 
sense of the same timeline, but well, what I'm saying is the 1996 Desmond consciousness actually took over the 2004 Desmond for a little while in the consciousness, uh-huh. like uh-huh. When, you know, because he was like, I don't know you, I don't know where I yeah, am, yeah, yeah, you know, like that. I don't think that happened. Well, here. what happened? Is, it seemed like they had swapped, they switched, right? Because wasn't it when he was in '94? When he was in '94. He had he had the ninety four memories or did he have the future memories? Well, it's he's it seemed like he had both. Like okay, he, he didn't have, he didn't have the future memories, but he had the memories that the the ninety six Desmond experienced in two thousand four. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he was like I was on a helicopter, you know, but but I don't think he knew like that he was in the hatch and stuff. Because that's what I, I forget. Was it supposed to be that the two consciousness switched? Or no, just that I, one I, went to the other? It's really more, yeah, it really more seemed like 1996 took over 2004 and then would go back to 96 and remember the stuff from 2004. Oh, because he was flipping back between the two. Yeah. Because he kept passing out and stuff or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. And so now you're saying this one is that, oh, that they're separate and... Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, takeover, yeah. basically. Well, I think, I think the difference is the divide is a lot greater. Yeah. You know, it takes going to the brink of death just to glimpse the other side. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's a takeover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was going to say something else, but si- since that's the case, like, this couldn't have happened. But, like, I imagine that, you know, is this going to be something where, you know, Desmond's, Desmond's presence there, he's actually going to talk Claire into riding with him, and then she's never going to get into the cab, and, like, it's going to change the, you know, change the alternate timeline. That's probably too much, though. <laughs> <laughs> too much by half, my friend. <laughs> Like I, I, like it really seemed like why wouldn't she say yes? Like it just, I don't know. Well, because she think she's still thinking someone's gonna come get her. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, Although Claire, he's single, you know. Hey, he's a baby, he's a baby daddy, right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice suit. He's got a, you know, he's got a, uh, you know, a uh, what do you call it? One of those. Um, Hired, hired cars. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. There you go. He's a catch. He's a catch. <laughs> Snap him up, Claire. He likes blondes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So it was awesome to see Minkowski again. Uh, uh, it's just so strange how, you know, this whole, like, carousel of... Of, uh, of cameos or whatever you want to call it. Um, Carousel is the perfect word for it. Yeah. Because like, it does have that, that, like, strangely joyous, delirious quality. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, who's up next? Who's going to be the, the person we didn't know was connected to one of the Losties, you know? Yeah. Uh, the fact that Minkowski is, uh, is the driver is pretty crazy. Yeah, of all people. Just, of all people. I... I really wouldn't have predicted they'd bring him back. I mean, I no. I really didn't think he mattered that much. I, it was very strange. I guess I think the we idea is like he's, again. What? I think we need to see Naomi again. Oh, absolutely. Naomi was way bigger than Minkowski was. Yeah, yeah. She's got to be. She's got to be working for Whitmore or doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like Minkowski is still working for Whitmore. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, the way he is in this episode, he kind of reminds me of Abaddon. He, he, he reminds me... Yeah, I, I feel like Abaddon was a lot more involved in what was, what was up. He was more than just a driver. He just seems like a... Uh, McCaffrey just seems like a driver to me. Yeah, just the idea that he could sort of get Desmond whatever he wanted, and he was sort of in charge of, you know, driving him around. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they're they're different. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird, I think, at the end that he can get the manifest. Like, that's the thing that seems most Abaddon-y, I guess. Yeah, is that hard to get, though? I don't know. I guess it is. <laughs> I mean, I, if I wanted to get a flight manifest, I don't know how I would do it. Uh, I'd call the airlines first. I don't will they, know. Will I they mean, just give you a flight I don't, again, uh, Yeah, I don't think they will. But I, I, don't know, I don't know how hard it is to get. But I think it would be confidential information who, who was on a plane. Uh, you know, uh, I, would, I would imagine that's, that's confidential. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it will be, it will be uh, you know, a little weird. But I assume he's just going to call Widmore's people and have them go do it. You know, oh, okay. The, 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 you know, the, the business end of what's going on. Okay. He's not, he's not just going to, like, take care of it. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's the one who's going to, like, do something crazy to go get it. I think, uh, I, I'd imagine they'd go through... Sort of proper channels, but but the fact that it's Widmore, he can he can get it done. His name yeah, can get that done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikowski was weird because we never really saw him. We didn't see very much of him normal. Like by the, like we just heard him on the radio, and by the time we got to the freighter, he was already going crazy. And yeah, that's why it was weird to see him so nice and uh, and and uh, helpful and stuff. Cause yeah, you know, we don't really know what his regular personality is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, like I, I don't quite know what to expect from him. I mean, the whole thing about Regina was on, and ooh, Mikowski. You know, if Mikowski mm-hmm. gets on the phone, you hang up right away. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was so mysterious. I, yeah, Regina. Yeah, Regina. <laughs> 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 Gotta put that R in there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, this, yeah, the the flash sideways is just is just crazy. It's a crazy, crazy place. It's, it's a gift we didn't know we wanted. Yeah. And and I, like I just, I Lost could have just been so a regular show, and they get to the island, and it's got a couple of mysteries. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who have been there before, and and uh, and that's it, you know. Um, but uh, they 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 they're trying to write the great American television show, <laughs> the great American drama or something. Yes, like the most expansive and involved, like you know, in terms of the characters and in terms of the plot, like it's insane, you know. And in terms of what it's trying to say too. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's not just going to be like, I don't think it's going to be content to have a small message. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. It's not, it's not going to be like Jack wakes up and like dots the final period and says, you know, my novel is finished. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Hopefully it's years from now and he'll be played by Richard Dreyfuss. (laughs) It's like the end of Stand By Me. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I 
That's what popped in my head when you said that. It should have. I was actually thinking of Roseanne. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, Roseanne popped in my head, too. And uh, Spoiler alert. Uh, But uh, everyone's like, what? How does does Roseanne end? Yeah. Um, You don't want to know, guys. You You don't want to know. No. That's a crazy book that she wrote, I have to say. That show was great until they won the lottery. Yes, yes. Yes, that that was that never worked. Much like Lost, winning the lottery was a curse. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, I did there. I, I, I brought it back. I did. You, you brought it back to Lost. That was nice. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't an interesting, mysterious curse. No. It was, it was a, a lame curse. Yeah, yeah. Total lame curse. But yeah, I, I, I the they they created an entire alternate universe. That where they can just play around with these characters from the entire show, tell us things about them, and and just explore things that you know they they really shouldn't be able to do. No, you know, and it's just it's great. I I agree. They're, it's a very ambitious thing. I I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Because they've they've already blown me away with the first five seasons of the show and you know particularly with seasons four and five like the show is getting progressively crazier and crazier yeah and they've just managed to push it a step farther yeah i remember when we were like we're supposed to believe that and then you just keep saying that to yourself i don't know that happened <laughs> exactly you know? yeah we're just incredulous Remember, yeah, remember, okay, so you're telling me the Losties were a part of Dharma in the 70s? Yes. I don't believe you, Lost. I hate this <laughs> fucking show. Exactly. And then LaFleur comes on, and you're like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I totally mm-hmm. buy it now. I, it's, oh, it's totally fine. I have no problem with it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I, it's ridiculous. And also, like, Jen being there when Russo's team came. Oh, I'm so upset about that. No, yeah. Like, that's fine. All right. Jimmy was like, so arrived. Okay, I'll have to deal with that. Yeah. It was like, you don't want us to believe that, do you? And now it's just like, man, that's cool that Jim got to be here. <laughs> yeah. Like, lucky him. He got to see stuff no one else got to see. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to tell anyone. And he'll never tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jin Su Kwan. Yeah. 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 A life. So, uh, anything else with this scene? Um, let's see. I guess not. Um, clearly the point here is that Desmond hasn't met Penny yet. He has not met Penny, and he, uh, thinks Claire's going to have a boy. Ah, yes. Because she's carrying high. <laughs> is that why? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't yeah, I think, know. I think it's I think girls you carry low and boys you carry high. It might be the opposite, but I think I think boys are high and girls are low. Is that true? That's the folk wisdom. I don't know if that's science oh, okay. proven, but okay. that's uh that's what people say. Okay. I've never heard that. What does carrying high mean? Just that it's higher on their Yeah, abdomen? yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I think it you know, lower it would slope down more, be sort of a lower sitting lower. Oh, okay. She is carrying high. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I, I've never heard that. I've never heard those words before. That's, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know where I heard that, but um, it's it's a thing. So you think that you think that's why he said it? 
I don't know if that's why he said it, but I'm just saying uh, that's, you know. Telltale sign. That's a telltale sign. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess the difference between pointing pointing down or sticking out would be sort of the difference. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, her baby's really pointy. Mm-hmm. I always thought that. It almost looked like it wasn't real. Can I can I tell you something? What? I'm it's afraid. Not, it's what? Not real. Yeah. You, you mean actors don't really get pregnant when they ask Lost, someone pregnant? Lost the TV show is not an alternate reality of our reality. Oh, that's even worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, well, I'm really bursting your bubble. The bubble here being the universe you thought existed. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's really harsh. Yeah. Damn, man. Deal with it, sucker. You're bumming me out. <laughs> it, sucker. <laughs> wow. I just sorry, I just my consciousness is flashed in the seventies, you know. I was about to call you a jive turkey. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Well, I am a jive turkey. Yeah. At least in this gobble, situation. Gobble gobble. Gobble gobble seed. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's move on. Okay. Um, so next scene, Whitmore hears some bad news on the phone. He tells Desmond that his son is a musician and wants to play with a band called Drive Shaft, but the lead singer is a junkie who was just arrested. Woodmore wants Desmond to babysit. Woodmore admires how Desmond has no attachment. attachments. He pours two glasses of McCutcheon whiskey. Desmond notes it's 60 years old, uh, and Woodmore exclaims that nothing is too good for Desmond. Then Woodmore takes his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This, 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 <laughs> the, way, the way these teams played were, I don't know. They 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 were really good friends. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's too good for you, Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they they go way over the top in this scene. Yeah. It's like, it's like we got the point like five things ago. Yeah, exactly. If you guys just walk into the same room and shake hands, we'll get it. Yeah. You know, we'll get that you guys are, are on good terms. That's like a huge step forward from what it was before. Yeah, totally. But they just, they just took it to another – they took it to a level. Yeah, exactly. What else can he do but Hey, the thing Desmond wanted more than anything was with more's approval. He will go to any length to get it. <laughs> and I won't tell you what I mean by length. Okay, All right, let's, let's just move oh. on. We're getting, we're getting too blue here for our oh. oh, man. Children are listening. Children are listening. We need to corrupt them. We do. This is what businessmen do, son. <laughs> exactly. Oh man! Oh, don't explain that to the kids. This is what they do. <laughs> Daddy, when I grow up, I don't want to be a dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
is a pretty simple scene. Uh, first of all, why does Dan want to play with dry <laughs> <laughs> It's so ridiculous. This is so random, you know. I want to play with dry shaft. They're really, they're really stretching it there. Yeah. yeah the only reason that. I can buy it is that the Flash Sideways world is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it sort of works, but like realistically, I don't buy that Dan would have any interest in playing with dry shaft. Yeah. No offense to dry shaft, but mm-hmm. you know, come it's on. Like, Aren't they just hitting their, their their big stardom at this point, or have they already hit it? No, no. He was sort of washed out by the time he got on the plane. So Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Their stardom was a while ago. All right, all right. That may, I, think that's, I think that's better. Yeah, it is that better. That they were sort of already famous. Yeah, that he didn't just, like, pick up some random band that, some like new it band that yeah. he just wants to play with. So here's here's my other thing. So I guess that means that um uh Charlie's brother, um uh, what's his name? Liam. Liam. Uh I guess he was there because they were gonna play this concert. Oh. Yeah. So he he kinda should have been on the plane. Good point, good point. You're right. You're totally right. He should have been on the plane. Oh shit. He should have now, okay, he could have been there already or something, but he, I guess. he really should he really should have been on the plane. Yeah. Especially considering Charlie went to Australia to visit him in the original timeline. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess they could tell us, well, they live in L.A. because they're still together as a band or something. Yeah, yeah, they could do that. If they if they want. And they were they were in Australia for I don't know why. Well, it at least explains why he was there. Not necessarily get Charlie out of jail, but yeah. they did have a gig to play. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I guess like he just he just you know they weren't releasing Charlie Charlie yet, so he just left and and you know Desmond shows up to pick him up and he's not there. Yeah, and he doesn't even I guess he doesn't even know if Liam came to pick him up or not. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he does. Like it yeah, doesn't even is- seem like he cares about the band. Like I. He's, he seems well, he to be... doesn't care anymore. I think I think that's what's interesting is he was caring on the plane before he saw the other side. Ah, I okay. Think, I think that was a big difference. That was... After he saw that, he's like, I don't care about this band anymore. Okay, that was a turning point. I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Very minor point. Um, Winmore says uh, their bass guitarist overdosed. But that's not really what happened. Uh, he swallowed the bass. Oh, he drug. was the bass. He wasn't the lead singer. That's right. Yeah, he was a bassist. Bass. Um, um, so that's a little wrong, but whatever. I don't know. I guess Woodmore maybe just didn't care to know the specific details and assumed that's what it was. Yeah. Um, that's what it seemed like, you know, unless you knew what happened. Right. Right. Um. Uh, yeah, this is really <laughs> weird to say, but the but the bass player got a bag of hair and stuck in his throat <laughs> and passed out. <laughs> it would have been it like Desmond would have been like, I don't know if I want to get involved with this guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When he says it like this, it just sounds normal. Yeah, it just yeah, it just was like a normal problem. Even yeah, it's not accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got a bag of heroin in his throat. Yeah, that'd be weird. 
Is that a euphemism? A <laughs> <laughs> bag of heroin was caught in his throat. Oh, man. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. <clears throat> um, let's see. Yeah, so I hear this stuff, and I'm like, okay, <sighs> musician, your son, looks like looks like Dan's going to show up. Mm-hmm. My wife, uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. Business talking. Man, I got to say, before Miss Hawking showed up and he was talking about his wife, I'm like, who who could you have married? Uh, and I'm like, just thinking, I'm racking my brain for like the, the five seconds before they show her. <laughs> and I'm like, who could he? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you. Okay. <laughs> I forgot you guys like loved each other or something. Mm-hmm. They never really showed it. Yeah, they never showed it. Like their relationship was entirely off screen. Yeah. So that that's the weird thing about it. Like, it's still weird for me that Dan is Widmore's kid. And that he's Penny's half-brother. That, too. That, too. That, that's really crazy. I yeah. was so glad he mentioned that when he was talking about Penny, because I'm like, because she's your sister? Like, please say yeah. that. And he does say it. So I'm he like, does. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know. I never thought, and it's weird how, like, how did he even get the name Faraday? Like, it's, it seems like he just, you know, they just made that up at some point. <laughs> they got that name because they didn't want us to know he was Ms. Hawking's son. Yeah, before, that's true. Before we, we knew that. Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I would say, you know, Really, when she goes out, when she leaves the island with Dan and goes to to England or whatever, uh, you know she should change her name then. Which you know she has the name Hawking. I guess that's her maiden name. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe she gave Dan the name Faraday and and told her his father was you know someone Faraday, oh. and that's why he has that last name. Oh, okay. You know, just you know, just so he could have an explanation of who his father is, but you know, and because she's not going to tell him it's Charles Woodmore, right? Yeah, okay. So maybe that's why you know. Okay. She just she just makes up that name for him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of true. I mean, in that scene they have together, where when he says he's my son too, it definitely seems like, you know, she's she's kept him away from from Dan. Oh, totally. To some extent, like he's he he hasn't been involved so. But yeah, then again, yeah, it's it's. I think in the end, it is just sort of so they don't they don't reveal too early who who he is, who he's related to. Yeah, you know, just like Miles, you know, Miles has this mysterious last name of unknown origins. Miles Strom. Yeah. Yeah. Again. <laughs> um... I, I I feel like her situation, Miles' mother's situation, would be a bit different. She didn't really like Chang, I guess. She, for some reason, thought he chose the island over them. But mm-hmm. um, I see. I would say she has less of a reason to to hide who his, even though he he didn't know who his dad was either. But yeah, again, I guess I would have to give same explanation. Although I think she's got a little bit less to be concerned about. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of the same thing. But anyway, yeah, a lot of that has just to do, I think, with really just the secrecy of the whole thing. Yeah, and then, you know, and then you have Ethan's shifting last name, and mm-hmm. and, and then like when we originally met Kelvin, they called him Joe, and you know, it's mm-hmm. just it's sort of like if they don't want us to know characters are related 
to other characters, they just they just don't call them the same thing. Yeah, it's a it's a simple thing to do. I think I think that's a, I think that's a pattern. Still though, it's a little odd. The other thing that's a little odd is that is that Dan got this American accent. Yeah, um, I just have to assume he grew up in the states. Yeah, I, I mean, mean he I must have. He didn't go to he didn't go to Oxford. You know, I don't think he went to Oxford unless they say he studied music there. But yeah. uh, I don't think he went to Oxford anymore. Oh, in, in the alternate timeline, I agree. But in the original timeline, he did go to Oxford. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the original timeline, he definitely went to Oxford. And he still has, he has the same accent, you know. Like, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. He has that accent when he's a kid, though, right? Like, even when he's, like, the, the scene where he's yes. playing piano. and he's he has the accent when he's a kid. Playing. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe it's some weird genetic thing where two British parents have a, have a kid who don't, like, it's a recessive quality, and so, you, you know where I'm going with this. I do. <laughs> I do. Intro, uh, intro biology is what I'm Yeah, it's some kind of formula. Two Britishes cancel each other out and make an American. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. <laughs> Why not? Um, Science. Science, science, kids, learn it. Science. Um, okay, so learn it before the Texas school board changes it. <laughs> wow. You know, you always throw in a searing political comment or two. <laughs> I have to. It's I amazing. I gotta, I gotta get on my soapbox there for one second every now and then. As we observed, uh, I think in the interview, I, I don't know anything about current events, so I just I never have those. Uh, and I, I, I'm always surprised when you just have, find a way to tie in politics with loss. It's a thing. It's a it's a treat. It's like I I'm oblivious to the news, and you're just like incorporating it into everything. <laughs> I don't know. That's what Obama said. So that kind of, <laughs> okay, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't much of it. Yeah, that's see, like something you could say to anything. Yeah, that's what Obama said. That's what Obama said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a new, a new, a new like variation on that's what she said. It does. Like, that's what Obama. I don't. I gotta come up. We gotta come up with the right context to use that line. But I yeah. like it. I like it as a response. I do too. Yeah, it's good. That's what Obama said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else with this scene here? Um. McCutcheon makes another cameo. uh, Yes, and of course, yeah. The he finally gets to drink that McCutcheon Mm -hmm. with uh, with Widmore. Yeah, wasn't um, that the thing originally? Was uh, this is like a mirror of the other scene a long yeah. time ago? When did he say that? Did he? Oh no, you're kidding me! Did he really? Did he say before like this whiskey's too good for you? Yeah, basically. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that he said that. Yeah, he 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 said he put. It was a great scene. It was one of my favorite Whitmore scenes. He he gets out two glasses, mm-hmm. but he only fills one of them. <laughs> <laughs> He holds it up to his lips and he says, "This swallow is worth more than you could make in a month." Wow! And it would be wasted on you. And then he just he just knocks it back. Wow! It's it's fantastic. 
Yeah, so they're 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 definitely calling back that scene. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, he found the McCutcheon whiskey on the island and it's it's become a it's become a thing since then. But that was the original McCutcheon scene. Mm-hmm. Oh McCutcheon, the official whiskey of lost. Yes, it really is. I, I kinda it, wish it existed. I was just gonna say, if only it existed. <laughs> It's it's just it seems so mystically good. Like everyone's so blown away by it. Mm-hmm. I really I really feel like I I can't be that good. You probably couldn't afford it. You're right. It was, yeah. I mean, I guess you couldn't even buy a shot. Apparently <laughs> if it's, not. If it's more than Desmond can make in a month. Yeah, I don't think I can make as much as Desmond in a month. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he wins. You know, maybe we, maybe we can get a group of people together. We can all go in on a shot. There you go. There you <laughs> we go. We'll get a pool together and yeah, we'll all chip in. A hundred dollars a sip. Yes. <laughs> God, that's ridiculous. The McCutcheon, it's worth it. <laughs> like, does whiskey get better when you age it? Like, I. I oh, I think all alcohol gets better. When you okay, age it's it. not just wine. Yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those expensive liquors are aged. Like, a lot of the premium um, brands of, like, you know, Jack Daniels and all that stuff, like, they'll have their, like, the black label and all that stuff. Like, they, they'll tell you, like, I think that one's, like, 15 years aged. And, oh, okay. You know, they, they yeah, yeah, they age that stuff to different okay. degrees. And the, the older it is, usually the better and uh, the more expensive. Yeah, for some reason, I just associated with the wine. I never really thought that... I mean, I didn't necessarily think it didn't, but I didn't know that aging liquor was a thing as well. Yeah, you don't age beer, though. Okay, okay, okay. Because, you know, if you have a 60-year-old can of Coors Light, <laughs> it's not going to... Uh... <laughs> okay. It's not going to be that great. But I, th- right. I, think you do, I think you do age beer, and when it's... Uh, are, did they put beer in barrels at some point? I don't know. I think, I think, I think so. they do. Yeah, I think I think they do get aged at some point, but not like not as much. Not like liquor is aged for decades. I mean, they don't have as much alcohol. Like I kind of feel like beer wouldn't preserve as well. Yeah, the hops and the barley, right? Yeah. Yeah. What other beer things do you know? <laughs> That's all I got. Very little. That's it. What else is yeah. there? It's hops, barley, and water, right? That's it. Three ingredients. Yeah. Uh, so anything else with this uh, scene here? Um, I, I, in general, like, I find it kind of. Did I say this earlier? I don't even remember. I find it kind of interesting to have Desmond as this kind of jet-setting, high-powered businessman. Like, it's, it's really, it's really an odd role for him. I just, I really never envisioned his character this way. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I he just, became, he became, uh, as, as you put it, uh, and as. It was sort of put in this episode, you know, um, Woodmore's best best, uh, best henchman. Oh. Uh, you know? I see, yes. So I think, yeah, I think, I, think, I think normally Desmond would not have had this life, but I think this is what he wanted was Woodmore's approval, so. Yeah, it's interesting that he wants Woodmore's approval even though he's never met Penny. Like, he just wants Widmore's approval. And that's what's interesting, and that's what I wanted to talk about, was 
Ms. Hawking says, you know, you got the thing you wanted more than anything else, which was Lismore's approval. But that was only predicated on the fact he had already had the thing he wanted, which was Penny's love. Right. And so I don't think he would trade one for the other. And I think that's, that's the difference here with this timeline is I think he would rather have Penny than Whitmore's approval. Yeah. But when he has Penny, he wants Whitmore's approval. Yeah, he wants Whitmore's approval because she's Penny's dad. Yeah, exactly. Like he wants Penny's dad's approval, you know, whoever Penny's dad happened to be. But it, it's weird the idea that he just wanted Whitmore's approval objectively. Yeah. You know, I like uh, – Which I think makes makes this whole thing a sort of like – uh, be careful what you wish for kind of scenario. Yeah. Like, you might get the thing you always wanted, but at what cost? You know? Right. You lose the reason you wanted it, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You're right. That's 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 why it's weird to call it happily ever after. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not really, I don't think this is really what Desmond would want to call happily ever after. No. You know, so it's, it's I don't know exactly what they're doing with that but uh i agree okay so i think that's it on this scene although desmond desmond offers this uh traditional scottish toast at the end i've never heard of oh what did he say i don't even know how to say this i'd have to hear him say it it looks like slanty oh i don't i don't remember hearing that should Hmm. yeah um Well, it's in the transcript. Yeah, that's fine. I'm assuming he says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. I just didn't just didn't hear it. I don't really remember it either, but um, I think he, he probably just sort of mutters it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's it. Next scene? Yes. All right. So the next scene, Desmond arrives at the police station to find Charlie being escorted out. Desmond introduces himself, but Charlie walks straight across the street through traffic to the nearest bar. Boom. Oh, that any was insights? the whole scene? Any insights here? Uh, not really. I think, it's, I think it's clear Jacob is proving his point to uh, the men in black, by the way. Uh, okay, I'm done. No, I don't have any. <laughs> okay. Wow. I thought you were going to really pull something grandiose out of this. See how Charlie walks across the street, not worrying about the traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, the choices that other people make, mm-hmm. one affecting his choice. Ah. See, see? I see what you did there. I just said choice a lot, and it's like, ah, oh, you must be on to something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> choice, choice, destiny, choice. <laughs> <laughs> a viable theory of loss. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. It's choice true. Um... <laughs> All right, next scene, inside the bar, Charlie has a drink, and Desmond orders one, too. After some light banter, Charlie asks Desmond if he's happy, if he's ever been in spectacular consciousness-altering love. Charlie says he saw it on Flight 815. Charlie says he saw a woman, uh, that when he was on the plane, he saw a woman in handcuffs with a cop. This would be Kate and the Marshal. Uh, and the cop knew he had drugs on him. Then he went to the restroom to swallow the evidence, and, and at that exact moment, they hit turbulence. Uh, with the bag stuck in his throat, he lost consciousness, and then he sees the woman, a blonde, uh, uh, blonde woman, rapturously rapt- 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 beautiful. 
he knows her and has always loved her. And just as he's about to be engulfed uh, by that love, he snapped out of it. Desmond isn't buying it. Charlie assures Desmond that what he saw, uh, that he saw something real. Desmond gives Charlie two choices, throw away his career or go play for Widmore. Charlie doesn't think that's much of a choice, but as Desmond puts it, there's always a choice. Ooh. Choice, choice, destiny, choice. See? See, you're right. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> uh, all right. What do you got for these? Uh, Three choices and a destiny. I like yeah. that. Because um, they're kind of competing with each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's see. Oh, Oh, this is just the bar scene. Okay. This is the bar scene. That's right. What's going on. Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, this is a pretty long scene. Um, uh, I did want to say something about this. Oh, Charlie uh, Charlie says, uh, I opened my eyes and this sodding idiot is standing there asking me if I'm okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That sodding idiot was Dr. Jack Shepard. Yeah. How dare was. you? <laughs> I really like that idea of getting Charlie's perspective on what was going on and 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 really like when you follow what happened through his perspective and to have Jack mm-hmm. take you away from this and it's just like, why are you asking me if I'm okay? I was perfectly – I was the most happy I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. And now you brought me back to this place and you're asking me if I'm okay. Yeah. I like that. You never like you, you you never get that kind of a uh, two perspectives on like a near death experience or something like that. It's uh, interesting. That's true, and it sort of makes sense why he seems so bitter that Jack saved his life. Exactly. Yeah. I I, I was I was really confused by that. So because uh, it made it seem like he wanted to kill himself. Yeah. Exactly. That was the whole thing. It made it seem like he was upset that somebody stopped him from killing himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is one of those things that plants the idea in my mind that somehow, you know, one of the things that can that can sort of make people connect with the other timeline or something is 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 a kind of near death experience. Mm-hmm. It seems it seems like it seems like that's something that 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 brought it out. You know, in this case. Yeah, and it, okay. it also seems like he didn't quite realize that she was on the plane. That who's on the plane? Claire. Who I'm assuming he's referring to. Oh, you think he's talking about Claire? I do. I was wondering, because I, I was like, why is he talking about Penny? <laughs> I see. I was really confused on why he was describing Penny, and I thought somehow they were trying to – I didn't really think this is a final idea, but while I was watching him, like, are they trying to tell us somehow Penny is the connection and, like – like, like I thought it was they were it was gonna be something like Charlie was picking up on Desmond's oh. thing with Penny. Like he was he was seeing Penny and Desmond's love, you I know, see. and and, and really just, just by a way of getting Desmond into this whole story, you know. I see. Yeah, well, I, but, but I forgot Claire. he had a thing with Claire. I forgot he had a thing with Claire, so that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, since it, the pattern seems to be that the people are you know, getting getting these visions or connecting to the, the people who they had feelings for in the original timeline. So just, mm-hmm. as far as we know, that's sort of all there was for Charlie. So uh, that that was, I mean, all he says is blonde. It's not a lot to go on, but it at least fits Claire. 
Yeah, when he said rapturously beautiful, though, <laughs> I just I pictured Penny before I pictured Claire. But I see. That's just I don't know why. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I consider Claire more cutesy. I see. Uh, I see. But anyway. Yeah, I think uh, Penny's a bit more rapture. Rapture. God, that's a hard word to say. Yeah, yeah. Rapturous. Uh huh. I want to put an L in there. With an L in there? Yeah, like a rapturous. Rapturous? Yeah. <laughs> that should be some other word that means something completely different. Rapturous. <laughs> I agree, but it's a lot easier to say. I just rapturous. That, that hurts. Rapture, rapturous. Yeah. yeah. Rapturous. Rapture. Um, right, oh, rapturous. Not even rapturous. No, that's the thing. It's not rapturous. Oh, it is rapturous. Is it? There's an R in there. How is it? Well, I'm yeah. pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, relating to rapture. Rapture. Oh, that was rapture was. Oh, okay. Well, enough of lost phonetics. Uh, enough of what? Lost phonetics. Oh, okay. Yes, I agree. That's a tough one, though. It's a tough one. I don't say rapturous very often. Mm-hmm. Who does? Yeah, but yeah. Know. So this thing of crossing over. Oh, what are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say Charlie also seems really different. Like maybe the idea is just that he's different because of this experience that he had. Yeah, he's different. Be- and I think that's the thing is we didn't really get to see much of Charlie in this timeline before he is altered by this experience. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I think his behavior from the moment after he. Jack wakes him up is because of that experience. Yeah. You know, he, he basically realizes, or he's starting to realize that, you know, there's a whole other reality out there. Yeah. Uh, there's something else going on, and he knows it's real, and so that, that's affecting, like, he, you know, he doesn't care about his career anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. And he's just, he's just, uh, you know, he, he's, Taking all these, he wants to show Desmond the same thing, and he's just—he's kind of dark and intense, mm-hmm. and it's just—it's weird. I, like he, there's really even one Charlie. He <laughs> is that what it is? Well, you know, I guess I forgot a, what Charlie was like in season yeah, one. I mean, he had his problems. He was sort of dark. Yeah. Okay. He had his issues. All the drug stuff. That's true. That's true. He did. He did kidnap Aaron. He did kidnap Aaron. Don't ever forget that. And he also knocked Sun out and put mm-hmm. a hood over her head and pretended to kidnap her. Yeah. Oh, I guess he actually did kidnap her. He just sort of <laughs> didn't really have a purpose. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that whole thing, that whole drug problem. I know that was the big thing with the character. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that yeah, he had to kick the drugs and... I'll let you ask me for the drugs three times, and the third time, I'll give them to you. Oh, man, that was great. <sighs> Classic lock. Classic lock. Oh. <sighs> Good old days. Anyway, it was interesting. I it was it was weird to see him play this kind of stuff. I don't know, but you're right. I guess he I guess he did have some of this already. Yeah. It's not it's not totally 
And this is yeah, this and this is still the same. This is the this is the old Charlie anyway. That's right. That's right. To, you know, to watch. This is straight show. off the plane, Charlie. So yeah, it makes sense. You're right. You're right. I don't hear that enough. <laughs> All right. Well, it'll be right more often. Um, I'll so, try to say it again at some point. That is my right. question. Uh, anything else? Anything else with this scene? Um, let me make sure. Um, mm, no, I think I think I think that's it. All right. Next scene: Desmond and Charlie are riding in a car. You all, everybody, the hit <laughs> single from Drive Shaft, plays on the radio, and Charlie reminisces about the band's start. Desmond says he likes it for what it is. Charlie says he feels sorry for Desmond. He thinks he has it all, but he doesn't. Charlie offers Desmond a choice. He can show him what he's talking about, or Desmond can get out of the car. Suddenly, Charlie grabs the wheel and swerves the car towards the water. Then the car crashes into the marina. Desmond escapes and tries to help Charlie. He surfaces for air and then goes back down to open Charlie's car door. Desmond awakens and puts his hand... Uh, sorry, Charlie awakens and puts his hand on the window. Desmond sees flashes of Charlie trapped in the looking glass station with not Penny's boat on his hand. Desmond retrieves Charlie from the car and they both surface to safety. All right. Wow. Wow. I love this whole thing that Charlie does. He is taking a gamble. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I, I love that he that he he sort of just forces them to crash in the in the water. I don't understand why Desmond didn't put on the brakes. Yeah, that would be the obvious thing to do. <laughs> put on the brakes or put the car in neutral. Or yeah. like a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause I watched it again. Charlie did not put his foot on the accelerator. No. He just grabbed the wheel. And Actually, slurred. like it sounded like Desmond. Sort of. It seemed like Desmond accelerated. Reflexively, like, accelerated, yeah. Yeah, like, it was weird. It was weird. Because, yeah, yeah it's, not like, it's not like Charlie can, I mean, you can't do everything with the wheel. No, the wheel doesn't make the car go. Like, if they were right on the edge of a cliff or something, he could he could have driven them off just by quickly turning the wheel. But they had to drive for a bit before they mm-hmm. actually went in the water. Yeah, it was a yeah. little weird. It didn't bother me the first time, but the second time it did seem like Desmond could have done a better job stopping it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've driven a car before, right? <laughs> I assume. The brakes make it stop. And what, and honestly, you know, you have to give them a pass because obviously it's contrived because they they wanted this to happen, right? Uh, but and it's also contrived because the whole every other scene, Desmond has George driving. Yeah, around. I was just gonna ask: Is this supposed to be Charlie's car? Like, this, no, this is supposed to be a. Re- why would Charlie have a car? And why I don't would know. Driving it? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think I think this is supposed to be like a rental car they got. When the fuck did Desmond rent a car? <laughs> Deleted scene. <laughs> I just realized that was a problem. Yeah, he rented a car, and Abaddon was the uh, salesman. Of the... <laughs> oh man, I want to see that. I believe you're going to be needing a car. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Abaddon impression. <laughs> 
I haven't, I haven't worked on it, but uh, <laughs> I'd, uh, I need to, I need to work on it. He's got a, he's got a great voice. That car's a deal, Mister Hume. <laughs> <laughs> if I were you, I'd take it. Listen, this car has a GPS in it. <laughs> uh, Avidon. <laughs> so, um, future yeah, wall, whatever you are. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I would love it. I would love it if it was future wall. God damn it, I would love that. It's not. It's not true. What did you say? Not true. Oh, yeah. Well, doesn't look like it. Yeah. Um, but it was the only theory we ever had that was even remotely plausible. Yeah. Because he did say Mister Lock a lot. Mm-hmm. Kind of all we had to go on, but. It- um. Yeah. So yeah, Charlie is. Uh, Charlie's just not. I, he's really not that concerned with his own life. I think, and mm-hmm. he really wants Desmond to understand what he's talking about. And I guess you know, this this is uh, you know putting Desmond in this situation. I guess he didn't really know that Desmond had a specific memory of him underwater. Um, yeah. You know, underwater uh, behind glass. Yeah. Specifically. Behind glass and putting his hand up to the glass. Why did he put his hand up there? I, you know, that whole little sequence where, like, Charlie looks unconscious and, and Desmond's trying to open a door and mm-hmm. whatever reason, he can't open it yet. Yeah. And uh, and then and then Charlie wakes up knowing, he's got this knowing look on his face. Yeah. And he puts his hand on the glass for no reason. It's not like there's anything on his hand. Right. And then he just takes it off and he goes back unconscious. I didn't know what that was supposed to be. That was weird. Was that was that supposed to be like Charlie? Like he was unconscious, and the Charlie from the main timeline who was trapped under the, the looking glass, his Ooh. consciousness came, and that was that. Ugh. I didn't really think that far, but okay. I don't. I don't know how else to explain what he the look on his face. And you know the the gesture of the hand, like why yeah. he, it just it seemed really unnatural to wake up from unconsciousness and then fall, you know, do the hand thing and then fall back into it. Yeah, yeah. While you're underwater, not breathing, you know, it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I wasn't sure what he wanted Desmond to do, but you're right. It does come across like the real Charlie wakes up for a second mm-hmm. and like sends him a message. Yeah, because it seems later like Charlie had no idea like what Desmond saw. Exactly, exactly. He didn't. He didn't know what he saw. He, I think he did have the idea that this would get Desmond to see something, but, but yeah, like he couldn't have. He couldn't have. Kn- he doesn't seem to have known that, you know, the hand on the glass was meaningful. So that couldn't be the reason he would do it. Yeah, I, I guess your theory is right. I don't know what else to do with it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy though. It is. It is. I also noticed they brought they brought back the music from that scene in the season three finale. Mm. It was weird. It was weird to relive that whole thing. Yeah, I I, I like that. That was that was a good uh, that was a good thing. That was that was one of the one of the good parts of that uh, finale episode. Yeah, yeah. It was weird to see Charlie back in that situation. He obviously doesn't care. I think about his obviously Desmond's wife. I think he I think it's weird is he wants to show him this, but. He's. I guess he's just convinced 
it'll work. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his end goal was. Because if they both die, then yeah, maybe they'll get to see what he was talking about. But would that really prove his point? I guess like he wouldn't be able to say, "Oh, I was right." Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it was it was fairly contrived setup, but it you know it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just I like I like the idea of that moment as as somehow a big deal, like a big mm-hmm. enough deal that you know. Because, I mean, for the most part, it's, you know, visions of Penny. And so, and also, you know, he's, it says not Penny's boat on his hand. But, like, the idea that that moment was enough for him to actually remember it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tony Desmond had their whole thing, you know. Yeah. They had their whole thing. Oh, they did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, and that was the culmination of it, you know, it of trying to prevent Charlie from dying only, you know, so he could die in this situation, basically. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a whole season of that, so it makes sense. But I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the idea that that's a really significant thing. All right, anything else? Um... No, I think that's... Oh, what did I want to say? I had something to say about you all, everybody. Oh, that's it. What does that mean? What does that mean, the phrase? Yeah. Is it like is it like redundant, like you all, everybody? Yeah, I think it's sort of redundant. Okay. Okay. Like, that's not a... That's not a that's not a phrase, right? It, like, it doesn't mean anything to say you all, everybody, right? Like, uh, no. Okay. All right. I hope not. All right. It's just, I don't know. It never bothered me until I heard it here, and then I was like, what does that mean? I don't get it. <laughs> and it's like the, you know, if Lost has a, if Lost has a sort of, Pop theme song. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, if I remember correctly, I think I've seen you all, everybody, with part of that in parentheses. Maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So it might be one of those kind of things. Oh, okay. Okay. Something like parentheses, you all. Everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Or the other way around? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know what the official way is, but maybe it's something like that. It's okay. just, it just seems redundant. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it. All right. Uh, let's see. Next scene, Desmond is in a hospital room getting a post-accident checkup. The doctor asks if he's had any problems, and Desmond grows concerned when she mentions hallucinations. Desmond wants to find Charlie, but the doctor tells Desmond he can't leave until he has an MRI. In the MRI room, the tech prepares Desmond for the scan. He notes Desmond doesn't have an emergency contact. Desmond tells him to list Charles Widmore. The tech hands Desmond a panic button and warns him to not use it or else they have to start over. 
Desmond is inserted into the machine, and then the scan starts. He sees flashes of Charlie, Penny, and baby Charlie being born. Desmond panics and appropriately presses the panic button, exclaiming he needs to find Charlie. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. He actually named his kid Charlie, so yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty serious. They had a yeah. They 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 were buddies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I it's been a while since I've seen season three. Yeah. I, I think I forgot what a big deal that was. I yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Little button reference in here. Um, also, I guess the idea is that. Like what exactly happens here? Is it is it the magnetism or something that does it? So, is yeah, it, just... it looks like uh, and that's a larger question. Is I think it looks like the magnetism is somehow, you know, bridging the bridging the connections between the two worlds or something like that. Um, yeah, and I wonder if that comes into play in terms of the larger questions on the island and the, the bigger pockets of electromagnetism. You know, as if somehow they are connected to other worlds or, you know, something like that where it would be catastrophic if, uh, you know, the island was to, you know, something was to happen to the island or those pockets explode or something or, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm wondering if we're, we'll find out that Smokey and Jacob are from some other place or something, some other earth or, ooh, I don't know. Oh, Okay. I see. I see. When you said other Earth, you didn't mean like. Okay, sorry. Like parallel. Yeah. Yeah. Other Earth. Right, as opposed to like a post-apocalyptic Earth populated by Cylons, for example. Yeah, nobody wants that. Okay, good. Just making sure. Um, I like the little uh, sort of fisheye lens shot of Desmond's face in this scene, and then when he's in the machine. Yeah, and and the way they show, like he's he's freaks out. He's sort of having, he's having these seemingly like a lot of these are seemingly pleasant memories, but he just freaks out about. It. I don't know. It's there's something interesting about it. The way the way they shoot his face, like like it's like it's this intense, like he panics. You know, he pushes the panic button, but it's like memories of Penny and his you know his son being born and you know it's like well these are memories weird. that he these are memories that aren't his though these are memories that never happened for him so if, if yeah. images of something appeared in your head you should freak out too <laughs> when you start remembering the son you never knew you had and, and you were point. there at his birth you know and there's this woman you're in love with and you never met her before okay okay so, yeah. a little weird so, yeah you, it's a little weird you you wanna you wanna get out of that machine. Yeah, yeah. I guess just in contrast with the seeming like, you know, nirvana state that Charlie seemed to be describing, you know, it it, it seems like Desmond is freaking out about it. You know, it isn't it isn't having well, that different. effect. I think it's different because uh, uh, Charlie's thing was he was unconscious. Yeah, he was actually I think there or something. I think he was more there than Desmond just having these flashes. Because okay. that's all Desmond is getting is flashes. He's not actually – I don't think he – I mean, the thing with Penny is important, but I don't think he's in that Nirvana bliss state. I don't think he's getting that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem the same, so that that makes sense. Yeah. Now, I think, you know, I think you can maybe see the results of that with the Desmond and uh, 
and the main timeline, you know, he seems blissed out after yes. seeing all that stuff. You're right. You're right. That's a good point. I agree. Actually, even even the alternate Desmond kind of seems that way after the fainting. Yeah, 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 after the fainting. Um, uh, yeah. I, 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 do, I do think the... The magnetism on the island is probably is probably going to be connected to this and probably the larger story. I, it it definitely seems like they're making a big deal about magnetism right now. Yeah, um, and that's you know that's what that's what the the uh, the Swan Hatch the Swan Station ugh, was related to. Um, so. So I think I think you might be right. I think Jacob and the Man of Black have to be people, but um, the the other timeline or something thing um, that could work. That could work. I can't, yeah, I can't quite see it. Uh, I'm wondering, you know. This idea that evil is now trapped on the island, like, you know, since when? Right. <laughs> you know, like... Right. How did it happen? How did it happen? You tell me there wasn't... There there was evil before? Like, what was that supposed to look like? Yeah. I mean, when, I'm wondering if it's... Yeah, if it's more the idea that this evil is from someplace else, maybe. Right. And yeah. he doesn't want it to get loose in this oh. world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I would definitely wonder at what point at what point uh the evil got there. Like it's hard to imagine. I mean, before the earth existed, you know, where was the evil? Did it exist yet? Like at some point it seems like it should have it should have come into being and at some point it should have gotten trapped there. Yeah. And Well, the evil is created by the sins of man. Oh, okay. So it's after humans. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like somebody should say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that, right? Sure. I mean, without people, then where's the morality? Right, right. Certainly no one cares about it. Yeah. So it's, it does seem like it does seem like you couldn't tell the difference if the evil was out, if there were no humans around. Yeah, exactly. Um I, I I still so do you think the evil is connected with the electromagnetism or is it like the electromagnetism trapped the evil or something like that? Um, it helps trap the evil. It does it exist because of the evil? Like I'm just I'm wondering. No, what the, I don't think it exists because of the evil. I don't know if it helps trap. I think the electromagnetism has more to do with. It it might be why. Yeah, it might be why it's trapping it, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to connect Smokey to the electromagnetism. I don't know how how you can do that really easily. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Still thinking that actually it's Smokey that is the evil. There's no... There's yeah. no sort of extra evil no, lying around. No, the evil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, that makes sense. But it just, it still bothers me that if Smokey is the evil, it bothers me from Jacob's point of view that he also uses the island as his little laboratory. Because it just seems like he should pick a place where the embodiment of evil is not around. 
Yeah, you talking about Jacob should pick a place? Where yeah. Vitamin? Well, yeah, and I don't know that he gets to choose where, you know, that it was his choice to bring Smokey to the island. Uh, but what I will say in regards to your, your, what you brought up is, you know, Jacob shouldn't bring people to the island if that's the case. Like, you know, he he's the one who brings people to the island, so he's causing his own problems in terms of what you just said. Well, okay, yes, yes, yes. But, like, taken as a given that he's going to do this experiment to prove Smokey wrong, mm-hmm. it just seems like a bad place for it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the idea is Jacob has to be there. Smokey is there. So where else is he going to? He do just it? doesn't have a choice. But, so yeah. So I think the the answer is like, don't do it. <laughs> you know, like okay. yeah, I agree. It is a bad place to do it. He shouldn't do it there. But it's like he's making he's he's making that his own problem. Yeah. By by choosing to bring people there and do it there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But again, I think part of the idea is that people are corruptible. Yeah. So I don't I, will, I don't want to rule out 100% that Jacob doesn't want Smokey to interfere with these people. I see. Uh, in terms of him being the stuff co- that could corrupt them. So I, I, that might be part of it. Like they should be able to prove him right even while on the island with this evil incarnate thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, fair enough. You're right, I should say. Oh, there we go. Ten more times and I'll be happy. Okay, okay. I think we can get there. All right, we'll see. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, so electromagnetism seems to be tied in with consciousness traveling or awareness or bleed through or something like that. That seems to be the takeaway from this. And the fact that that's how Desmond sort of goes here to begin with. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in Flashes Before Your Eyes. And I think that's what happened in The Constant. Yeah. So that's pretty consistent. Very. It's, it's a very strange ways. effect for just electromagnetism to have. I don't really understand that, but that seems to be what's going on. Well, it's an effect it doesn't have on anyone else, apparently. So yeah, exactly. that Desmond is special. Yeah, yeah. That's just so strange. He's Why a hint. He's what? a Cylon. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it kind of makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cylon. I knew there was something. All righty. Anything else before we move on? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Charles Woodmore says emergency contact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad. And yet they're such good friends. I'm almost not sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it should be sad, but they seem really close. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Woodmore would be offended if he wasn't his emergency contact. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. I don't know. If they hadn't shown us that scene with Widmore, you know, where like you said, it was you know everything but the zip. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, maybe maybe I would have read this differently, but it, it definitely comes across like, you know, pretty reasonable. He seems like he has no friends though. Well, that's true. Like he's surprisingly bereft of clothes. It's one thing to like. 
to be, you know, to be uh, a workaholic and to, you know, to whatever. But uh, but it's like he's actively, he's super happy, but he's got no close people in his life. Yeah. Besides Widmore. So that's, you know. Yeah, so I guess that's the sad part. Yeah. His friendship with Widmore is fine, but that's all he's got. Well, he's got, and it's his boss. And it's his boss, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, Next scene, Desmond talks uh, with an uncooperative nurse about finding Charlie. He sees Jack and asks him for help uh, finding Charlie. Jack is skeptical that all three of them from the plane are now in the hospital. Charlie comes running down the hallway in a hospital gown. Desmond crashes. um, I'm sorry, Desmond chases him through the hospital. Desmond catches up with Charlie and asks him why he tried to kill him. Charlie says he was just trying to show Desmond something. Desmond demands to see Charlie's hand. Charlie suspects that Desmond saw something. Desmond asks who Penny is. Charlie thinks Desmond felt something. This is a horrible recap. Charlie says he doesn't care about the Widmore's gig anymore and tries to leave. He tells Desmond he should stop worrying about him and go find Penny. Charlie out. Charlie out. I'm done with this episode. <laughs> I gotta go do flash forward, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> exactly. I need it on the set. Flash forward. <laughs> you guys had me for half a day. All right, those are those contacts. Um. Yeah, it was it was weird how he gives him a directive, and it, it's just so clearly like this is all that was about was to yeah. you know send him for a penny. Yeah. Yeah. It's fairly obvious. I have a question, though. Maybe, I don't know if you know the answer, but, like, Desmond's thing struck me as reasonable. Like, if you get in a car wreck and someone else is in the car with you, if you're not their family member, can you really not see them in the hospital? I, you know, I think the nurse is being a little unreasonable, (laughs) But I do think it's pretty strict. I mean, they can't. I think there's a pretty strict rule that, um, you know, unless it's visiting hours or unless the person is in, you know, intensive care, you know, think there, there are, you know, I've seen enough ER to know there's reasons why, you know, you don't have everyone in there. But, uh, but I think, yeah, I think it's family only, generally speaking, unless uh, oh, unless it's like visiting hours. Or something like that. Uh, if they're if they're just after a car accident, or if they're still in surgery, or you know, I could see them limiting it. Um, I'm just imagining like I'm in a car wreck with a friend of mine, or or someone you know, I happen to not be related to, but like I I care about them to some extent. I'm like, well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, well, no, he. Well, what was I was gonna say? Like, you should know their name, right? I will know their name. Will that help? Well, yeah, and it seemed like Desmond was just saying, the guy I was in a wreck with. Yeah, you're right. Desmond should know his name, though, right? And and he should know it. He he could find out his name if he doesn't know his last name. He knows his name is Charlie. Yeah. Uh, But but that's the thing, I think, is he he came off like, I don't know, he didn't come. It was weird. I, again, like, that's why I said the nurse was uncooperative, because she didn't think she wanted to help. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's such a minor thing. But uh, it is. Yeah, I, I just it got me wondering. I was like, God, if I get in a car wreck with someone, am I not going to be able to ever know how they're doing? Like that's just yeah. that's scary to me. 
I think someone would, you know, give you a status update, uh, you know. So, you know, there's things they would probably do. They wouldn't just not tell you anything, I think. Yeah, because it's just like, you know, I want to know the status of people I'm not necessarily, like, related to. Like, you know, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I yeah. understand why they have it, but still, there's certain circumstances where it just seems kind of over the top. But, okay, yeah. anyway. This bothers me. So we get another Jack cameo. Jack back again. He's like, I love, I love him. Like, he's like, wait a minute, another person from the plane is here at the hospital, and it's like just this modicum of skepticism, yeah. and curiosity, and I'm like, keep going, Jack. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. You're on something. You're on something. Yeah, and it's just, you compare this with, you know. The Jack now, mm-hmm. you know, or compare this Jack with um, with the original Jack and the original timeline. Yeah. You know, before he gets to the island, and it's just like, it's like, man, Jack, there are things that you know I could tell you. You're gonna believe that you won't believe. <laughs> yes, that's true. This Jack is so far away from that. Yeah. Like, you think the only weird thing is there's three people from the plane here? Ha. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's you you think it's weird that the that the airline lost your father's coffin? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. They still haven't found that, huh? I don't think so. He'll find it at the end of the epi- the last episode. Yeah, that was that was the other arc like that I saw going for the season. It was mm-hmm. him doing the surgery on Locke and then you know, whatever happened to Kristen's coffin. But yeah, I like it's like you know, you think that's a big deal, but your your dad's been on the island talking to people for years. Yeah, that hey, that don't impress us much. <laughs> I guess not. He's yeah, I it's uh, Jack. It's it's weird to have it's weird to have a sort of blank slate, Jack. Yeah, and I love that, like, it didn't even matter. Him talking to the nurse, him talking to Jack, it didn't even matter. Right. Charlie came crashing Charlie into the hospital Charlie just runs onto anyway. the scene. Yeah, yeah. They solved the problem immediately. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's like... Well, it's really, when Jack, when when uh, when Desmond comes back to Jack, which I think would probably be his first stop, uh, yeah. and trying to convince him what you know, to see the other side. Um, I think that's a little nugget, the fact that they, they, they met each other for the second time here. Yeah. So it'll build on the, the conspiracy theory, you know, that Desmond's going to pitch to him. Right. Right. Which just happens to be true, but... Yeah. It'll seem like a conspiracy theory. It will. It will. If I didn't start having visions like this, I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> yeah. You having visions like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, get out of the MRI then. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's know. it sounds insane. Yeah, I think. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's just no way I would believe it. And I expect Jack to be skeptical. He should be, because this Jack again, and yeah, it was like his problems with his father and with his own son and being like his father. And like, that's all, that's all this Jack's really got to worry about. Not that that's nothing, but it's, uh, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's ever thought about the kind of stuff that he's going to have to confront 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when Desmond brings him in. So it's going to be weird. Yeah. Also, well, I, I meant to bring up, like, it's strange what they did with Desmond in, in LAX, like the way they had him go sit here. Next, yeah, go sit next to Jack for a little bit and then disappear. It was like no one knew he was there. I totally thought when they saw each other in this scene, Jack was going to be like, hey, you disappeared on the plane. Yeah. And Desmond would be like, oh, yeah, I moved back to my seat or something or whatever right. the reason was. But they just totally ignored it. Yeah. Yeah, Jack didn't seem to remember. Yeah. He just remembered that he saw him. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, so I'm getting off the idea that they're all going to meet at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, no, not hospital's not the meeting place. It, it looks it's like, probably going to be it's probably going to be Eloise's church again. Or oh no, we're gonna we're gonna go to the looking. Is here's a question: Is, is the lamppost is the lamppost there? I think so. I mean, Dharma's on the island. That's how they. That's that's what they use to find the island. So it is. It's got to be there. Right. It should be there, as far as I can tell. I mean, Dharma. You know, we saw the derricks there, so I don't have any reason to believe it's not. I don't know why yeah. Eloise knows about it, but oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will have to. Um, but yeah, it looks like it looks like a few people will meet maybe at the hospital, but uh, not everybody. Yeah. It's just one of those places that a lot of people go at some point, so. The hospital? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in this, you know, in this story at least. Yeah. Because people keep getting hurt, seriously. Hurt seriously, not hurt, comma, seriously. Anyway, sorry. Seriously hurt? Seriously hurt, thank you, sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about where adjectives go in English. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I was speaking French there. Yeah, I could tell your accent was atrocious. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's true, though. It was. <laughs> um, it's not a diss. It's just a fact. Uh, I'd be offended, but it's hard to... <laughs> <laughs> Do you deny that your French accent was atrocious? I, I just can't. No, I'm sorry. It was. Right. Right. Then, then, then say the titular line... You were right. Oh, okay. It's like um, ha- happily ever after. <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. So you're. I forgot that. That's the title now. Is that the title of this podcast? Yeah, that's the subtitle. Okay. Podcast number seventy-five. You were right. Yeah. No, it's the last lowdown with Claude and Justin. Oh. Claude was right. No, Claude know. was right. Okay. Okay. You ready for the next scene? Yes. It's pretty God quick. Fixed. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue past this scene to the next one. Oh, okay. it's very quick. So Desmond talks to Widmore on the phone and gives him the news about Charlie. Widmore is upset and tells Desmond that he's gonna have to go tell Miss Widmore the bad news. The next scene, Desmond arrives at the party location. George wishes him good luck in dealing with Miss Widmore. <laughs> Uh, and why weren't you with me when you were driving that car? Exactly. How did you win a car? Exactly. Let's <sighs> not talk about that now. All right. Anyway. Desmond finds Mrs. Widmore and introduces himself. He breaks the news that Drive Shaft won't be able to perform, but she isn't angry. She's never even heard of Drive Shaft. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> 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 editorial comment. 
She thanks him for the news. <laughs> I wish that. And, <laughs> Drive shaft, my automobile is just fine. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, she thanks him for the news and he leaves. As he's leaving, Desmond overhears Penny's name on the guest list. He asks to see the list, but Miss Whid- Mrs. Widmore tells him it's confidential. Ooh. She talks him in. Uh, I'm sorry. She takes. She talks to him in private and tells him to stop. Stop looking for whatever it is he's looking for. He asks if she knows what he's looking for, but she's surprised he's looking for anything at all. He has the perfect life, and the thing he wanted more than anything would more approval. How does she know what he wants? Because she bloody does. So, uh, sorry, she also knows that Desmond is not ready yet. End scene. Wow. She bloody does. I bloody do. I bloody do. Here's a napkin. It sounds messy. <laughs> Get your bloody do off me. Yeah, it sounds like you need a towel after that. I don't want to be around it. Yeah, I can wipe my hands. Yeah, I... That's, that's one of the standard lost responses, I think. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like... I think I think um uh I think Locke asked Widmore why he why he's special or something and Widmore just says Because, because you, you are, are. Because <laughs> you are <laughs> Thank you. That. Yes. Clearly you do. I'm embellishing maybe, but I'm not sure you are. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's just it's so yeah. It's so it's, unhelpful. It's, you, you simplify it, and it's why, and the answer is because. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> because Thanks. I'm the mommy, that's why. <laughs> because I'm the mommy. <laughs> but I'll go back to that, huh? Yes. Why do I have to do this? Because I'm the mommy. <laughs> all right. You got me there. I'm not the mommy, so I guess I can't make decisions. Exactly. Is that what we're saying here, Mother? I Fine. think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh so WTF. Yeah. Why? Why Miss Hawking? Why? Well, and Widmore, whatever the fuck your name is. You're killing yeah, me. Yeah, that's why I kept calling her Miss Widmore. Yeah, it's Miss Mrs. Hawking, and it's Mrs. Widmore. <sighs> So that's a question in terms of why does she? This is a huge, the huge thread here in terms of why yeah. does she know this? Um, obviously, it seems like she's aware of the differences. Dan is aware that he did something uh, to make this happen. Yeah, uh, he's got to feel some burden. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> he created a new reality. Um, Ouch. And he he seems pretty calm. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, so he's wearing a hat. He's wearing a hat. You you're cool if you're wearing a hat. Yeah. No issues if you're wearing a hat. That's why in the forties everyone wore all the men wore hats. Exactly. Good there point. Was no problem. No issues. No. It's a good time. Yeah. They called it the peaceful decade, the forties. They did. That's <laughs> yeah. it was so it was noted for its peacefulness. It was, it really was. <laughs> You know, I, I'm sorry. I was reading one of these my Texas history book, 
Mm-hmm. And that's what it said here. So uh, that, I don't know. I don't oh, know if that's accurate. Oh, oh, again! <laughs> wow. Came back for round two. You're really hitting that Texas scoreboard. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Little do they know uh, they're getting fiercely editorialized in a in a lost podcast. <laughs> Hold me back, all right? Hold me back. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. This is intense. Wow. I couldn't help. It was too. Easy. It was too. It was. It, it was right there. I just had to say it was. You're talking about the '40s being the peaceful decade. I just <laughs> revisionist history. I just. I had to make the connection. Yeah. No. You're right. It was. It was totally appropriate. Um. <laughs> because everyone knows how I feel about that whole thing. Uh, clearly, yes. No secrets anymore. No secrets. So, all right, let's start over at the beginning of this scene here. There was something I want to talk about. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> drive Chef. Yeah, she didn't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea. She had no idea what he was talking about. Me too. Drive Chef. I like to put them off the itinerary already. <laughs> I saw that on the itinerary and I crossed it off. <laughs> oh man, I do have to say um, she was great. This was Miss Hawking. This was the original yeah. Eloise. You're this right. Was, this is the character I like. She played it the way I like her when she plays it. This was not didactic school teacher Miss Hawking. Yes. You know, and and again, I just have to say, just don't ever give her didactic information, exposition yes. to say. You know, but when she's like setting up this party and she's trying to talk to Desmond and like she, it, she's it's perfect, you know. Yeah. Like even at the end when when he says bye and she's or he, she you know, she says thank you or something and she's not even looking at him, you know. Mm-hmm. She barely says it, you know. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's the you know the 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 the, the hawking tormenting Desmond I like. Yeah, I mean she's just interesting when she's like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't know what she knows, you don't know exactly why she's saying this. There's something interesting about her. Whereas when she's just standing up and you know explaining she's got a things book to in the, her hand. <laughs> yeah, yes, son, that's right. That's my gold star. <laughs> Yeah, that just, I think they got the character wrong in those scenes. It, she just yeah. didn't come. I mean, I guess the what they wanted her to say sort of dictated the way she was behaving. But I just think, maybe I just think that was a bad role to put her in. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't really fit. It didn't really fit with the way she is in this scene and the way she originally was, which is the the better version of her, I think. Like, I, I kind of wish they could have they could have used someone else for that. Yeah. Well, and it was like, and before that, you know, when uh, the little the little bit of that episode when we see Ben come in, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, you have seventy two hours, and yeah. she's all like, or out, you know, God help us all, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's the Whitmore we like. Mr. Yeah, Whitmore we like. I mean, oh God, wow, we're talking we like. And, <laughs> how quickly uh, we switch universes? How yeah, how quickly she's a Whitmore, uh, and. Um, so yeah, and it was just the next episode when she's when she's giving class. It's just like you're weird. Yeah, 
Yeah, it did seem like sweet change, and I, that's always bothered me. Like, what if I can't do all? Then God help us all. This mm-hmm. is all I could get. Okay, well, this will okay, do. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like the drive shaft thing. Oh, you tell her drive shaft's not coming. Exactly. Hey, drive shaft's not coming. Oh, that's fine. Who? Yeah. <laughs> what shaft? And yeah, this is like this is a fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. They got specific forks for the salad, and she's arranging them very precisely. Yeah. And dry fucking shaft is going to play here? Like, that's just, that's weird. Yeah. Like, Dan, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, Dan? <laughs> I blame Dan. <laughs> I do blame Dan. Because I think he set this up, and it just he makes did. no sense. He did set this up. I want to play with drive shaft. Yeah. Oh, that's random. It's really random. I, so we've talked, you know, we joked about why she doesn't care, but is there a real reason why she doesn't care? About drive shaft? Yeah, is it just that that she 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 knows about Desmond and she's meeting him or something, or or I mean, I I, I liked her explanation of you know rock stars are unpredictable, you know what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, and she doesn't see, she doesn't seem like she's you know she's not mad because Dan's not mad so that's one thing too but yes uh, I like I kind of like the idea that she didn't really care about drive shaft that much yeah like, yeah like she didn't really want drive shaft at her fancy banquet yeah. or her fancy uh, what is this uh, is it a fundraiser or something or I forgot what they said this was supposed to be some sort of party right like that's not. That's not the part of the evening that she's really yeah, she interested just, in. She was just like probably um, humoring Dan. Exactly. By by indul- letting him indulge in his, you know. Yeah, yeah. I want to play with Drive Shaft, mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> he has that accent. <laughs> <laughs> Only when he's asking for stuff. Only when he's asking for stuff. Yeah, he. <laughs> That's funny. Dan uses his, like a faux British accent <laughs> to ask for stuff. <laughs> Yes, I don't know. That seems appropriate. Just to like to me. Get in, yeah, to get in good. Like, that that seems like something a kid might do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I don't know. To me, that actually sounds plausible. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy it. That's how that's how it comes off. She she explains it well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, as for why she seems to know what's going on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why she knew this stuff in Flashes Before Your Eyes. I was just, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say, well, ask yourself why she knew this stuff. Yeah, so I I think, you know, and I still don't understand how Flashes is supposed to work. Like, did we ever figure out how that was supposed to work in terms of reality? No, no. Like, was all of that just, Something else? And Some you know, other reality? I think ugh, I think it was the same reality, but 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 changed. But I mean, I mean, what I mean by reality is like, you know, the a, a sort of like it wasn't like just in his head. Oh, oh, oh. Like, like, like that Miss Hawking right. was really there, and, and she was in some sort of real physical world with him. Yeah. And all, because it just seemed like, you know, it just seemed, it just seemed really 
you know, sort of surreal and superficial. Artificial. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I thought I think I remember it being the case that that was supposed to be real. Yeah. I could I could be wrong about that, but I I I think I remember that being the case. That you know that his con- he really did consciousness travel you know back in time. Mm-hmm. Back in time to when he didn't propose to Penny or something. Yeah. Or what? Yeah. Exactly. I'm wondering if he's like he goes yeah. back and he wants to do it differently. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to propose and 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 not. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so Hawking steps in to make sure that he doesn't and that he ends up on the path that leads him, you know, to the island so he can push the button. But isn't that when he – doesn't he, doesn't he meet Charlie? Yes. And I thought, like, that didn't really ever happen. Me too. <laughs> oh, but I guess he changes things, right? Yeah. Like, he met him when he was trying to do things differently, but then that didn't actually ever – see, that's, that's the that's thing. That's true. Then it, then, it doesn't, then it didn't really happen if he – if at the end of the day he proposes to her, or he doesn't propose, he goes to the island. He ends up not proposing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So that means that all that stuff didn't really, it, it happened, but it's out of existence then. Yeah. I think so. The, the, weird, I mean, the weird thing about flashes for me was that the point, like the punchline of the episode is, no matter what I do, I can't change things. You're gonna die, Charlie. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's just to me, it, it sort of reminds me. Uh, it's like it's like a mirror version of the variable, where the point of the episode is we can change things. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm gonna detonate a hydrogen bomb and and change stuff. Yeah. Um, but the weird thing about both episodes is that flashes sort of ends with him in that bar where he where he remembers you know he remembers something happening on the soccer game on TV or something and then he remembers some guy coming in and hitting someone with a cricket bat and like he's calling yeah. all this stuff right but the thing is what he remembers is different from what actually happens like he ends up getting hit with a bat instead of the guy who was who was supposed to get hit or who he thought would get hit whereas in the variable he says we can change things but it ends by things being exactly the same (laughs) you know so it's like it's like the punchline of the episode is either we could change things or we can't but what we see is the opposite and i i just find that very strange i'm wondering if they're trying to tie in the flash sideways into that to the previous stuff the, the flashes stuff like maybe that's supposed to be alternate realities too. Oh, okay. I mean, like it can't be the versions. same thing. Well, yeah, yeah, not the same thing, but like smaller versions of that. Of like, I see that that whole thing played out in some other reality or something. I see. It would work a little better, but it did seem like Hawking wanted him to do that. Like the the way she was talking about it, it, it seemed like the decisions he was making were affecting sort of this. This, you know, she had this idea of fate or destiny or what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so it seems like why couldn't there be another universe where he proposes to Penny and doesn't go to the island? That's what this is, basically. I mean, he, well, not quite. He didn't propose to Penny, but he doesn't go to the island. You know, that stuff, it's it's different. So, like, to me, it seemed like there they really were talking well, about. Well, yeah, it's different. The same universe. That's the, that's the universe 
predicated on him wanting to be Widmore's best friend. Uh, but I would say the other, the Flash's stuff was him, was basically a universe where he didn't want, where he wanted to not go to the island. He wanted to be a penny. Right. So in that sense, it's, it's sort of similar. Right. And that basically, in the same way, Miss Hawking is, you know, telling him in both instances to, to cut it out. You know, and the flashes she's telling him, "Don't try to change things." Yes. You know, which, which, you know, if this is supposed to be like a flash sideways, an alternate reality, then maybe like he has to choose to go to the island, or else, you know, maybe something crazy like that becomes his re- new reality or something. Like if he if he did choose to propose to Penny, like he would never have gone to the island or something weird like that. Right. But it seems to me like that's saying it really is the original timeline. Yeah, but all the other stuff had already happened. Like, he wasn't going to be able to change the other events. Like, it's only, like, it's only, right? I think it would only change things for him. I don't know. I'm trying to connect the two. They might not be connected, but... It's they're definitely similar situations. Yes, yes, I agree, I agree. But I think I think to me that seems like the idea. To me, it seems like the idea with flashes was changing the past of the universe therein, and it seems like this is about this is about you know making the wrong choices in a in a different you know not doing what you're supposed to do in a different timeline or different universe yeah i guess what i'm trying to what i'm trying to make work is the idea that the flashes stuff it is it would affect their main timeline but it's playing out in this alternate reality like it's this loop of events in this alternate reality and if he can get out of the loop or he can get out of that reality if he makes the choice that he's supposed to make which is to go to the island which is sort of what he's supposed to do which is what he did before okay but just so I'm just connecting it to the flash sideways stuff with the idea that the the flashes that whole sequence of events just the idea that it plays out in another reality like it doesn't really play out in our main timeline where those events have already been settled. Okay. But that the result of the flashes stuff would affect the main timeline. Okay, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, that can work. I mean, it's pretty weird if that's not the case, actually. Yeah, that's why. That's why I want it to be where it's somehow it's though that whole stuff is just playing out, you know, in a different, different reality. So that it's not like he's going back in time. I don't know. I think it's just weird for Miss Hawking to be there. If it's well, the main reality, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's weirder. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the idea, the idea of going to the past and, you know, not, I mean, it did seem like some of the things he did were different. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the point that Hawking was trying to make was, and, and I think Ross has kind of wavered on this, that you can, you can change stuff, but, you know, fate or the universe will course correct and make that thing happen in some other way. Yeah. 
you know, and that was sort of the idea with Charlie. Like, he was supposed to die in any number of ways, and it was going to happen eventually no matter what. Yeah. And yeah. he, he I could, think that's the idea. So, yeah. So it, it seemed like it seemed like that um, – it seemed like he really did go to his past and do things differently, but he couldn't change him – he couldn't change him too much. Like, he, he was able to make small alterations to the past, but that's it. Like, fundamentally, mm-hmm. somehow the same things happened. Yeah. Which is, which is in contrast to, you know, this whole idea where we can change things. But, of course, it, it, looks, like, it looks like Dan was kind of wrong in that they couldn't, they couldn't really change their own universe. They could create a new one where different things happen. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the kind of thing I was saying with the flashes and stuff with Desmond is that, that idea of whatever they want it to be different plays out. It doesn't play out in their timeline. It plays out in this alternate universe. I see. You know, and I think, you know, if they all decide to go back, I feel like that universe would somehow end or something. Yeah. You know, I feel like they could, it's just there because they want it to be there. And, and they can sort of, you know, choose to be there. But if they choose to go back, are they all dying or something by to go back? Uh, then somehow that would affect, you know, that would affect that uh, that world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that That's the sense I get as well. It it seems like somehow since they're responsible for creating it, they you know, they can they can have an effect on whether it exists or not. Mhm. But it does seem like I mean, it's hard to connect this for me. Like Eloise was just as far as I can tell, she was just, you know, fairly standard other on the island. I don't know how she got there, but she was there when she was pretty young and worked her way up, you know, eventually became the leader. And I don't know what, you know, then it seems like the most pivotal thing I can think of is the fact that she killed her own son who was time traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, And she ends up with this journal like that. Like the journal is the only thing I got for how she knows stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, I, it's not clear to me, I don't see anything else from what they told us that would lead me to think, like, how she could be this kind of, ha- have this kind of overall, like, transcendent awareness of, you know, what what the universe is supposed to be like. Yeah. Uh, she could be special herself. They could say she's got some quality that, yeah. that gives her that perspective or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Desmond's supposed to be special and like, you know, unless you put him near a giant electromagnetic field, I I guess you don't necessarily see it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he seems like a normal person more or less. Um, I I guess, yeah, I just, it, it doesn't seem like they've established it as much as with Desmond. Yeah. They just sort of shown her doing it, but there's sort of no I guess they don't really explain why Desmond can do it. No. So I, I don't know with anybody's powers, it's a while before they explain it if they ever do. Yeah. That's true. There's a number of people that have powers. I guess that's just supposed to be the idea. Like her power is she knows how things are supposed to be. Mhm. And 
Yeah, so maybe the island gave it to her or something. Wild guess. I mean, I think the journal is a big deal, and I think the fact that she realizes she kills her own son, I think that makes her heavily invested in what's going to happen on the island, and I yeah. think it makes her, you know, uh, investigate and research and, and be really involved with all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree, but it seems like, you know, it seems like even in this timeline, she still has that. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they're in a whole new universe, she she still has whatever that was. Like, she in this universe, she didn't kill Dan. She didn't get the journal. You know, that stuff didn't happen. But she still has it. So that, that makes it seem like it can't come from the journal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I was talking about her main timeline stuff. Uh, the, the alternate timeline, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a, pivoting, a pivot point, you know, in the 70s when the bomb goes off. I would be interested what people think or remember previous to that time. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like she, like, because she was on the island before the bomb went off, you know, for a long time, I don't know, I feel like she's, that's that's how she's getting her perspective because she wasn't like with the you know the, most of the lossies flash back to the future right um so uh i don't know i feel like somehow that's where her perspective comes from from sort of being around before the bomb went off you know i guess Whitmore was around too uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's maybe, a, hey, I mean, you could, maybe we'll find out she had a near-death incident, and that's when she realized things were, were, something was wrong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I do think she's just generally knowledgeable. I don't think they'll even tell us that. I think, I think she just knows. Yeah, I kind of do too. It, it also makes me want to say that Miles will still have his power. Hmm. And I expect Hurley to as well. Hmm. Well, but if Hurley was seeing dead people, wouldn't he wouldn't he go in an institution for that? Oh. Yeah, okay, maybe. That wouldn't be good luck. No, that wouldn't be good luck. I don't know, maybe he likes it. Maybe he reacts to it differently. Yeah, I I kinda wanna say uh, I wanna say they don't have their powers. I don't know, though. I don't... Yeah, I, I guess... I feel like Miles' story should have pretty much been the same. I feel like they don't have their powers, but I yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't. Okay. I feel like they do, and I don't know why they would. Conferences and this guy has broken down on Yeah, yeah. What do you want to say, sir? Minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes... Oh, really? Star eight. That's it? Press what now? That was important enough to play that annoying sound. We've heard it before, sir. Oh. Sorry, what were you saying before we were ever so rudely interrupted? No, I think we have the inverse theory here. I just I yes. I uh I don't think they have it. I don't know why. You think they have it, you don't know why. Yes, yes. Like my te- my tenuous evidence, like my idea is basically that um, that Eloise has her power is sort of you know the, the 
this kind of sense of what fate is or what is supposed to happen. And since she's exhibiting it in the Flash Sideways world, I'm inferring from that that the other people yeah. have their powers. I, I, I will admit that's a stretch. It's, you know, it's something to go on. I just, I wouldn't want to go on it only because Eloise, I think, is an, is, is different. I think she she's seems an like an anomaly. I agree. Yeah, she she doesn't seem like she would be the same as the other people. But this definitely does raise questions, none of which we can answer, I think. But, you know, were they still on the island at, at all? Were they ever others? I mean... Widmore, Widmore's banishment, or the way he left the island, can't have been the same since Ben obviously, you know, didn't become the leader of the others, and so Ben wouldn't have been able to banish him. And I mean, all that had to be different. So, you know, was he on the island at all? If so, why did he leave? It must have been different. You know, did the did the others get along with Dharma in this universe? Like, what happened? I, you know. All right, let me answer your questions in sequence. Okay. Yes, no, yes, yes, no, 18, no, yes, green apples. <laughs> oh, okay. Green apples are better, I agree. Green apples. Um, it's season six, green apples. Red apples are um, better. So I don't know the answer to any of your questions because I think it comes back to when did Widmore and Ellie get on the island and why? True, true. They were I mean, in the 50s. They were so. in the 50s. So, but the thing is, I mean, I think this it's been pretty clearly established that things are different even before 1977. We don't know how much before, but yes, before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we can't, like, draw a hard line there and say everything's the same before that. Well, and, but but we, we do need to make a distinction between things being different on the island and things being different off the island. I think we only know things were different off the island previous to... I think we know things are different on the island, too. Like, I, I mean, it's a little it's a little fishy, but the the stuff Roger says to Ben really didn't sound like the same stuff they went through you know, before the bomb went off. Well, yes. I mean, any of the... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the direct... Like, and Chang, too. Like, Chang, Chang appears to have made it off the island as well. Okay. So my point is, yes, the direct, like, cause and effect of the losties having gone there and stuff like that, that will definitely be different. Uh, my, my, what I'm saying is things like, you know, Ben and those guys did go to the island still. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think the stuff in the seventies, sort of in that decade, I would, uh, my thought is pretty much happened on the island the same way. Uh, obviously barring the time traveling losties interfering and doing stuff, uh, things would be different because of that. But in general, um, it seems like the evidence is saying there wasn't too much difference besides the fact, you know, they got there, they left. You know, everyone seemed to have left at some point. Um, you know, Miles and, and his dad left and his mom left and stuff like that. Um, but we know, like with Sawyer, like we know, you know, um, or was it Sawyer? Who was the, who was, I'm trying to remember the the previous thing we knew about one of the losties passed. Was it Sawyer that something was really different? What do you do? 
Uh, was that Jacob didn't visit him? I think that was just a guess, though. Oh. Uh, Somebody mentioned something, and it was like it was it would it would have been before the seventies, I think. Oh. And now I can't remember who it was. Who could that have been? Or maybe it was just before the bomb. I don't remember. But yeah, the things things are definitely different. I mean, it's not yeah. I mean, like what the Rossies did in the seventies was pretty significant. So yeah, even if that's the only things that change, it's it's kind of a lot, you know. Like yeah, but I mean, the things I think are the same in terms. Are I feel like are who was where and when. Okay, I mean, that kind of stuff is the same. The the actual events of what played out is definitely going to be different. Okay, but I mean, at a certain point, so you're thinking like, Whitmore. Whitmore stayed on the island until the time Ben banished him, and then he just left for a different reason. Is that sort of what you mean? No, um, I don't know. I don't know how to reconcile Whitmore and Eloise. This is the new problem. Uh, and then you know you have Alex. Yeah. Alex didn't end up on the island, so you know that whole thing couldn't have played out. The, I mean, that was what led to Whitmore's banishment, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, okay, but you're not saying that. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so then, what what are you saying? I'm, 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 maybe I don't, maybe I don't quite get it. Like, you said who are who are where when, but like, what? Ah, how does it work? Well, I mean, like I said, Eloise and Woodmore. I don't know where to put them because I don't know what brought them to the island in the first place. Okay. Um. So I don't know with you know. I mean. They still have Dan, which to me uh, makes me think that they they I I assume they had met on the island, so me I too. assume they still went to the island, uh, and that they all left when the island was going to be destroyed. Um, that's what I think happened. So I think I think yeah, but he didn't you know wait for when Ben would have kicked him off and just left himself. Left when the when I do you think when like when the hydrogen bomb was going to go. So you think that ha- I mean that can't possibly have happened in this timeline. Well, something happened. Something happened to sink the island, and that's what I'm calling the hydrogen bomb. I mean, okay. some- and I feel like something happened to make these people leave the island. But it couldn't uh, have played out the way we saw it in the incident. I mean, maybe a hydrogen bomb still went off, but mm-hmm. it, it must have been it must have been put there by someone else in some other way. Yeah, or or it's just uh, you know it's they were drilling to the you know they were drilling into the swan and they hit the thing and they just hit and, the pocket and they managed to they managed to you know set off a warning and tell people to leave. Okay, but you know that you know they hit the pocket in sort of yeah. the same the same space time second as when the hydrogen bomb goes off in the other universe or something. Okay, something like that. Okay, I see. I see. So the so the other universe somehow affected it, even though they weren't there. Like I said, that energy had to go somewhere. I don't know where yes. it went, but I feel like it had to go somewhere. And I feel like that's what sunk the island. Okay, that it does seem like that's the kind of thing Dan's saying later. So yeah. Um. Okay. 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 That's right. So the island is sunk. So they they can't. Okay, so they met. You know, it's also strange to me that actually stranger than still having Dan is that Penny, you know, Woodmore still had Penny. Then he still has her? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I, I, you know, I want to, I want to make Eloise her mother, but she's not. Right. I don't know when are we ever going to meet Penny's mother. I mean, I don't know that we will, but one yeah. of the, one of the, because we never met her in the original timeline. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the, uh, um, that was one of the reasons Whitmore got banished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kept leaving the island and he had a kid. Yeah, exactly. With an outsider. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, they, they made it clear that she wasn't supposed to be Eloise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely made that clear. Um, um... So, so I mean, so it sort of can't be here. But like, the idea seems to be that they—I don't know—he, he had an affair or something, and had had another kid uh, at some point. Uh, I guess that's the idea. It's, it's hard to put together a story when you have so little to go on. Yeah. Well, I would say Penny's older, so I would think he had her first. Oh. So really? Penny, yeah, I don't know, but I... I guess you're right. I, I just you know, it's weird. Older. When Ben said that, I, I, I thought I thought that that was something that had happened recently, but that would make Penny like 14 or something, which when is what? kind of ridiculous. What when, you when, when Ben banishes Widmore, you know, mm-hmm. he he tells him, you you know, you left and, and you, had a, you had a kid with an outsider. And, like, my impression was that that was something that had happened recently. Oh, but but like that just can't be right because I think he he was banished even after the purge. I mean, that, okay, yeah, that would make Penny like twelve or something in two thousand four. Yeah, she's not twelve, so that's just totally ridiculous. So that's old news. Like Ben found out about some old old news. I think yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't think it's like he found out. I think he knew. I mean, I think you know, Whitmore was going off the island probably to see her and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I think it was probably like. He had been he had been fed up with it. I think he probably knew for a while. Yeah. Okay. 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 I just I mean the way he said it, it sounded like it was a recent development, like not something they had you know they had known for like twenty years. <laughs> it's like you're gonna banish me now for this? Like it's just it's yeah. weird. Well, I, okay. I don't know if it's for twenty years, but well, I, yeah. That's how you I know. It should have been, I mean, she should have been about that old. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I agree. I don't know how long he knew, but, like, you know, it just it just comes across weird. Like, it comes across like a recent thing. Mm-hmm. Because you assumed it was. Yeah. Because of what you did. Well, if you're going to, I mean, if you're going to say, so, yeah, that's why I was saying the idea that he sort of discovered this, like, Penny was already like, however old, like, and he discovers this, you know, mm-hmm. like that. That's the way it comes across. Anyway, whatever. I, <laughs> I don't want to go over this because of what I did. Um. All right. So I wanted to talk about this idea that you know, uh, Mrs. Widmore slash Miss Hawking says that Desmond shouldn't be looking for anything because he's got the perfect life. And the thing he wanted more than anything else was more approval. Yes. So that goes along with that theory I had about Smokey when he was telling Sawyer you could have anything you want. Or who? Was it Sawyer? It was Saeed. Saeed, you could have anything you want. What did he tell? 
He told Sawyer I could answer the the biggest question or something. Why you're here. Why yeah. you're here. And then, um, and then he tells him, you know, let's just leave the island. Yeah. He doesn't really <laughs> promise Sawyer very much. He doesn't. Uh, but that's all Sawyer really wants, so what are you going to do? Uh... So, yeah, so this seems to go along with my theory that the Flash Sideways are, are um, at the very least, what these people wanted, the thing they couldn't get or something, uh, or another attempt to get it for some of them. Uh, and if you look at Hurley, you know, it's so it's so obvious. <laughs> Hurley, <laughs> who had bad luck when he won the lotto, what do mm-hmm. you want in a Flash Sideways? Oh, I want to win the lotto and be the luckiest man ever. <laughs> Okay, yeah. that's pretty obvious. Yeah. So, uh, so it's it's nice that it, this seems to be play, uh, paying off uh, this idea. Uh, now, I don't know if they're going to go as far as to have it be, you know, the people who get off of the island with Smokey are the ones who get what they want or don't get what they want. Or, yeah. Or whatever. How how far it goes that way, but um, but it's nice to have the the final word that this is this is the universe predicated on what they what they most wanted. Right. But you know, twist it a little bit. Like like in in some case like literally it seems like more or less perfect, but in Desmond's case it's like it's it's not exactly everything he wanted. <laughs> I trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. One hundred percent trust me. Hurley will have issues. <laughs> You're probably right. You don't it's think you, not, you don't think it's gonna be a flash forward where he's just like, God, everything's <laughs> perfect. Everything is just going great for me. I no, love this. Me. I have no conflicts with anyone. Yeah, no. I'm the luckiest person ever. I don't have any conflicts. Yeah, no. It's believe me, believe me. Mo money, mo problems, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bring that mo one luck, back. Mo luck, mo problems. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Do you think um, there's a guy out there whose name is Mo Money? <laughs> what? Like, his first name is M O E, and his last name is like Money. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Or like Mo Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Mo Diamonds. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> and his cousin, Mo Problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was the, Mo family, the Mo family reunion. Yeah. There's, look, there's Mo Mo's showing up. They're all named Mo's, but they all have different last names. <laughs> it's a weird family. <laughs> it's a really weird family. Or maybe they're Bajoran and their last name goes Ah, first. yes, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> Star Trek to save the day. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, you're right. Um, everyone, everyone's got something. But you know, it seemed like Jack, Jack would sort of want to resolve the issues with his father, and he sort of does that by having a son and and being a good father to him. Pizza. It, it, pizza. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and like Saeed wanted Nadia back. He sort of got her, but he wasn't with her. He didn't want to be a killer anymore, but he was kind of forced into it anyway. Um, yeah, I think I like I said, I think there's people who are who are going to have way different outcomes. I don't ever think everyone's going to have the the happy life, and I think Saeed Saeed has like the the bittersweet slash you know bad one because it seems like he's 
I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to him after this. If, that, if after this nothing happens, yeah, right, then he's fine. <laughs> but it seems like they might be, he might be just going further and further down, down the path of darkness at this point. Yeah. Even in the flash sideways, you mean? Yeah, 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 in the flash of sideways. Yeah. Flash sideways, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, like, like I feel like Sawyer, Sawyer should want, ooh, sorry. Um, Sawyer should want, I would think Sawyer would want his parents not to have, you know, dad not to have killed his mom and himself. You know, but that happened. I guess, you know, he ended up being a cop instead of a criminal, but it doesn't seem like his life is all that great, really. Well, his big his big goal is to find the real Sawyer, and at this point he's not having luck. So with my theory that some people are going to have bad outcomes and good outcomes, if Sawyer has a bad one, then maybe his, you know, what he gets out of this, yeah, he's a cop, which is, is you know, I guess it's better than being a criminal, but he might he might never get to find the real Sawyer. Oh, okay. That might that might be his, you know, sort of bad outcome. Okay. Okay. If he's supposed to get a bad one. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I do think there is supposed to be some idea that there's a connection between what's happening in the flash sideways and what they want is. Yes. I mean, I think that's that's pretty clear. I I do think you mean because Eloise just said that? Because she just said that, yeah. <laughs> and we just talked for 20 minutes about that. <laughs> yes. All right, then, I, then I, you're right, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> it's nice to get one, even when it's mm-hmm. just, you know, <laughs> stating the obvious. Even when it's pity? Yeah, a pity, oh. a pity right. <laughs> um, uh,. Yeah, yeah. So I I want to I want to say a little more about what I think's going on when we get to the scene with Dan. Okay. Cuz I think I think that really that really gets the closest to you know what I think actually happened. All right, well, I'm looking at the timetable here. It looks like we'll have time for that. Oh, good. I'm glad that fits yeah. into your timetable. I Yeah. <laughs> It's very important we have this timetable. Yes. <laughs> We're going to stick to our timetable. Yeah, we have to. We're not going to follow the bad example mm-hmm. set for us. Uh, I love when Desmond overhears Penny's name on the guest list. Like, just perfect timing, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that universe wants them to figure this out. It, yeah. You know, I, don't, I, I, think, I, I don't think it's not helping or whatever the word would be. Um, oh, it's helping. And you know, it seems notable to me that even though Eloise tries to stop Desmond, she does say at the end, um, "You're not ready you're yet." You're not ready yet, exactly. So it's not like you can't find out. You're just not ready to find out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't seem like she's trying to prevent him from doing this forever. Yeah. Um, just for whatever reason, she doesn't want him to do it right now. But it does seem like I agree. It seems like it's inevitable. Yeah. Like they're 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 gonna meet, and the universe wants them to meet. Even. Yeah, it almost feels like the universe, or the you know the the collective universes, the the overall multiverse, whatever, just was just like you know humoring them. 
Like, okay, you guys thought your life, your destiny was so shitty, and mm-hmm. you want to you wanna prevent it from happening. Okay, let me show you what that would be like, and I'll give you what you want. And yes. but it but it's like this sense of that it's all inevitably going to crash and fail and, and and end, and it just seems like if that's true, then it's just like the universe is just humoring them. Yeah. Like, all right, you wanted to see what would happen, and you know this is what would happen. So there. Now shut yeah, up and, it's like up and take your destiny. It's like they they all get they all get this stuff, but then it's. It seems like they they end up yearning for what what they had before. Yeah, and it's like the universe knew they they would they they would end up wanting their original life back or whatever. But they but it yeah, it, it was maybe just forced to show it to them by right. by, by their you know because they're the variables you know right right it couldn't it couldn't not have this happen yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It's like you know. Universe knows best. Yeah, it's weird because it's so cosmic. Like I, I wonder even what that has to do with the islands. Mhm. You know, like yeah, it's, it's I, just, it seems too grand for the island. No offense. I mean, the island's cool and all, but mm-hmm. it just seems like such a big thing. Yeah. Well, the island is a spaceship. Oh, that's right. Does that even? That doesn't seem to encapsulate at all. Um. The island is... I bought it. The island is a monolith from 2001. Oh, there it is. That'll work. They're all going to turn into star babies. Star babies. They're all a star baby. Oh, they'll form into one giant star baby. Yep. Nice. And look down down upon the island. Oh, yes. We just called the ending. We just called the ending. Yep. Yeah, I'll turn into star babies. <laughs> wow. Wow. I actually want to see that. Uh, you don't. Um, okay. <laughs> I also love how... I think Mrs. I do. Mrs. Woodmore tells uh, Desmond he can't see the list because it's confidential, and he's like, I look at confidential stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I just love that... But number one, that the list is confidential in any like grand sense. Right. And number two, the fact that he gets to see like contra- confidential business stuff is like I get to look at confidential. I don't know. I just thought that as an explanation of like I can see that. I I look at confidential stuff. Yeah. Really. I just came back from looking at confidential stuff. <laughs> I can confidential stuff in my briefcase. Here, let me show you. I spent eighty percent of my life looking at confidential stuff. Yeah, it's like I'd show you this confidential stuff I have in my briefcase. It's confidential. Exactly. Oh, Des. I was looking at confidential stuff when you were a gleam in your mother's eye, son. And she's like, I'm twice your age. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to the next scene. All right. We're back at the car. Desmond pours himself a drink. Uh, this is the car Minkowski's driving. Uh, there's a knock on the window, and it's Daniel Widmore. Minkarski. Uh, Minkarski? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did I say that? No, I did. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, he drives the car. Dan and, De- uh, Dan and Desmond chat. Dan asks if he believes in love at first sight. Uh-oh. This Uh-oh. isn't going anywhere good, guys. 
He tells them about a girl he saw, blue eyes, red hair. Oh, no, stop. He, yeah, I know. And as soon as he saw her, it was like he already loved her. What? <laughs> this is like deja vu from the Charlie conversation. Um, after that, things got weird. He says that night he woke up and wrote some super high-level quantum mechanical equations. Um, Desmond asked what, what it means. Dan explains the scenario where something catastrophic is going to happen, and the only way to stop it is to release a large amount of energy, like setting off a nuke. What if they change things? Dan asks if it, Dan says he doesn't want to set off a nuke. He thinks he already has. Desmond isn't convinced. Dan asks Desmond about Penny. He suspects Desmond felt it too. Love. Desmond thinks Penny is just an idea, but Dan assures him he, she's real. She's his half-sister, and he knows where and when to find her. Ah! Dun-dun-dun. I want um, to go to there. I want to go to there. Uh, it was cool seeing Dan again. He's, 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 in a, he's wearing a hat, and I'm like, I guess you're a musician. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> I think that's why he was. I was trying to figure out why they put him in the hat. It's the musician hat. It's the musician hat. He's a he's a cool musician. I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's wearing he's a, his musician hat. Literally, yeah, he's, he's he's a hip cat. Yes. Uh, he's got his musician hat. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw the hat, I'm like, yeah, you're a musician. I get it. All right. <laughs> I really didn't get that. I just thought he was making weird fashion choices. <laughs> In this universe, the one thing Dan didn't want was to be fashionable. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty clear. Um, all right. So again, this I just I just want to know what is going to happen to people who who see the other side who weren't in love. Yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah. Like, like Hurley, is he going to see Libby? Oh! I'm not going to be like, or is he going to be like, I saw this tub of peanut butter. (laughs) 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 And I felt love. Uh, And then I I ate it. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And that's not a fat joke so much as it's a bad Hurley story joke. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I just want to clarify that. Yes, um, yes. They, they. Oh God, that peanut butter scene was so gross. Licking yeah. peanut butter off a leaf is an image I could have lived without. <laughs> Sorry, lost. You're oh, great man. sometimes, but ooh, that one hurt. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So the other thing. Do you I think? Do you think was, Libby was on the plane? Are we supposed to believe? Like, you think any of those other what people? Was she supposed to be? She's supposed to be on the plane. You you think she was on the plane? Here's my thing. Well, okay, in a world without Jacob, I don't know what happens. Okay. This world has no Jacob. But uh, I would, would, just as a safe assumption, say that um, everyone who was on the plane originally is on the plane now. Okay. So Anna Lucia, all those people... Yeah, well, oh, that's right. See, that's the other, and that's the other thing. Some of the some people won't be led to the plane. You know, like Shannon didn't come. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's what I meant about the Jacob thing. I don't know how it affects certain people in terms of if they would be on the plane or not. 
Yeah, you know, did Anna Lucia still get shot and lose her baby? Right. And then go, you know, go shoot the guy. And mm-hmm. uh, what was her thing? Oh, wait, why did she, she escorted Christian? That's right. She had to escort Christian and stuff. Yeah, so if Christian, you know, is, uh, isn't is on the binge and all that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe she she never meets him and does all that. And, right. Although he he still went to Australia, I think. That's right. He still did go and, and ended up dead. So it looks like he, he sort of followed the same kind of path. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, whether or not Anna Lucia ended up with him, I don't know. I'm, so, wait a minute. Two questions. Okay. <laughs> did, did Jack ever find out Anna Lucia was hanging out with his dad? I don't think he did, no. Okay. The thing Two is, questions. we as an audience didn't find it out until the episode where she gets shot. Yeah, okay. Second question is, she never found out he died, right? Christian? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think you're right. How, wait, how did he even die? What? How did Christian die? I I think he just drank himself to death. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I remember it not being anything specific, like a heart attack or anything. Yeah. I, they might have said something specific, but it was induced by drinking a lot of alcohol. Okay. So he died from fun. Fun yeah, overdose. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was all partied out. <laughs> Yeah. I'm kidding, kids. Drink responsibly. Right, right. <laughs> Which means a lot. <laughs> That's what they mean by responsibly. Oh. It's not what I thought they meant. <laughs> That's what we call counterintuitive, kids. Can you spell counterintuitive? Some can. <laughs> All right. True. Uh, what else have we got in this scene? For so many reasons. Yeah. Now, now I'm kind of fuzzy on exactly what happened. Like they get there, he goes to visit Claire, her, her, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her mom's sister like shoes him away, and I guess at that point, like him and Anna Lucia sort of part ways, and he just goes on a bender. Yeah. And she just kind of hangs out and I don't know, goes home soon after. Yeah, it's crazy that Jack never knew that they hung out, and it's crazy that she she never knew Christian died. Yeah. The guy she was hanging out with a couple days ago, like, died. Yeah. And ends up on the plane with her. And, and yeah, and ends up on the plane with her, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. It's even really like, crazy now. I just want to say this. You know, if, if you're ever stuck on an island, please just tell anyone you meet who you know. Because you might know some people in common. Right? Good point, yes. That's that's one of the takeaways from Lost. I think so. You gotta you gotta say, Hey, who do you know? Who have you yeah. met recently? Yeah, you know? don't just don't just assume that they don't know that person. Don't assume, no. This could all be a grand scheme to prove that humans are not corruptible. <laughs> wow. I guess it could be. Could be. Yeah, you know, like Sawyer Sawyer met Christian. Actually, that was, Christian basically talked Sawyer into going to kill that shrimp guy. <laughs> oh, the shrimp guy. The shrimp guy. Uh, the fake Sawyer. The fake real Sawyer. The fake real Sawyer, exactly. <laughs> um, 
And but then he he actually did manage to tell Jack that he met him. Yeah, which was cool. That yeah. they actually got to have that whole thing. Yeah, that was the like what two minutes when Jack and uh, uh, and uh, Sawyer were friends. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that that led into that scene in season two where he said Jack was the closest thing he had to a friend. Yeah. I I don't see him saying that anymore. No, I think I think uh, Miles is the closest thing he's got to a friend now. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Since he started the season by kicking Jack in the face and saying he wanted to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friends don't do that. No. No, they don't. no, not the good kind, at least. No. Okay, so uh, anyway, okay. the point I wanted to make. Um. The point I wanted to make was this is like a finale podcast. We're going so deep. Yeah. Um uh I think I think what happened was the um uh I mean this is very obvious, so I'm just gonna say it, that when they detonated the jughead, you know, uh that is what created this universe. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah, I I take from what Dan said that that's you know that that's what. Yeah, happened. this is verification. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan really, Dan really hits it on the nose. I don't, I don't know quite how he made that leap, but I, um, that's the thing. I think, I think the idea is the equations he drew were outlining what he describes. Oh, okay. Like, like they. I mean, you see a little bit of it. There's some sort of graph and a, like a, a thing, and it looks like he was trying to like. It looks like it was sort of depicting timelines and had an alter timeline and. And I think that's what he was that that you know Desmond says you know what do your what does your equations mean and he tells them what he, what they mean so I think I think he had them interpreted or something mm-hmm. and he could tell okay well this is saying here is timeline one and here's timeline two and here's timeline two being created after a large amount of energy is exploded in timeline one or something yeah like that. okay 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 so. The main point I want to make about that is I feel like the creation of this universe is not is not connected to Smokey. Like I, I think it's it's due to the, them detonating the Jughead, mm-hmm. and and so I don't think Smokey had really anything to do with that. Yeah. So I don't know. Smokey might be able to know about it or be able to whatever interact with it or, or maybe something like that, but I don't think he created it, and I don't think he has any power over it. Yeah, it's... eh. I'm curious to see what happens at the end. Anyone else? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just realized that. Take it or leave it. I just want it all to end. (laughs) (laughs) Um... What was I going to say? Um, yeah, you know, I want to, I think you're right. I think, I think that's definitely how, that's, that is the image that they're painting. Um, I still want to think, I still want to tie them getting off of the island to the flash sideways, but that's probably, you know, I don't, you know, it, it goes against my Occam's razor thing, so maybe I shouldn't do that. That, 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 that confounds it, I think. Um I guess I at least want to I at least want to attribute who the good people are and the bad people are in terms of what people get out of the flash sideways. Oh, okay. Which I think has to do with Smokey. 
you know, maybe who's on his team at the end mm-hmm. versus who isn't. But, uh, I mean, because, you know, Saeed's got to be the bat. You know, I mean, he's a classic example. Right. Um, he's the example, uh, literally. Um, but, yeah, for, generally, though, I think you're right. I think uh, it, it this is something that they did outside of what was going on with Jacob and Smokey. Now, that's a big question is, um, does Smokey and Jacob know about this whole thing? Yeah. Um, it would be, uh, it would be, uh, yeah, that's crazy. It is and crazy. did they know about it? Did they know, did Jacob know, have any idea that this was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm wondering. And, I mean, who's even, who's responsible for the time traveling? You know, did did Jacob have anything to do with that? Or is that just, you know, is that just like a random effect? When the island was moving? Yeah. I mean, when the, when the people on the island were time shifting? Well, I mean that, but I guess more specifically, I had in mind uh, the people from the Ajira plane uh, getting transported, the, you know, the select few getting transported oh. to the 70s. Because that yeah. seemed more selective. Like, the island thing did kind of seem like the donkey wheel was just a little bit wonky, and yeah. it just kind of made that happen. And, like, seemingly everyone on the island was time-shifting. Well, with the exception of the others, I don't want to explain that, but most of them were. Um, so so that that's not really the issue. But, like, the people being plucked off the plane, like, that seems directed to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so then that's well. Suggest- I think the two people flashing was pretty specific. You know, that's maybe true. those those people were flashing for a specific reason. But it did seem like it was just it was just the lossy characters who were who were flashing. Yeah, I'm sorry that that was not what I wanted to say. It that's was all of the lossy characters who were flashing. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to you know on the airplane, only some of them uh, went to the 70s. Yeah. You know, like, Frogert was time-shifting, but, like, Ben and Son don't. Yeah. You know, like, that just seems kind of weird. Well, uh, Ben got off the island, not, and he, he, he moved the wheel. Son got off the island with Penny's boat. Right? Right. Um, just like the rest of them. I don't know why Sun was different. I feel like I could see why Ben is different. He, you know, he wasn't necessarily supposed to come back to the island. Yeah, okay. Uh, and maybe, hey, again, maybe Sun is different because she's not a candidate. Yeah. That's why, that's why I didn't flash her off. It only flashed off candidates, right? Okay, well, yes. Uh, if Kate's a candidate. If Kate's a candidate. Okay, yeah. Um. Which is which is sort of ambiguous at this point, but I think it's at least a pretty good possibility. She at least was a candidate. Yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah. So, but again, like if it's just flashing, like that just seems to like the. Are, are you saying the island effects just sort of like the the candidates are marked somehow, and and so when the island. Uh, Time flashes people, it, it just, like, I'm trying to, I, I, what are you saying about that? Like, are you saying it's directed or not? Yeah, I'm saying it's directed. It's, I mean, it, how could it not be directed? Okay, it's okay. It's specific people, so okay. it's directed in the sense that 
it's only specific people who are time shifting and only specific people who flashed off the plane. Okay. Okay. So you're thinking Jacob did that? Um, maybe. Uh, I, you know, he claims he doesn't want to interfere, and, and and so when Jacob doesn't do it, I want to say it's the island having okay. some sort of innate ability to realize things it needs to do. I don't want to give it consciousness, but I right. want to give it some sort of instinct, some sort of it knows. You know, it it, uh, it is aware of people and 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 where they're supposed to be and things like that. And so when it when it when it got when Kate and Hurley and uh, and and uh, Hugo were Kate Hurley and Jack were um, <laughs> Kate Hurley and Hugo, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they were uh, coming, uh, it's weird because I, I I was thinking Jack and I said Hugo, which is also four letters. Oh, uh, okay. So I think I think my brain my brain played a trick on me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I think when he got those people, he was sort of saying, okay, these people belong with the other people that were flashing, and so it sent them to the 70s. It's just hard for me to imagine that if Sun had been on the island, she wouldn't have time flashed with everyone else. Well, good thing you don't have to worry about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree, it would have been a problem. I don't know what they would have done, but I, I, my so far my theory is she, she wouldn't. I mean, it's to me it's lining up that Sun is different than Jan. There's, she's had a remarkably different last couple seasons. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I think if it was Sun and Jan, I feel like they should be going through this stuff together. But, of course, that negates the the sort of drama you get out of having them split up. That would right. negate that, which they wouldn't want to do. But, um, yeah, I just – so far my, my, my working theory is it's not Sun, it's Jan. And, okay. Uh, and if Sun was if Sun was on the island when it was flashing, um, she would have uh, she would have not flashed. She would have just been in, so you know, waiting, me, waiting, waiting for them to come back. Basically, the same the same thing she did anyway. So you're telling me Frogert is a candidate? Well, when you put it like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, yeah. So that's my thing. Not all, obviously, not all the candidates were time flashing. I, I forgot about that. Not all those candidates were time flashing. A whole bunch of people were flashing, and also stuff that they were around were flashing. So I think you know, Fogart flashed because he's stuff that was around. The oh, he was just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. So if someone was there, yeah, she would have flashed with them. I'll buy that. I forgot that. She can just be Jen stuff. She can be Jen Stop, and the fact that it was more than just candidates that were flashing, but but it was only candidates who flashed off the plane. That's what I was confused. Yeah, about. I, I that's true. That's that's why I was saying like like tying it like the flashing that was going on on the island just seemed like diff, it seemed really random and not directed at all. But it was Lofties. Yeah, that's the that's a problem. It was just yeah. them and not the others. I don't know. I, I don't really get that. Yeah. I I kind of just feel like it would have been a problem if the others were time shifting oh, the, too. The more people, the more people time shifting, the worse it is. Yeah. Because those people are going to go interact with the past. Then you got two Richards, and oh, they're man, like got, the yeah. same age. And I think we're having a discussion that the writers had when they were like, "Who should time flash?" Yes. And somebody said the others should time flash, and then somebody said, "Okay, you got two Richards." And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then at certain points, like, you could even have three Richards. Like, it's just, it's crazy. 
three Richards. It's crazy. Oh, maybe you can't have three Richards. I hope not. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, not not three Richards. Not three Richards. That, yeah, he'd have to flash to a time where there was already two. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, he could do that, can't he? Yeah, he could do that. I mean, it'd be really crazy, but he could oh, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, technically, <laughs> ugh, well... Right, he he just has to time flash to a time he already time flashed to. Okay, but and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but wouldn't that create an infinite loop of Richards? Seemingly, <laughs> infinite Richards. If if he time flashes to a period where he's already in, I mean not necessarily. He, he, okay, yeah, but if he kept flashing, then if he, he kept doing it, like you, potentially Richard. you could have infinitely many Richards. Yeah. And infinitely many of the other characters as well. That island's going to get crowded pretty fast. Yeah. I, they definitely didn't want to do that. And not only did they, you know, not have the other time flash, but they killed off most of the Lossies really fast. Yeah, they did. You know, so they made sure that it wasn't just a ton of people time flashing. Yeah, but so here's the thing. Which makes me wonder why they even bothered to have those people time flash just to kill them you're, off. I love it that you're on the same way. I'm just going to say, talk about why <laughs> why they had the people time flash anyway. Um, I, that's, that was what I was going to say. So it seems like they were being directed to the events of the 70s, right? I mean, it seems like there was some concerted effort to get them to the 70s. It seems that way, yes. So I feel like, are we supposed to believe that they were they were led to do this whole thing? Like they just happen to be in the right place at the right time, literally the right time, mm-hmm. uh, to 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 make this plan go off. You know, right, right. So, is Jacob behind that? Was he was he trying to get them to do this? That would be the question. Oh, here's a here's a question. Oh man, that would be crazy. So I just had a really crazy crackpot theory. Okay. What if somehow, what if somehow this is all Jacob's plan to to have the Losties create a second universe? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Sit down. That's a good start. <laughs> the Losties create a second universe where they can trap Smokey in. Oh. And then all the Losties in the in the second universe in the Flash Sideways, you know, they decide to that they don't like this life or whatever. And they leave, effectively leave, whatever that would be. Don't okay. And they effectively <laughs> leave, and it's just Smokey stuck in this alternate reality world. Okay. That may not even have anybody else in it. Okay. Whoa. And you have, and you have evil locked there. <laughs> A universe with just evil in it and nothing yeah. else. Well, wow. I guess he'd be on the island, but he'd be on the island in the alternate timeline. Or, oh, the island's You mean underwater? underwater? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know where he'd be, but he'd be I would imagine him just floating wherever he wanted. Just fly around. No one's there to care. Yeah, yeah. Just like flying through the Amazon. and It would be, it would be like the Langoliers. Yeah, you know? exactly. It would be like he's stuck in this alternate dimension and where no one's really there, and no one cares if he's there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there's nothing really for him to do. Yeah. That would be crazy if that were just... That's like, what, that's... Yeah, that's my crackpot Lock theory. Smokey in an alternate universe. Wow. Yeah. You know, really, I mean, it's crackpot, but it's not. I don't think hey, it's impossible. Hey, they've already locked Smokey on an island. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, 
This is just one better, you know. And the, and I definitely seems like the people on the island created an alternate universe, so it's not, you know. You, you're you're like one step away from it being plausible, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, they're gonna have to do something with Smokey, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know. So it's got it. It seems like it's got to be something crazy. It's got it. Yeah, something something. It, it, it shouldn't just end with everything back to the status status quo balance. There's a right. new Jacob, and that new Jacob is keeping Smokey on the island, and Smokey just wants to go home, <laughs> and he's just going to kill everyone. Until he's I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll be like that. Yeah, I agree. That 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 would be really unsatisfying. I, and also, uh, you know, the package, which is Desmond was supposed to be a weapon against Smokey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and the thing that Desmond seems to be good at is consciousness traveling. So that, I mean, that does seem, make it seem like somehow the alternate universe is going to be, is going to play a role in being a weapon against Smokey. That's like maybe, maybe if Desmond goes out to the jungle and Smokey scans him at the same time Desmond is, is consciousness time traveling. Okay. Then it'll, it'll bring Smokey's consciousness with him. Okay. Wow. And then that way he can leave him there. Okay. Somehow. Okay. And so Smokey on the island like faints or something. Something like that. Or disappears. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because I'd imagine he'd be in he you know, he'd be in Smokey form. Right. Which which might just be his, his, his like the, the you know, the projection of his consciousness or something. Yeah. You know, uh for yeah. all intents and purposes. Yeah, and so we, you know, we know Smokey can scan your brain, so maybe that'll yeah. be—he'll scan his brain while that portal is open and gets sucked into ah, it or something. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I feel like I'm close. But that yeah, sounds so good. Far. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I agree. I I think I that it, I think you're on the verge of something. Yeah. Or in the neighborhood of something. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, because how – I mean, that that seems like the most reasonable way to have Smokey connect to the alternate universe. Yeah. Using using stuff we know, you know, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not having to invent some new crazy power for Smokey or for Desmond. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. I, you know, I, why not? All right. So it's on the table. It sounds like we just solved the show. I think we did. At least, at least some of the parts. Yeah, uh, not not exactly everything, but yeah. one of the one of the big plots. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, that was easy. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So Jacob, Jacob wanted Jacob made the smoke, made the losties go to the seventies so they could create <laughs> an alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> So they create an alternate universe, so, they could, so he could trap uh, Evil Incarnate in. Okay. There's your there's your show. There's your show. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what I spent six years watching. <laughs> it works. I'll take it. There we go. It's just crazy enough. All right, anything else with this scene? So Dan's talking about Charlotte, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's talking about Charlotte. All right, just making sure. Which, you know, I got to tell him, Sawyer just had a date with her. Yeah. <laughs> and it would have worked, too, if she hadn't asked to borrow a T-shirt. <laughs> uh, too soon, Charlotte, too soon. <laughs> Second date is when you can ask to borrow a T-shirt. Yes, yes. And if you don't see a T-shirt on top, just let it go. Let it go. You don't want to know what's in that drawer. You don't. Or maybe you do. Maybe you do. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, see, well. (laughs) So Dan was walking through the museum where Charlotte works with Chang. Oh, did he say that? He says, I was walking through this museum. So I assume this is a museum where they both work. Where did you get the Chang from? Well, because Miles said he met Charlotte to where his dad works. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying Dan was with Chang. No, 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 not with Chang. Just oh, that, this is just the Chang, works. Charlotte works there with Chang. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 that's right. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. Oh, they're you're just, just saying that's crazy. Yeah, I'm just saying that's crazy. Another place where three, you know, three losties or sort of losties. Are there. Oh, Dan, Charlotte, and Chang all, all at the museum. Yeah. I see. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that is crazy. I like the idea that they made Dan a musician in this alternate timeline, and obviously, like, it directly relates to his backstory of wanting to be a musician. Again, yeah, it's a thing that he wanted. Yeah, but it, you know, directly correlates to having a brain for math. Yes, that's true. I just, so I just like that they, you know, they had that in the beginning, obviously, with his character, but it's, it's nice that you got to see that, like, He's not a physicist, you know, like, he's, he's, he's got this, like, brain that's capable of it, but he's, he doesn't have the experience, so, you know, he doesn't even want to do music, so he's a musician, but... Right. Um, but I just, I like that it could, it could have gone either way. And I like that it's not like he's, you know, they made him some other profession that has nothing to do with anything, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. It seems like they've done that a lot, like, even if they're doing something different, it's, it's, you know, it's not something that we're totally surprised by necessarily. Yeah. You know, like... Hank's still on the run. Yeah. That's her job. <laughs> <laughs> what she always wanted. <laughs> Be on the yeah. run and never get caught. Yeah, Kate really, Kate really failed in the alternate universe. Oh. Sorry, hey, maybe, maybe she just hasn't seen, seen the good thing yet. So what does Kate want out of anything? Like her mother's approval? What does she want? Yeah, I mean, I think that is one of the things she wants. She has a thing. You think she cares at all about that the, the guy, her little childhood sweetheart guy? Oh, that guy? There? Well, it just seemed like it for a while. Not that I get the sense she cares anymore, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's you know, she went through that elaborate thing where she robbed the bank to get just to get that little toy plane, and oh, don't remind us. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, that was back when it was, you know, we didn't know what she did, and so she just seemed like this dangerous criminal. Mm-hmm. I, I should have known better. They were really, they were really playing her up, and like when when she goes and visits her mom in the hospital, and and her mom yells for help, like we still didn't know what she did at the time, and so that even no. made it seem more like she did something just insanely bad. Yeah. That her own mother is like, you know. 
screaming for the police when she shows up. Yeah. But no, not really. No. Her mom's just a meanie. Meanie mom. Yep. Yeah, it really seems like Kate just fail. I mean, I would I would feel like what would, what she would want would be to not be on the run. That's too easy. Uh, yeah, not be on the run. Well, but she's only on the run because of what she did with her with her stepdad. Yeah. Uh, and in this timeline, it's what's the difference again? Oh God. Um. Comic Con stuff alert. Uh she uh she bombed her weird to say bombed. She bombed her uh uh her stepdad's I guess he was a real dad, I always get confused. Anyway, she bombed his business like it was a plumbing company or something. But it Okay, turned, yeah. It turned out that he wasn't there, somebody else was there. So in the main timeline she bombs her stepdad's house. Right. And this in the alternate timeline she bombs her real dad's business, but there's an employee there. Is that what she said? Yeah, it's okay. it's the same guy. The stepdad, the her. She thinks she thinks he's her stepdad, but he's a real dad. But it's the oh, same that's guy. Right. That's right. She's always she's all he's always the real dad. Okay, yeah. I thought they were changing whether or not it was her dad or not. No, it's the same. It's the same guy. She she has this guy who she thought was a real dad, but is actually not. And he's like the military guy. Yeah, who didn't want to help her. Who didn't want to help her, yeah. And who meets Saeed later. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the whole thing with uh, Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so wait. Did, did, I, just, did I just dream that? Did, did Saeed meet Kelvin? Saeed met Kelvin. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, Kelvin, Kelvin basically taught Saeed how to torture. If only they could have a conversation about Rudinsky. <laughs> Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, right. Whoa. Right. They just they just met him at different times, but they they eventually both met Rosinski. It was weird. It was like they had both met him already, but Saeed but didn't know yet. it yet. Saeed had met him already, not yet. God, that's weird. Oh no, Kelvin hadn't met him yet because he wasn't on the island yet. Saeed had already met him, but but not yet. Kelvin. Both of them had yet not yet met him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Both Saeed already. Yes. But they potentially could have had a conversation about Ritzinski if they had only been alive at the same time in the same place. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. I wonder weird. what Kelvin would have said if we could hear a little more. Like, what happened with Ritzinski? I killed him. I killed him. <laughs> he was too neurotic. <laughs> <laughs> you're too, too obnoxious. <laughs> kept drawing on that, he kept drawing in that damn blast door. <laughs> pretending like it's interesting, like it's the key to some big mystery. <laughs> wow. Was that, oh, was that what Kelvin would say or what I would say? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I got confused. <sighs> Stuff I wish Kelvin would say. <laughs> And then um, he spliced out that piece of the orientation film, and I was like, okay, that's enough. We still don't know why he did that. You're crazy, sir. No, we don't. I don't know what the fuck they were doing with that entire they plot line. Know. They don't know. It's so confusing. Why Why is one of uh, Mikhail's glass eyes in the arrow <laughs> station? <laughs> is that what that was supposed to be? 
What? It's a glass eye. Who else eye is it? I agree. That's a sentence and a half. <laughs> Who else eye is it? Who else eye is it? <laughs> My first day speaking English. Forgive me. <laughs> Who else eye is it? <laughs> It's like who else, comma I, yes. comma is it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it should mean something. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 got a lot going on. Who else I is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Who, I, who's, who's? I agree. There's nobody else I, I could be. be. Yeah, exactly. So, fair enough. Okay, so, Mikhail's glass eye and Rodzinski's little pointless edit from the orientation film get stuck mm-hmm. in a cut-out Bible. Like, mm-hmm. What were they doing? Oh, my God. If they tell me that was Richard's Bible, I'm going to kerplot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about Richard's Bible. Oh, my God. <laughs> You, do you think that's Richard's Bible? Holy crap. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, man. If they said that, oh, man. That'd that be seems too much. totally plausible. That, that'd be too much. Oh, man. I mean, why not? It why just, not? It just seems like someone was over there, like, making some kind of collage or artwork or something with, like, island artifacts. Yeah. I it's it's really it's really there I can't come up with any reason why that why anyone would do that. Yeah. It seems really pointless. Okay, here's 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 what I got. Rosinski was really paranoid about the swan, right? So he he decided that the part in the orientation video where they say you shouldn't communicate he edited out, I guess, because he wanted people to communicate. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you were going somewhere <laughs> until you got confused. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted him to, like, edit out everything but that part, but what yeah. he actually did was edit that part out. Well, the original idea <sighs> was that... that one, <sighs> so he So the part that's taken out is the part that says do not communicate? Yeah, don't use the uh don't use the computer for, computer for communication because it could lead to another incident. Okay. So, given given what we know holistically about loss, my explanation would, of that would be they were worried about the hostiles finding yeah. out about all that stuff. Presumably in that history, you know, the 70s is the 70s, and they had that whole thing with the Lofties and the whole thing with the Swan and right. and the incident. Um, so, so, Which they thought were the hostiles. So. Was it the other hostiles? So, so, yeah, they're worried about another incident, which was created by the hostiles. Right. At least as far as we know, so I, I guess. And um, so what's my point? My point is that they didn't want anyone else to communicate on those terminals so that so that messages wouldn't be intercepted, I guess. Right. So the question is, why would Rosinski take that out? Yes. That's why I was re- in the video. You ready for the next scene? <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect answer. 
Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we just—it's just unsolvable. Yeah. Let's just go to the next scene. That next scene. Maybe um, the answer's in here. So Desmond arrives at a stadium and sees a woman running the stairs. It's Penny. Desmond introduces himself. They shake hands and suddenly Desmond is back on the island. Oh. He wakes up after being unconscious for only a few seconds. Woodmore attempts to explain what they're doing, but Desmond understands and he's eager to start. Ooh. So that's that scene. Yikes. So he's only out a few seconds. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, so he went through, so that, you know, that corresponds to the flashes thing. I got to say, it seems really arbitrary when the consciousness flashes, like what part of the flash sideways timeline Desmond, you know, when, when, you know, when does the consciousness from the main timeline come into play, you know, uh, it just seems really arbitrary. You know, that... Uh, that it's when he shakes Penny's hand? Well, no, that... that yeah, well, wait a minute. Well, the, all the stuff he sees is when he gets shocked first. So what I'm saying is all the stuff we see of Desmond in the Flash Sideways, which is the stuff that the Desmond on the island is seeing, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just saying it's really arbitrary that that's what he sees, of all things. And not like, you know, his consciousness flashes to, you know, 20 years before he was ever on Oh, oh, I see. You know, or like, you know, three weeks later when he already knows who Penny is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously it's contrived, but it's just just, uh, just sort of arbitrary when when they, they sink, I guess I should say. Oh, okay. Yes, I agree. It is arbitrary. But, yeah, it serves the story. I I think – the other thing is, um, I do feel like I do feel like the Desmond that went into the little cabin with the electromagnets and Woodmore, you know, charged him up, and you know that guy. I do feel like he did kind of experience what happened, you know, in the in the flash sideways. But oh yeah, but he wasn't. His consciousness wasn't in control over there. I mean, the the Desmond over there definitely didn't seem aware of what the Desmond yeah. knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was the, it was more of he was he was connected to it. He wasn't in control or anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's sort of it's sort of weird. Like he, he's he's aware he's aware of what happened, but he wasn't he wasn't in control. Yeah. And that's thing. Like you know maybe yeah. He, you know, he's crossing dimensions versus crossing, uh, I guess, just a space-time continuum or something. Right. Why are we, why are we talking about these things while watching a primetime ABC show? <laughs> why am I trying to figure out what's more rational? Him taking over control when the same space-time continuum, or it's <laughs> different. <laughs> I'm somehow making one more rational, and I'm uh, yeah. Wow, yeah, yikes! This is this is this is where we've come. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Primetime ABC owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. That's what they're giving us. Quantum mechanics. <laughs> yeah, this this also gives me the impression. You know, I mean, 
it gives me the impression that the 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 alternate timeline is somehow, you know, three years shifted. You know, yeah, but it, like yeah, it gives me the impression it, uh, he's flashing to the present in the alternate timeline. Yeah, but he's flashing to the past. That can't be right, though, can it? No, he's flashing to the past. Because it's it's already been like a few days since they detonated the Jughead. Mm-hmm. So and it seemed like the Jughead time basically started on the plane with Jack. Yeah. And so this this should be later than that, but Desmond starts right at the airport. That's that's too long. That flight wasn't like three days long. So, okay, that doesn't work. Never mind. Well, it, ha- it has to be the past, though. Oh, do you mean the past literally, or you just mean in terms of how many days it's been respectively between the two places? I think I mean both. Well, because the stuff on the island is 2007, right? Right. And the stuff in the Flash Sideways is 2004. Right. So he is going to the past. Right, but I guess what I was trying to say is that you know, whatever the present means, somehow the present in the sideways was 2004, while the present. So you mean you mean that it's still it's even though they're they're offset, but you mean they're still you're thinking they're still kind of lined up. Yeah, like somehow that's how they're running, like with yeah. three years shifted. Like that's sort of the impression I get, but it can't quite work that easily. Yeah. Basically, because of what I just said, like he he starts off. Well. And it can't work that way anyway because, you know, Desmond isn't experiencing, yes. you know, a few seconds here versus a couple of days or whatever yes. or a day, you know, and the other one. So it's definitely, you know, time runs differently on the island. Throw that into, oh, does it? Uh, does it? Clever fellow once said that. <laughs> Was that the clever fellow? <laughs> God damn it, it better have been somehow. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. That's an that's an additional reason why it can't be that. So, so I guess I'll just use Occam's razor and say it's just it's just the past in the alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> that's the simple explanation. <laughs> the simple one. Occam's like that razor is not that sharp. <laughs> it's a dull one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's where we are. Sorry. That's where we are. Um, okay, so I gotta say, um, right, so, so Desmond wakes up, and, you know, um, Winmore's about to explain something, and we talked about, like, Desmond's just like, I understand, I understand, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you, you said you brought me here to do something important, let's do it, let's go, time to do it, I'm ready, right? Yep. Okay, so that's, that's where Desmond's, that's where Desmond's at in this scene, I just... I just want to know. <laughs> I think you're setting something up here. Yes. I set it set up. Yeah, you should. It's it's definitely wafting through the air right now. So well, I'll just I'll leave that there. But I just wanted to clearly establish what's going on in that scene. All right. So you ready for the next scene? Yes. Okay. Next scene, Desmond walks with Zoe and some of Widmore's men. Zoe asks Desmond what happened. She thinks his brain was fried. Suddenly, uh, Saeed appears and knocks out Widmore's men and tells Zoe to run. He warns Desmond that these people are dangerous and that they need to go now. Desmond is strangely compliant. Okay, so what is this? Uh... 30 seconds later? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 45, pre- maybe. <laughs> okay, okay, 45, sure. 
um, from the previous scene where he's ready to do whatever the the thing Widmore wants him to do. Mm-hmm. So he walks in the you know thing with Zoe, taking him away, and Saeed jumps in, kills the people, and says, "These people are dangerous. We need to go now." And Desmond says, "Of course, lead the way." <laughs> This is the weirdest moment in the episode for me. I don't get it. Like, yeah, like he was he wanted to do what Widmore wants, and now he's just like, oh, oh, okay, I'll follow you then. Like, is he did it fry his brain? Like, was Zoe right? Like, <laughs> yeah, and you know that's I love Lost because that, that's why they set that up, right? So you can say, why is Desmond doing this? Well, Zoe said he fried his brain. <laughs> Uh, I love how they do that. They give you little little tidbits to uh, chew on. I don't know why you're chewing on tidbits. But... <laughs> I don't want to chew on tidbits. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You're chewing all and you don't even know it. <laughs> They're already in my mouth. All kinds of tidbits between your teeth. <laughs> Worse than popcorn. Uh, let's see. I, don't, I, don't, I can't explain this scene other than Desmond is... Uh, he is just sort of going along with him, but he's not he's not following him explicitly, but he's just going along with, uh, you know, he's in this state of something. He doesn't even uh, seem surprised that Saeed just jumps out of the forest and, like, yeah. attacks everybody. Like, he, he seems like he's still under the effects of whatever he felt, and maybe that'll wear off. Um, you know, I think he's, I, I, and I'm reading a lot into this, but I, I get the sense he's somehow, uh, you know, uh, somehow blissfully content with what he just experienced. And, and so he's not in the mood to say no to things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I feel like he's, he's sort of assured of what's, uh, I don't know, he's got this new perspective. And I think that that just makes him say yes. Uh, I, I, so I feel like either that, either that's a, it's a specific effect that's going to wear off. Or he he's just sort of going along with Saeed, but but he's not like you know on on the same page with Saeed, but he's just going to go along with him. Okay, yeah, because I mean, are we supposed to think he doesn't care about doing what Widmore wanted him to do anymore? Like, you know? Yeah, I mean, that would to me that would that would mean that he realized something in the previous scene, and he was lying to Widmore. Uh, you know, he realized that he didn't need Whitmore to do whatever he wants to get to that world, or what? Uh, you know, that's that's what's interesting is the Flash Sideways um, Desmond has a different experience. You know, he, you know, he what? I don't know. He he's met Penny, uh, you know, and so he he he's got this newfound sense of purpose or something. But the but the main timeline Desmond, you know, I think he's got a different sense of what just happened. Uh, you know, I think he's he's in the real world, and he saw you know this alternate thing live out where he gets to sort of meet Penny all over again, and Widmore is his friend. Yeah, and so I, I don't know. I think I think the idea is that affected him, and I think he's just sort of you know his brain is fried in a sense, but I think if anything, it's temporary. Uh, I think he's he's just deluded by the experience, and um, and I, I I feel like it'll wear off. I feel like that's more likely than he's just going along with it for now and then he's going to change his mind later. I, I don't know. It, it is definitely weird. I don't know if it's just 
you know, we'll see next next scene, I mean, next episode, if it's just wholly contrived so that they can get him from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, because this makes uh, me wonder, like, are we going to get to see what Widmore is going to do with him? Like, now that, you know, now that he's in, in the hands of Saeed mm-hmm. and presumably just, you know, going over to Locke's camp. Uh, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna see it now. I think I think maybe it's a it's a bigger reveal and um and they want to push it, which is why they 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 showed us what possibly could happen with Desmond yeah. and then they they took it away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they sort of dangled it in our faces. And... Yeah, and I and I think um, <laughs> like a carrot. Yeah, that's what you meant. Like a carrot. Like a carrot. Thank you. Like yeah. A... And. Um, that's what that's what I always dangle in people's faces. Alex Phallic carrot. And um <laughs> I just realized a carrot didn't make it that much better. <laughs> um and uh and I think we also need Locke to give his pitch to Desmond, right? I'm I wouldn't be surprised if right. if we you know, Locke gets to tell Desmond why Whitmore's bad and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I love Saeed coming in and saying these people are dangerous. And it's like, Saeed, you don't even feel anything anymore. You know, you don't even feel danger, you know, number one. And number two is, like, that line would have worked. You you know, that line usually works, but it just did not work here. It didn't seem plausible coming from These people were not the threats at this point. These people were not the threats here. He he jumps in the sea, like knocks a guy out, snaps mm-hmm. the guy's neck, points a gun at a woman, and says, "Run!" And then he says, "These people are dangerous." Come he didn't kill Seamus, right? Seamus wasn't there, right? No, Seamus wasn't okay. there. Yeah, I think they still need Seamus and Zoe. It was too that's why, that's why and Zoe. That's why they, he let Zoe go for no reason. Right? I know that's the thing. Like th- it, that also seemed incongruous. Like it seems mm-hmm. like Saeed doesn't care at this point. Why not shoot Zoe? And it really just mm-hmm. seems like he didn't shoot Zoe just because you know. She's Zoe. Yeah, she's Zoe. The island isn't done with her yet. <laughs> Something like that. It was the weird. Island, I, mean, the I couldn't believe he even bothered to like let her run. Mm-hmm. That's just I don't know. It's weird. Saeed, I don't know. Saeed's crazy this season. And it, you know, maybe there's a reason why he let her live. Specifically, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. There could be a reason. Yeah. It's like I think I know. It's just when I think I know what's going on with him, he doesn't quite do what I expect. Mm-hmm. It's the show's frustrating sometimes. I just I'm there, when you're watching I'm there, it. I'm there, and then they just stomp all over what I think is happening. What did you say? I said uh, like when you're watching it. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, anything else with this scene? This is a weird one, but... Yeah, this this to me is the most confusing part of the episode. Yeah. Like, I just... I really have no idea what they're doing with this scene, what we're supposed to think about the characters, why they do what they do, and where this is leading. I, I mean... I, so it looks like Desmond's probably going to go to Locke's camp. I think you're right. Smokey will probably make a pitch to him. Um... And I don't know. I guess we'll go from there. See what Desmond, you know, how Desmond reacts to that. So here's a question. Okay. Why does Whitmore know about the flash sideways? What, like, did he did he explicitly know about that? What is? I, I was kind of confused. What he thought was going to happen to Desmond? Like, what is he trying to make happen to Desmond by shocking him with this magnetism? Like, I, I never got that. 
Yeah, it kind of seems like it kind of seems like he just wanted to prove that Desmond could survive. Um, you know, the blast, like, right? a blast of electromagnetism. Yeah, yeah, and, and so it seems like he doesn't necessarily know about the flash sideways and what Desmond saw. I agree. Yeah, yeah, which is which is strange. So, so yeah, it, it seems like he might be trying to use him for something, for something. I mean, oh, good point. Good yeah. point. That would mean he he wouldn't have in mind using Desmond for the flash with in connection with the flash sideways universe. Yeah, it seems like he might have him in mind for. He's going to maybe set off some other big uh, electromagnetic explosion. Okay. He needs Desmond to set it off, and although it shouldn't matter, he could get someone to do a suicide mission. Yeah. But um, but for some reason, whoever does it or something needs to. Ooh, or maybe maybe Smokey is like electromagnetism, and Desmond's gonna jump inside of him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and absorb him, and then they're going to shock him and send Smokey to the alternate side. <laughs> I'm going to make that work, damn it. <laughs> I think it could still tie in, even if that's not Widmore's plan. Yeah, it could be the kind of thing they end up doing, and it's not. it wasn't the original plan. Yeah. 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 But maybe that is the idea. Maybe Smokey is somehow you know, electromagnetic are connected to electromagnetism and the fact that Desmond isn't killed by it or whatever will allow him to just do battle with Smokey. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see Desmond just jump in the middle <laughs> of Smokey. <laughs> That's, that just sounds, that just sounds fantastic. Oh, man. <laughs> Cause we've never, we've never seen anyone seriously challenge Smokey. No, you know he's had he's had an easy time with everyone. It feels like you could just defeat him with the fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> like an air purifier, like <laughs> you know, suck him in there. Wow, and, you know, one one of those ionizing air purifiers <laughs> disrupts his molecules. Wow. Yeah. It seems like no one's thought of that. No one's thought of that. So Sharper image has everything they need. <laughs> Wow, they're going to all this trouble, and they could just suck him into an ionizer. Mm-hmm. No more Smokey. No more Smokey. No and the room <laughs> Wow. Wow. Laura, did you do something to your living room? It smells great. I got rid of the evil incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that smell was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such as a cat. I told you it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, the cat was blamed this whole time. No. <laughs> well, they had to. I mean, you know, it was the reasonable explanation. What else what is he going to do? That's a crazy house that is evil incarnate, like, <laughs> wafting about. Wafting about. Taking up the place. <laughs> Yeah, that's a crazy house. I like that, though. Seems like a good idea for a commercial. Mm-hmm. A little lock in. Yeah, a little lock If you need something powerful enough to suck in a smoke monster... <laughs> <sighs> wow. Wow. 
Oh, you know, I should say, uh, I thought Zoe came off a lot better in this episode. And you know why? I have to say, somehow the big difference to me with her was her hair was back. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what, what, do you, you know what I'm talking about? What was the deal with yes. that? All of a sudden, her hair is back, and I liked her, like, so much better. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why. It shouldn't have changed her that much. It should not have mattered at all. But as soon as I saw her, as soon as she was doing stuff, I'm like, I have no problems with you. <laughs> exactly. Now, here's the difference. Maybe it, okay, Even the glasses looked better. The hair is one thing, but here, here's, here's a real explanation I'll give, is that she was actually doing science work yeah. and not being the, the military, like, mercenary person. Yeah. So that might be, you know, it, the, the, best, the, the true chess will be if she's trying to be a mercenary with her hair back, and yeah. if she's still annoying, then that's what it is. Yeah. If she's not annoying as a mercenary with her hair back, then it's her hair. <laughs> but it's just that hair. Just that hair. She just needed to get that hair out of her face. She needed to get the hair out of her face, yeah. I, I, I really didn't think that that was such a big problem. But mm-hmm. You're right, yeah. I, it could be the science, too, though. Cause I, think, I, think it, I think it helped, because I think Seamus seemed better, too. Seamus definitely seemed better, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, when we met them, it just seemed like there was something off about them. In this episode, they just seemed to actually you know, become real characters. And that, 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 you know, I think I made a similar comment about Rosinski. Like, if we had saw him, if we had seen him doing science stuff before, yeah. you know, he thinks the hostiles want his plans and he goes all crazy and, and, and get, has a gun in every scene, I think we would have had a different impression of him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But it's like we saw the reactionary version of him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we never got to see him really doing anything cool. Yeah. He did so, nothing cool. No, no. No, he didn't. Ugh. Yeah, the coolest thing he ever did was the blast door map. We never saw that. Yeah, that's true. We never saw him doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, yeah. yeah why did he do that? That's so confusing. Never mind, though. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it's, just, it's, not, it's just not worth it. Just walk away. Act like Nirvana and never mind. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought I'd try that one out. You really uh, did that. <laughs> you really did that. <laughs> it's so old. It really um, is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I hear never mind, and I thought Nirvana, and I, I had to, yeah. I had to try that one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was a pun. It was a reference. There's there's a lot going on there. There's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Um, it was a double meaning. Yeah. Wow. Palindrome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anagram. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't any of those things. But. Synecdoche. Um, <laughs> Stop it. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> it was it was a lot of things. It really was. <laughs> Automatopoeia, no, no. <laughs> uh, all right, next scene. Yes. Next scene, we're back at the stadium. Desmond wakes up. He asks Penny if she'd like to get some coffee. She says yes. Desmond walks back to the car. George asks if he found what he was looking for. Desmond says he did. George asks if there's anything else he can do. Desmond asks, <laughs> stop the saying asks, for the... <laughs> For the past, this is a scene full of questions. 
he asked for the passenger list for flight 815. He needs to show them something. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Lost. Lost. Uh, yeah, I like the end of this. Um, it was a I good ending. show them. Yeah, it's like it's somehow it's, it's analogous to you know I'm here to watch like I'm here to show them. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to show them something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds it's it's you 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 sort of know what he's talking about, but it's still kind of ambiguous. Yeah, well, it's. It's like we know how he was showed. Are they? Is he really going to go to that length for everyone else? Yeah, you know, basically know. try to try to uh, murder these people <laughs> to prove his point. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, if we see him just try to murder everyone. Yeah, I want to show you something. Let me show you something. Hack, hack, hack. <laughs> Desmond, as I said, like Desmond here, kind of seems, kind of seems like he's on that same weird high that the yeah. island Desmond was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like it seems like both Desmonds, you know, uh, have hit on this thing, and they're and they're both kind of riding it. Do you think constant has anything to do with this? Like he's found his constant across dimensions. Oh. And Charlie, you know, Charlie saw his constant or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I have to bring the C word back into this conversation? <laughs> um you don't have to, but um I'm glad you did. Uh yeah, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Desmond wasn't having a, you know, the constant was a solution to the problem mm-hmm. of not being anchored in time. And it kind of seems more here like, it kind of seems here, I mean, Penny does seem to have, have an effect. It does seem like the Penny shaking hands was what set this off. Yeah, and it seems like he's he's anchoring the two Desmonds across the, you know, across the the, yeah. the divide, you know. It's very similar. It's very yeah. similar. To, to the constant thing. It's it's basically the same idea. They didn't really mm-hmm. call it that, but I guess we can call it that if you want. If you want to bring the C word into all this. Well, I'd rather not, but... Okay. It, it might be relevant. I, you know, I'm not going to bring it up unless they bring it up. So yeah, if they, you yeah. Know, if, they never, if they never say, you know, she's my constant or something, I'm fine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like I'm, I'm still wanting to treat that as kind of a one-off concept. Because they've never brought it up again. Yeah. Uh, since then, so I'm I'm kind of thinking this isn't really the same thing, but it's it kind of is though. So it's definitely similar. I mean, the, but the you know again, like we said before, the the flash sideways and the and the flashes before your eyes stuff is similar too. So yes, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. Like they're they're all kind of similar, but they're they're just they're different in small ways. Yeah. Um, and large ones, I guess. It's like the difference between a cupcake and a muffin. Yeah, exactly. Just thought I went with an analogy we could all get on board with. But yes, yes. I like both, but I'd rather have a cupcake. 
Yeah. Too too much sugar. I'd go with the muffin. Mm-mm. But if I want the sweetness, you know, there's you, you got your cupcake. It's all about the cupcake. Um, it's like a cake, but it's it's wrapped in wax paper. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it a cup wax cake. <laughs> is that why they call it that? That's the well, yeah. Cupcake is the you know that's actually an abbreviation. You knew that, right? For cup wax cake. Yeah. Wow, no, I didn't know that. That's the second abbreviation I've learned about on this podcast. Uh, it's all about learning here. Yeah, wow. We're really... Not in Texas where they changed the uh, school. Oh, no, not again. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Whew. Just kidding. Um, that, is, that is a deep well, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some point, you know... I'll have a new high button issue next week. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll be surprised again. Okay, good. Um, I've gotten used to it at this point. Yeah, so do you, is that um, is that uh, is that what you think um you think he's going to you think he's going to try to kill him? I like I'm I'm thinking he's going to he's going to Let's see. What do I think he's going to do? Wow, I have no idea. The the other the other question would be, um, do you think it's gonna be um do do you think it's gonna be all the characters? Yeah, I mean I I don't think he's gonna kill him. I think uh, I think he's I, I would say he's gonna go talk to Jack, he's gonna go try to explain this to Jack. Jack is gonna be Jack and not believe him. Right. Uh and I think he'll be oh, he'll do God. the same thing Charlie did. Of, We're gonna say square one with Jack again. Yeah. I, I think he's going you know, he's going to um do you know, be 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 forced to uh show, you know, sh- Bring Jack to the brink of death, I guess. To, I guess the visions are sort of a shortcut, so we won't have to we won't have to go through six years of convincing Jack. Through what? I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once he, maybe it's see, that's the thing. Years. Everyone, everyone who's crossed over has been convinced. So yeah. that's all it's going to take is for him to, you know, die for a second. Yeah. Uh, that's it, Jack. Just die for a second. Just die. <laughs> Just die real quick. <laughs> What are you worried about? <laughs> Never died before? <laughs> You're too good to die, Jack. Is that supposed to be Desmond talking? I don't know who's talking. Okay. Somebody get this guy out of here. Okay. This is a close set. Desmond got a weird accent all of a sudden. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, so I think that's pretty much what's going to happen is he's going to – I think Jack is the next the, – the prime target. I'm curious if he'll go talk to Whitmore about this, his 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 bro. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to talk to his bro about this. This is bro. Mm-hmm. Nice. Old Chuck Whitmore. Oh, Chuck. Uh, so, yeah. I, what I, I almost died, and I saw pure love. Mhm. And it was your daughter Penny. 
Ooh. I'm your best guy, but I've never met her or heard her name. You never mentioned you had a daughter named Penny to me. Oh, that's a little weird, isn't it? That is weird. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess they're just good work friends or something. I don't yeah. know. It does help that she's not she's not a part of his family. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he did. Um, he did. He just met Mrs. Widmore, so yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's weird too. But yeah. Um. Well, I guess. I guess the idea is he's not. You know, I, they seem like they live in L.A. I guess, and he just he doesn't live there. So yeah. I guess he's been out and around doing maybe other things for Widmore uh, in other parts of the world, but he's never really come to the home base to meet. Is it I could buy that? You know, whatever. That's fine. Meet the fam. Yeah. 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 I still think it's a little weird that he never mentioned Penny. Yeah. It is a little you know, weird. Just in, he doesn't have a picture of her somewhere. Like, I assume they're not estranged. Yeah. I because Desmond that. isn't in the picture, so they wouldn't need right. to be. Right. Oh, and it was, so this was the same, like, stadium where Jack met Desmond and all oh, that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a callback to all that whole thing. Yes, it was. I you know what? Not that I wanted them to play this out, of course, because it would have been needless. But I just thought Penny should have been a little more apprehensive when she's running these stairs at night by herself, and this strange man with this knowing smile walks up to her and starts talking. I just <laughs> yeah, she didn't think I just thought she, at all. She seemed like she was just it wasn't no it wasn't out of the ordinary for yeah. other people to be there. And yeah, she I don't even, to, didn't she just say like oh hi or something? Yeah, like, she's like oh hi as if he's just gonna keep walking like they're in a, a park or something. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like no no no, I walked over here to you for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in a suit. Do you think I'm working out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was just really nonchalant. I I don't know how they have access to that stadium anyway. I don't know if that's just you can just go do that at stadiums at some local places or something. But oh. it seemed weird that you could even go after hours and run the steps. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure that that's that easy to do. Yeah, which I would explain it as, you know, she's Widmore's daughter. He's, you know, he probably yeah. owns the stadium or has some shit control or yeah, something, but. Yeah, yeah. I was, anyway, I thought that I was thinking they would take it further and have Penny say she was training for a solo race that her father was putting <laughs> on. Oh my god, that would have been uh, that would have been a lot. That would have been interesting to see, though. And so I was expecting some kind of explanation. I guess yeah. the idea is she's just exercising, but I think it's the same. Uh, that that's about as much as I want. I expected when. Uh, when Desmond was talking to Dan and he shows the, what he wrote down, I thought it was going to be Desmond Hume is my yeah, constant. I thought that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he opened the journal, I was like, there's going to be Desmond Hume is my constant. And it would have been like, that's why he wrote that. Yeah, exactly. We can finally understand why he wrote that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because now it's going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of comes off like a throwaway. Uh, the best I can do is say that somehow, if we ha- if we got the season four they were planning, it it would have come into play. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's all I can think because it it just they they didn't really do anything with that. No. Or it no. was just it was just you know kind of a cheap punchline for the episode. Yeah, I mean it was just a punchline. Just kind of a you want to train an army 
sort of ending. Yeah, and just showing that he, you know, what he learned from the encounter, and he learned that he needs a constant. And it's a constant, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, boring. And they played it up, like, you know, the dramatic music and stuff, but, yeah. Yeah. All right, it's, so what's it, it is weird that Dan just, like, wrote down, you know, like, he saw Charlotte, and then he just, and then he just wrote down mind blowing physics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just I don't know that that just seems more like specific and technical than anything anybody else has experienced. Yeah, you know, like I would I would have to imagine the explanation would be that you know when he when he was dreaming somehow his consciousness traveled maybe. Okay. So that's why the the the, the physicist Dan memories or whatever came into play. Yeah. After okay. he after he was dreaming, he kinda of woke up and I, I got the sense he was just kinda of like almost like drawing pictures or something. Like he was just sort of drawing what he saw. Yeah. Okay. And not, and he didn't you know, he didn't know what it meant. He was That's just true. recreating what it, what he saw. That's true. That's true. But it's so it's just so, you know, specific. Like it's not just yeah. a, like feeling or something, you know. Yeah. Um uh yeah, but he didn't, he didn't he didn't die though. That's the thing. He just went to sleep and that happened. He saw Charlie went to yeah. sleep. He didn't he didn't come close to death. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So maybe they don't need that. Maybe they can just, you know, maybe Desmond can just do something else to sort of Yeah, yeah, yeah. make it happen. Um yeah, it makes me wonder like where are those where are those memories coming from? Like particularly for the characters who are dead in the mm-hmm. original timeline. You know, like, you know, I, I just, it's, it just seems kind of odd. Like, somehow the memories of these dead people from the original timeline are, are that just, just adds an extra bit of weirdness to it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's all contiguous, you know, uh, and so it doesn't really matter where the memories are coming from as long as it's coming from someone who was alive in that other timeline because it, it it seems like they're you know they'd obviously have to be coming from the period after he i guess did the research at ann arbor or something like that like when he realized they could change things and and yeah. uh and actually do it so it looks like the memories are sort of coming from you know fairly recent in terms of uh dan on the island yeah that's true that's true okay You got anything else on this episode? You know, in, in, like, in Charlie's case, like, it's sort of different. Charlie's case is different? Yeah. Because... Well, because he died in 2004, you know. Mm-hmm. So his... Yeah, but the love lasted forever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> And like you know, the 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 rapturous beauty is like a claimed crazy lady with a furry squirrel baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rapturous. <laughs> Simply rapturous. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, does he? Does he want? Is that what he wants? Like, I don't know. Whatever. I, it's, it's He's obviously of, not seeing that Claire. Yeah, I, I, I think the memories are not coming from any particular place. They're just coming from sort of a general thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't try to make it take it too far. It's just I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's just a little stranger to me with the dead characters. Yeah. <laughs> Not a sentence you don't know, always get to say. <laughs> That's true. Well, they're only dead in one of the universes. Mm-hmm. So. That's better. No big deal. <laughs> <sighs> what else you got? That's it, I think. Uh, all right. Well, you got anything yeah, else? I think we pretty much talked about all the big stuff and a lot of little <laughs> meaningless things. <laughs> Indeed. So you don't have to. That's right. <laughs> Throw that in there. Um, That's what podcasts are for. Yeah, yeah. Choice, choice, destiny, choice. Mm-hmm. All four of those things. Mm-hmm. Is it four things or is it two things? Yeah. That is the question. <laughs> All right. Well, I am done. The unanswerable question. Yeah, I'm done too. It was a good, uh, good, good episode. Uh, and we'll be back next week with the next one. Yep, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.